It is June 15th, and this is the PlayStation Nation podcast coming to you kind of live from E3. We just got done with the flurry of press conferences the last couple days, and we're here to talk about them. Uh, notoriously absent because he's on uh, at, on a secret location right on now. On assignment. On assignment for PlayStation Nation. Uh, Dave will be here eventually tonight. Uh, but he is off playing something cool, and we can't talk about it yet. So, uh, all seven—what is it? Seven people on Periscope right now. Seven, yes. Seven people moment. on Periscope. They are getting the the sneak preview of the podcast coming out late tonight. Uh, this is the first of the week. We will have one on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night. Because it's currently twelve forty-one a.m. on the East Coast as yeah. we are recording. Yeah, on the East Coast, but nobody cares about the East Coast. Yeah, West Coast, Best Coast. <laughs> and, and, of course, nobody in Chicago cares because they're rioting in the streets because of the Blackhawks. Yeah, but it's like fun rioting. Fun rioting. Yeah. Uh, sure. So uh, let's get started with Bethesda. Or do we want to do anything before Bethesda? Like anything else? That we, uh, Josh and I had a couple of appointments, but we can't talk about them yet. Uh, we'll talk about them on the podcast tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, just because, yeah. uh, number one, we have people on Periscope, but number two, I'm putting this out tonight, hopefully, and uh, we have an embargo on that stuff. So Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, first up, I think let's go around the room. Like I said, Dave Hunt is not here right now. He should be coming in later on. Josh Langford is here. Hello. And he points to the camera to himself. Of course. Uh, on his second E3, Michael Quick. Swick. Swick. Yeah, Michael Quick. I always say that. I've yeah. been saying that shit all week, man. <laughs> yeah, Swick. Of course, yeah. everybody else knows him, especially if you're from the Kill Zone days. The first motherfucking MJC right there. Hello. How's everyone doing? On his first E3, Andy Richardson, our resident RPG expert in the group. Woo. Expert. In the group. Okay. You will be oh, after tomorrow. Out. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Andy has a brutal Tuesday at uh, E3, and I'm sorry oh, again. Well. Wall-to-wall, open-to-close, RPG, one after the other. <laughs> don't forget that you you did ask for some of that stuff. It's true. I so, just... Yes, it's all your fault. <laughs> that sounds like abuser talk. You were asking for it. It is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, again, on a second E3, Woo. Emra Rakaposki. Did I what say that correctly? Yeah, you spelled it right the other day, too. I don't even know okay, how to spell you, that you, shit. You get that right, but you mess up mine. It's I've always way longer. I've always said quick. Uh, I, you I never, you've never... No, I don't, you usually just call me MJ. I that's think. true, MJC. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how I know you. <laughs> yeah. And me, I'm Glenn Percival, obviously. And uh, obviously, unless, unless you're listening to this for the, for the first time, maybe not, obviously. So, uh, I guess first up, let's just really quick. Andy? What do you think? You having fun so far? You, is it what you expected? Well, I was saying earlier today, it's kind of funny. Um, I was doing what I'd be doing if I was at home. Sure. The first, the first few conferences, or I did from the uh, hotel rooms. But then sitting in the audience, I had so many was definitely. A little bit different than PSX? Yeah. Yeah. A little louder, a little bit more in your face. <laughs> in some great announcements. <laughs> yeah, that was, well, we'll talk about that later. Hopefully, Dave's here by then. Uh, so, first up, Bethesda, I was the only one that went to that one, which sucked because I really wanted to be there with everybody else here. Uh, but you guys watched the stream. Correct. So uh, do we have this? I'm not prepared really well at all tonight. I took notes, but not a lot because I was trying to take pictures and everything else. What? Bethesda? Bethesda. Yeah. Sunday night. Um, that was the first one. Well, they started with Doom. Yeah. Which... As an id looked gorgeous nerd like oh my myself, God. yeah, oh my God! Uh, first game they've shown using uh, Tech Six, I believe. 
Yeah, I think so. Which, holy crap, like, walks out into that thing and there's all this molten metal and everything, and I was, I was just blown away. Uh, they had a really nice screen at the uh, theater. Uh, the only thing that worries me is the double jump. We were talking about that earlier. I don't know. It's Doom. Last time I played Doom, it was on a like a calculator. Yeah. So I don't have like the love for Doom as <laughs> everyone else did. I've been playing it since the first Airware, so I, Me I'm too. a very big Doom fan. Yeah. <laughs> I um, still have them. I still have oh, discs. I too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. I mean, it was. It was a great, refreshing look compared to what they were doing with like Doom Three. Uh, yeah. Doom Three yeah. was, you know. They were trying to do the horror genre more, and you know the Doom fans really just want that fast action, and they realize that now, which is great. Um, you know they've got a lot of the enemies back there, but they're all reimagined. Uh, Hell looked amazing; it, it, it really did a lot for me. I, I was very pleased with it, and I got to meet the producer of the game tonight, and he's got our card, and he wants to maybe set something up for us in the future. Nice. And if I go to QuakeCon like I'm supposed to next month, if I can afford it, and if I can get off work for a day. Uh, we're going to set something up at QuakeCon. Nice. Yeah. So I'm hoping I can get there. I'm registered. I'm all ready to go. I just got to get a hotel and everything and a flight. If we have any money left, which we don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do get that $300 deposit back if nobody ruins anything. Uh, Talking about the toilet, man. uh, No, talking about the door. The door. Yeah, we almost (laughs) had to break the door last night because Emra apparently... I was at Bethesda when they all went to dinner. And what happened? You had a chicken sandwich? No, it was it were boneless wings. Boneless wings. Yeah. At Fatburger, Fat well, you go to Fatburger and you get boneless wings. Number one, I didn't want to do the That's challenge. That's problem right there. there. Yep, yeah, but you can eat a burger. People, <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, people have cameras. I, I didn't have to really be right there. It didn't feel right. Uh, he didn't have his PS Nation shirt just, either. That's beautiful. You could just eat a regular burger. You don't have to eat the we, challenge. I don't, one. We don't eat to be because we're hungry. It's a sport, okay? I'm sorry. That's just, I'm the one that eats when I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Emra, like, apparently wasn't feeling well. Went back to the room, and he's rooming up with, with MJC. Uh, luckily not at the, you know, the Breaking Bad motel like last year. Yeah, thank you. Um, but he deadbolted the door. I left the chain off. <laughs> but he oh. deadbolted the door yeah. with the chain off. That fixes it. Yeah. So MJC's down here. He's like, I can't get in my room. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's been 40 minutes. I can't get the door open. Um, maybe he's dead? <laughs> See, if you just put the chain on and not deadbolted the door, this might not have been a problem. I know this now. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, we actually called down to the desk, and we were going to have somebody break in. And, like, right when the maintenance guy showed up, what happened? Yeah. My, my... So, so, like, the, the, the front desk was like, oh, we can't do anything if it's deadbolted. I'm like, well... He's sick, so we're kind of worried. And he's like, uh, let me talk to my manager. Gets to the door. Maintenance dude, big bulky dude, pulls his sleeves up and is like, I guess let's try this. And oh then God. I'm like, hold on. Pound on the door and the Emra opens it up. What's up? Like, yeah. the fuck? Like An hour. That $300 deposit <laughs> like Emra, I would have not gotten that back. <laughs> just letting you know. Uh, I just, said, Sir, I, we need you to stay somewhere else. Honestly, I almost wish you hadn't woken up. Because I want to know what that guy had planned to do when he rolled he his sleeves no up. He had no clue. He's just like, let's <laughs> let's give this a go. Sleeves up too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, um, and also something really cool with with Doom because the game has always been very strong with customization and and um, with the modding yeah. community. 
So they're doing this thing called Doom Doom Snapchat. Snapchat? Snap Map. Doom Snapchat, you know. Just kind of do all these compromising things in Doom. Uh, but it's all customization tools. And the cool thing is it's, it goes across all the platforms. So Xbox One, PS4, PC, any stuff that you create will go across all of them. It's, it's completely platform agnostic. Yeah. My favorite part of that is you can tell he, like, play, create, share, yeah, he was using those three words, but he couldn't use them. Yeah, like in order, so he had to like split them up. Like <laughs> you can play, you can play stuff, and then you can create it, and then eventually you can share it on with the community. And it was just like you can tell, PR trained. Like he's like, okay, we need to use these three words. Yes, but not but in that we order. can't use them in that order. Jeez, even though PlayStation doesn't even use it anymore. Uh, and it was funny because I guess Bitman, who is our biggest like Doom nut, that talks about it as, at least as much. I thought he'd be going crazy because they really did a nice, faithful job to it. And apparently he was just like, nah. And then he, uh, because his big thing is Brutal Doom, which is a really big mod that just kicks your ass. And I'm like, well, what about this, the Snap Map thing? Can't you just make your own version of Brutal Doom and then you're fine? So, Vinny, <laughs> get your head out of the crocodile's mouth. I'm sorry, the alligator's mouth. Uh, then they talked about Bethesda.net, which is their digital platform. You know, they're trying to EA Origin things and stuff and junk. Uh, next up was the game that I'm least interested in, and I've played it a few times, actually, called Battlecry. I don't think it's on consoles, number one. So No. Uh, but I played it last year at E3. I think I'm in an alpha or beta, actually, because I'm pretty sure I played it at home. Alpha, beta, ooh, ah. Alpha, beta, ooh, ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Revenge of the Nerds, man. <laughs> All right. I was going to ask you if you were going to go talk to the Omega Moos later. Uh, it, it's like a it's it's like their version of Team Fortress, kind of. But the combat never felt right. It didn't look right at all. It still looked really jumpy and everything else. I don't know what Emmer's doing. Shoes, man. I can't leave them on for uh, long. Yeah. Uh, luckily, like I said, I don't think we have to deal with it on the console side. So next, uh, Arcane Studio walks out. Mr. Harvey Smith, who we've had on the podcast, because he came on to accept the uh, the award they got for the Gold Minecart, uh, for Dishonored 2, which looked awesome, but they didn't really show any gameplay. Yeah. But the story and everything that they're doing looks really neat. I'm pretty excited. I mean, I never finished the first game because I didn't do the review. But I did Neither did it. I. I enjoyed it. Like, I, kept, I, was, I was joshing oh. it. I, I kept going on all the tangent missions all the time. And, of course... Since you were way into it, I was having trouble getting through it. I was just, it it wasn't grabbing me for some reason. That's weird. The story, the the setting, and when I'd seen all the previews for it, and I, I thought, wow, this looks really, really cool. And then I got into it, and I started playing it, and I was just kind of like, uh. In other words, felt, you just didn't like it just to be contrary to me. Yeah, because I knew you loved it. Dishonored <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2, anybody, any opinions? Any Oh, did it? Oh, the Wi-Fi in this hotel is... Uh, yeah, I think it did. That's when we switched from the Mac. Yes. Yeah. Which is funny, because uh, which one today, you said Twitch just completely crashed? Oh, during EA. Yeah. Was it Battlefront or whatever? Yeah. It took a shit? During, I kept seeing tweets about it. See, there were... But that was the weird thing, because, like, those guys were in the other room, um... Doing, watching the, the conferences and Twitch went down. I was in here working on those posts that are going up tomorrow, the embargo posts, and 
the whole internet crapped out here. <laughs> so I was in the middle writing up that post and I was trying to look up information in another tab and everything went down. I was like, fuck. Jeez. So I very quickly copy pasted all the text out into a notepad just in case it, it fried everything and lost everything I had just written for an hour. Huh. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we ended up watching uh, Microsoft this morning when I was here and we were having a lot of stream problems on it until we went to YouTube and went to 480p. <laughs> Jeez! By the way, I'm tweeting right now that you're do you're broadcasting the uh, the podcast. Recording. Good. Well, is that why we dropped down to two people? Oh, I'm doing it right now. I, well, I don't know. Usually, people just freak out. No, no. Go ahead. Oh, now yeah. it's four. I can't believe it goes that fast. What do you mean? Like, yeah. Like I said, whenever I, I hit broadcast, it just boom. It just well, the moment I hit broadcast, your phone went. Yeah, but I mean, it just seems like it's instantaneous. Like almost, yeah. it's almost like they have. Is there a thing in Periscope where? Well, we're already doing this. But is there a thing in Periscope where you can say if I'm following somebody specific, it'll just start up? Um, no. Well, you'll get the buzz. You can also look at a map and be like, "Hey, somebody's broadcasting near me," and then you just pull up. Really? So but you get it's weird. Like I get, I get a buzz instantly, and I just said go, and boom, I'm in. Mm. I've never watched like anybody's. I've just broadcasted. Yeah, a few times. no, you'll, you'll mm. see. Like if you get a message, hit it and okay. watch how quick you I don't jump wanna, in. Because usually it's you lately, do and I don't want to watch what I'm doing. That's just creepy. That's right. Uh, Dishonored, Emra. Yes, I uh, beat the first one, I think, and I reviewed some DLC for it. Did you um, do the game review? Not the game. No. Somebody that's not with us anymore. Kyle, maybe Brian. I think his name was. Oh, Brian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a long time ago then. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so I thought, at first I had thought that it was like really tough to try to play stealth gameplay in first person. Yeah. Almost like to the point where, you know, obviously it was different from any other stealth game I ever played. They've always been third in like Splinter Cell and Metal Gear and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I think like... There's an evolution there. It got better as I played through it. I really like the same kind of stealth first-person gameplay in Thief, and okay. I th- and I think they're gonna they're gonna nail it with Dishonored too. Nice. I it, it, yeah. I I mean we kind of all knew it was coming, and then they leaked it accidentally the day before they were doing their practice, and somebody hit broadcast on their Twitch channel. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, the uh, you're gonna play the remake that they announced for the first one. Like they announced the definitive edition. See that I would like to play and see if I can get into it again. You know, you could talk in your microphone instead of the phone. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking nice. into the phone. Rookie. Wow, <laughs> that I would. My my mind is all over the place because I'm reading. Uh, I'm reading Push Square, who's they're all. Their minds are blown by the press conference, saying it's the best press conference ever that happened ever. No, there were better ones. And literally, they say, Sony. And every everything's a link here. As Sony dropped bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb, and every single one is linked to one of the things that came up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you can't say bomb in the convention center. Yeah, he said bomb. We can hold you for forty eight hours, you know. Yeah, and I'm still forwarding uh, emails because I've been in places where I didn't have signal. So I'm sorry to our writers. Dear Google, please auto delete. <laughs> I thought you guys auto deleted all my emails anyway. I just pretend do I don't see them. Yeah. Motherfuckers. That's what I'm talking about. That's good. Right then w- whenever I have like codes and everything else. No, that's when it goes through the filter. Ah. Yeah. 
That's how I feel when I post tips to the other writers. It's like, oh, that one's at the trash filter. Damn. Bastards. Shut up, Swick. <laughs> uh, all right. So up next, uh, let's see here. Yeah, the Dishonored Definitive Edition coming in this fall for PS4 and other stuff. Uh, new expansion for ESO, but does anybody in here play ESO? It just came out this week, and it's been broken as shit. That's so. what I've heard. You've, everybody's had to wait in queues. and um, Yeah. Yeah. That's when it came up. We were laughing about it because they were saying, "What did they say?" There was say? a lot of laughter. The, in the, the most yeah. finally, people on council will be able to enjoy the Elder Scrolls, and they have been all week. And yeah, it's but like, that was the, it was like over a million people have have blow. And I'm yeah. thinking, have any of them actually gotten in and yeah. played the over game? Over a million have <laughs> queued in line. Yeah. And they're still queued in line as we speak. That's, that seems to be the case. It's the E3 simulator. Wait in line. Wait in line. Yeah, there there were a lot of people kind of. Mirroring those those sentiments in in the building, um, but there were a decent amount of people freaking out. But that one probably got the least amount of uh, applause and everything than than most things. So if somebody did have notes for Bethesda, would it be three lines? Since they showed like three games, they showed four. Oh, my bad. And if you count the remake of Dishonored, note. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they announced the Elder Scrolls card game, but yeah. I don't know what that that's PC. I'm assuming, or? Um, no. Okay. Elder Scrolls Legends strategy. It's uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. It's a strategy card game, free to play for PC and iPad. And I said, no Android. So Hearthstone. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, Hearthstone. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, I actually got in the beta for that, and I was like, I don't know what to do with this, and I ended up <laughs> giving it to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then probably the, the uh, over half of the press conference, Todd Howard walks out, shows Fallout 4. I think our uh, our discussion about the visuals in that first trailer are pretty much bashed now. Yeah. It looked fantastic. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Wow. Agreed. It didn't look like a 360 game anymore. Well, and the funny thing is, like, you know, somebody could see that they were using an Xbox controller, and they were freaking out, like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, they probably were playing it on a PC, dude. Chill. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it, I mean, I've never played a Fallout before, really. I mean, I've dabbled. Uh, it looked really cool, but it scares me at the same time just the scope. But what about you guys? I mean, do you guys play the Fallout games? I haven't. No, not not enough fighting in it. Nope, not enough combos. Yeah, <laughs> combo breaker. I bought one. Josh got one. Even though that thing is just pretty much a plastic case for your phone. Yeah, I was disappointed. I saw this. It still looked cool. I I saw the uh, afterwards Morgan Webb and Adam Sesser had one on. Yeah. And it really just looked like a piece of plastic. Uh, I just wanted to see the the Pip Boy because they're like, we'll have it Uh, on. That's what I said. And then I had about, I I, I didn't have any signal in the building as usual. And I, you know, of course, I walk out, and, and they gave away those little figures at the end, and I had like ten text messages. Can you get those for me, Mike? I put 150 hours into Fallout Three, yeah, so yeah. 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 Uh, I have one from Vinny. Give me a cyber demon. Do this. Do this. It's, I got one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so but showing Fallout Four, uh, they said they've been working on this since Fallout Three actually shipped, which doesn't surprise me. I'm sure they had some design stuff going on. Probably small team because they were. They also like pushed out uh we looked it up yesterday they worked on skyrim and skyrim came out in 2011 okay and that's the same team so like yeah yeah it's been a while since they shipped the game i mean they, they, 
the game, they showed a lot of it. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. And then I had this woman behind me, and they were showing all the weapons and stuff, and they showed the bat with the, the saw, and she's like, hello, Dead Rising. And then they she, they showed the, the stuff where you can build up your little community. Hello, Fortnite. I'm like, I just wanted to shut her up. But yeah, it looked cool. I don't like tower defense, though, so that scares yeah, me a little well, bit, too. Well, it's optional. Like, I, I love Fallout. Uh, yeah. Three, I played you know, one and two, but uh, Fallout Three, I put ton of hours in. So I'm excited for Fallout Four. It looks amazing. Uh, all that crazy customization, fort building stuff looked overwhelming. Yeah, for me. So I don't know if I'll dabble in that too much, but I, I'm looking forward to going back to Fallout. Yeah. Like, um, and then they announced the, uh, the the iOS Shelter Sims game thing. Yeah, which I mean, and it's free to play and everything, which is interesting. Yeah, Android soon. Yeah, I was I was like, really not Android. Even though I'm not going to get the game, I, it's not my type of thing. It's it's resource management. You know the the typical build up a uh, your own community thing or whatever else. But it, it did have a lot of charm, and it looked yeah. really good. It's how big is it? Because uh, I downloaded. You tried to download it, it and didn't you say it was I like did download it? I really th- big. I th- was it like two gigs, four gigs, something like two that? Two gigs, I think you said. I couldn't I download it because I'm Android. Yeah. I yeah, I downloaded. Eventually. I'll look. My iPad Mini's at home. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was. I mean, it looked really neat, but uh, it's not a game I would play. But Fall, I mean, Fall Four, they did a lot of unique stuff. Uh, you were talking about how this is the first time that the main character actually talks. Yeah, first time he talks. Um, Going up in the airships was a big thing. Yeah, um, and then um, the mod uh, Xbox. They only announced for Xbox uh, that it's going to have PC mods right, on right. the console. Uh, Tower today. It's Tuesday, uh, or it's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. Uh, he announced today that uh, he wants to see mods on PlayStation and that it's coming, but he can't talk about it anymore. So it sounds like there'll be an exclusive deal with Microsoft, probably yeah. on that. Hmm. But uh, I don't know how like mods on consoles are going to work. Well, I mean, Unreal Tournament three on PS3 had it and but, it worked really well. But as the game's mods get crazy, so I want to know like the filtration system to yeah. well, prevent some Skyrim that. ones that uh, the clean clean woman mod or whatever. Well, I mean, they even they even had some mods where there were so much assets in there that you couldn't run it unless you had like eight gigs of RAM and my uh, the changing all the dragons into Thomas the Tank engines and a Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> like if those make it through, I've heard of that one. Yeah, that one's great. Ooh yeah. So Fallout Shelter is showing up as 680 megs. No, that's not too on bad. my on my iPad. Yeah, that's not too bad at all. Not what I thought. Yeah. Uh, the the collector's edition Pip Boy. Um, so basically, just plastic thing. You can put your phone in. You're saying that so fast. Sounds like you're saying special edition Pitbull. Oh yeah. <laughs> so all you do is do you just play like a really rock and beat in the background, and you just pump your fist for an hour. That's yeah. right. Rhyme Bacardi um, with party. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I need that job. <laughs> um, right, I gotta shut down Periscope. Why? So that they can be surprised by the rest of it it's tomorrow. It's gonna be four hours anyway. You're only doing it for. I just sent a bunch of people to you. Four people are on there Ooh. right now because it's the middle of the night for Whoa. most of the country. Everybody's tired. They have to go to work in the morning. In Japan, I think we have like five. These people have to go to work in the morning. All right. Chaz is just waking up. Yeah, no like, shit. I don't think you ever went to bed. Um. Let me see if I can shut this down. <laughs> the Pip-Boy thing's cool because uh, it's going to run uh, the, an app. Basically, the in-game menu stuff is going to be on screen thing. Yeah. 
So you never have to look at the menu in-game. You'll actually just pull up your wrist like you do in-game, which is stupid. Yeah, but the is. good kind of stupid. Well, it was great even easily. This is the greatest fucking one ever, though. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Um, play as a woman? Could you do that before? Um, I don't believe you I could play as a woman. wanted it, and it was in mods. Yeah, yeah. They People yeah, modded that in, I believe. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, I mean, they, they kind of explained a lot of things that people were trying to guess about with the trailer. So it is definitely in Boston. He said the word Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think there's still a lot of questions, though. I mean, you know, they talked about how he's been in Vault 111 for 200 years. And, you know. Yeah, like, you're going to play, he said, when the bombs drop. And then. That was the thing. The fir- yeah. For the first time, you get to see it beforehand, which yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how long you'll play in there, um, but but like in uh, Fallout Three, you were in the vault for like as a kid, and then you grew up. But it was only like a right. cu- couple hours in the game before you grew up, and then you left the vault. Yeah. So it'd probably be the same situation. Really, a couple hours? It didn't seem that long. Um, if you do a bunch of random stuff, like mm. I spent 150 hours in the game, so I well, like, yeah. touched every corner. Of well, the- I spent about 100 hours in the game, but I didn't get past that first place with the nuclear bomb. Yeah. Oh, Megaton. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like right outside the vault. <laughs> yeah, it's turn right, and it's right there. Yeah. But I didn't. I, I turned left, and then I got so much stuff that I couldn't walk anymore. And then I, then I struggled for two hours trying to figure out which stuff to drop, and which stuff to keep. <laughs> and this is why I have problems with RPGs. <laughs> uh. Uh, I'm, I'm I did sure love missing... it though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, launches this year, November 10th. That was crazy. November November 10th, 2015. I don't think anybody expected that. Yeah. It, it was rumored, but because yeah. just but that was like all rumor and speculation because they haven't shipped the game in like five six years. Right. Right. Or four. Yes, yeah, so that was that was kind of a big surprise, and there was a lot of gasping and and cheering in the in the uh, theater. Um. Yeah, but that was about it. I mean, and they gave the, those little figures to us, which was really cool. So I'm either keeping them because I never get to keep anything from E3. I really don't. Or they might go up for extra life. I'm thinking maybe because I was I was talking about doing maybe that mini marathon in July when we hit the delete button on the Facebook group. Uh, maybe we'll mm-hmm. throw those up as a prize for an extra life raffle in July. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to make a group thing. called the deleted uh, deleted Facebook PS Nation group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I ignore them anyway, so it's great. Are you? You're not even in that group, are you? No, I am. I am. Like I usually just shake my head at it. Most well, that's pretty much what we all do. Uh, next up, Microsoft. Does anybody have any notes on Microsoft? Um, Did anybody take notes? I mean, it started with Halo. Nathan Fillion. It was the I guess he's the main guy. Like look like Nathan Fillion, talk like Nathan yeah, Fillion. It is, yeah. It, is, yeah. it definitely is. Yeah. Um funny that they showed the co op section with with no split screen in the game. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. It looks cool, I guess. I don't know. I mean it I thought the beta was pretty cool, but I would not like I I've said it before, I wouldn't stop playing Call of Duty or Battlefield or whatever to play Halo Five online. I just wouldn't. It, it didn't do for me. It didn't do anything different enough to really make me care. Not enough games do that split screen like on the couch anymore, and let you go co-op together. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw a couple tonight though. Yeah. 
I don't remember what they are right at the moment. Well, Call of Duty, I think, had it in it. Didn't it? One of them did. They showed the split screen, the horizontal one. Crap, I don't remember what it is anymore. (laughs) What? (laughs) Whatever. I don't know. Don't worry about it. Oh, Garden Warfare 2 does it. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, Microsoft, well, I mean, they announced the biggest thing, the backward compatibility, which is huge. Yeah. That is huge. Um, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. One of you guys says, who said that you had a friend that's in the the trial or the, the preview program? It was Dave's buddy. Yeah. Uh, the preview program, because it works now for them, uh, I think they said it's a, the initial runs 100 games. By the end of the year. By the end of the year. Oh, right wait, now right. it's the not even runs that like many. 10 games, I think. Yeah. yeah, there was like, they dropped a list. I, I can't pull it up now because it's so many tweets and everything, uh, but they popped a list that had like, 10, 10 games on it, 12 games? Yeah. Like and the it, banjo it, games and like. It sounds like it, it's basically like how it was done on the 360 where it downloads a wrapper. No, well, what it does, it's, it's actually like it's a PS4 or an Xbox One game. You put the disc in and it copies the game to the hard drive. Really? And then you have to keep the disc in and you play. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. it's, you had to do that on 360 too. You had to have the disc in the drive and then it downloads a little file. It's like a wrapper. And that's how it runs. It runs in an emulator, basically. Yeah, but it's also it's taking all the data off the disk and putting it on the hard drive. Oh, God. But these are smaller disks than... Other yeah, DVDs. Than uh, your typical Blu-ray. Yeah. I mean, if, if I can grab my arcade games, I'm very much interested. But I doubt it. Because I have a lot of downloaded games on my 360. Disk-wise, I don't have that many. Well, the only thing... <laughs> I thought so. See, the only thing I'm concerned about is when they did this for the 360 with the Xbox One titles, um, it kind of petered out after a while. Because it cost them too much. Yeah, and and I'm concerned that the same thing might happen here, that everybody's excited about it and everybody's freaking out, and then they'll watch and they'll see how many people are actually putting discs in, how many people are actually using it. And they'll go, you know what, it's just not worth it, and they'll kind of drop it after, like, two years. But, I mean, not just me, but a lot of people have kind of speculated that this is something that they really needed to do. They did. They're struggling still. What did they say about um, the stuff that you already owned on 360 that was digital? How was that going to work if it wasn't on disc? They didn't say. I have the list of games. Go ahead. What are they? Uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie. Battle Block Theater. Are you but, shitting me? But those right there, aren't th- aren't those all digital? I believe so. Like, so there they, you go. Yeah, they're still asking questions about, like, I'm just, I just put up a random article and they're asking about, like, but what's going to happen with disc-based games. Aren't those in that Rare Play package? That's what the, the, the this post that I found says. It's like, it's pretty Rare-centric because they announced the 30 for 30, or was it? The, it was 30, 30 games. And, yeah, for 30 bucks. Yeah. It's it, a it dollar pretty, a game. Yeah. That's pretty so freaking that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but again, up. well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Battle Block Theater, Defense Grid, Geometry Wars Evolved. That's a downloadable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hexic HD, Jetpack Refueled, Cameo, Mass Effect, Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero, Small Arms, Super Meat Boy, Toy Soldiers, Toy Soldiers, Cold War, Viva Pinata, Viva Pinata Tip. Are you serious? Viva Pinata? That's a really that popular game. That was actually a very popular Don't, game. People were hoping yes, that that's was. what Rare was going to announce today. It really oh, was. Okay. Yeah, that's the list. Okay. 
Yeah, that's um, kind of lame. Wait, that can't be the list because they were talking about disc-based games. Well, so, so that that's still coming. Like they said, a hundred games by the end of the year, well, and they wanted Dave's to buddy because he said that he he's in the preview program like I am, and he said you just put the disc in and it goes. Well, I think this is going to be were there so, disc games. No, but I think this isn't preview members. This list. This is everybody, and the preview oh. members are probably doing the disc. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, so it says, any digital games you've purchased should be made available for download as long as they're both compatible and offered on a 360 marketplace still. I wish they put the first link to your account, in. then, if you already <laughs> yeah. bought them on your 360. What What did we miss? Um, the, uh, Super Meat Boy just retweeted, um, or Dan Adelman, Adelman actually just retweeted Super Meat Boy. Uh, why the fuck is he just walking across the map to begins June 19th at 10 a.m. Pacific, a 24 hour stream benefiting the multiple sclerosis society, a 24 hour walkathon across the just cause Two map. They're just going to, they're going to have Rico walk across the entire map. <laughs> and if there is time after that monstrous undertaking, followed by Grand Theft Auto 4, Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim, and Grand Theft Auto 5. Wow. Just walking across the map. That's it. And the charity? <laughs> yes. Okay. So it's a, for multiple sclerosis. 24-hour walkathon. Interesting. That's awesome. And who's actually doing it, though? The Meat Boy guys? I, they they tweeted it. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know. I, they're involved somehow, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I I kind of want to see that. I want to see somebody just walk across the entire Just Cause 2 maps. <laughs> so uh, what happens when, I guess, they when they get to the water, they just walk into the water and swim. Maybe. Over to the next little island and then walk Until across that little island and then swim and walk across that Oh, island. my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. That's crazy. Holy crap. I don't think they're going to get to Skyrim. Just Cause 2 might take 24 hours to walk across the entire map. Wow. Uh, um, okay, what else do we have for Microsoft? The controller. The controller, which I thought was really cool. Uh, the D-pad's crazy cool. Uh I actually like the triggers, maybe because of the way my hand is and my small three fingers work fine. It's my index finger and my thumb that are messed up, uh, so it's always been a problem to get to the bumpers. But then, so, like somebody told me when we got to lunch that it's 150 bucks and it's still we think it still uses double A's. Oh my god. What the, f- like I, I'm guessing that the double A battery can't. That can't be true. The double A can't be. Well, true. I'll tell you what. I don't have any faith in in Microsoft's uh, uh, implementation of, of rechargeable batteries because I've had two different. I had the 360 rechargeable pack, and I've had the Xbox One rechargeable pack, and both of them went to shit within a year. Absolute shit. Wouldn't keep a charge for more than 15 minutes. But what kind of a pain in the ass would it be to get that? battery cover off with those triggers on the bottom those we'd have to see one changeable removal maybe they'll have it on the floor maybe if i make it over to the microsoft booth. yeah i'll have to look which i think somebody actually has an appointment over there because um there's an indie game and they're in the id at xbox thing Hmm. i'm like what the hell man 
I'll go over there to see that cup, cup and cup and ball, cup and string, whatever ball and string, cuphead, whatever the hell that thing is. (laughs) Which I I cannot believe it's not coming out until 2016. That's like one of the games I'm really excited for. That's really cool. It does look amazing. I love the art style. I love everything. It sucks that we didn't see Crackdown, but we knew it wasn't supposed to be there. Um, I mean, then they showed. What the hell did they show? Oh, um, they showed Forza. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Forza oh, six. Well, I don't know. My yeah, head was down. I was I was writing that whole time. I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. They had their real Ford, the brand new Ford GT there, and then they raised it up so you could see it next to the one in the game. And but again, I mean, when they're in that mode, when you're just in the garage, they're using a lot of other photo filters because they can. Gran Turismo does some of that too when it's in like replays. So. I don't know. I mean, it's finally going to have weather. Apparently, it's going to have day-night cycles. It's going to have 3D puddles. I love that one. Um, but if it if it controls like the other one does, and if it has that interaction between the wheels and the and the surface like the like Forza Five does, I'm out because that's the problem with the game for me. It's not that it doesn't have weather and, and everything else. It, it races like shit. It controls terribly. So we'll see. I just I can't imagine that they've made that many changes and fixes and everything else in a year. They keep churning these out every they, year. They, they have two studios, though, don't they? The they Horizon don't... team and then... Yeah, the but the other one does Horizon. Okay. It doesn't matter. Mm. I mean, well, it, it's like a year and a half since... No. Did they... Yeah, Forza 5 was a launch title, so it was a year and a half, I guess. But still, it, yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't have any faith in it. But I'll try it. I liked Forza 2. I was hoping maybe that would be backward compatible. Throw my Forza 2 in there. And then realize how bad it actually was or something. I don't know. Because I played that a lot. Um, I, I can I have a list of stuff. Okay, cool. Through. Um, they announced, uh, I think you compared it to Knack, that ReCore game with uh, the ball. Yeah. Uh, can you explain? Like, did you? I, I barely remember it. Um, it was the one where they had like the dog with a little floating over the chest. Yeah. I just thought it looked like Knack after the uh. dog got like, hit by something and kind of fell apart. Yeah. Like little parts. I was like, oh, it's going to reassemble itself. That was a that was a cool robot. looking game. Yeah, it looked cool. no it gameplay neat. though. Like that was all like a CG trailer, right? Yeah, was, it trailer. was it CG? I thought it was, was actual. It? I engine. thought that was gameplay. Oh, was it? Were... They might have no, cut no, it in between. It looked super oh, yeah. cinematic. If that was gameplay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it looked interesting. Uh, what's next? Um, Titanfall joined EA Access. Who cares? Um, you know why? No, you don't want to know why? Because nobody's playing it. Yeah. There, there, I think I think I heard that there's more people playing it on 360 than there are on PC and Xbox One combined. It's not a good game. Yeah. Okay, um, so this is what uh, Vinny will be happy about. Early Access is coming to Xbox One. And I think they said DayZ is an Early Access game for Xbox One. Probably. But then he tweeted something like, "I have a," or he he posted a picture of his PC and he's like, "This plays it better than any console ever will." Yeah, uh, that that's another one I'm interested to see how they filter early access games because that kind of makes a mess. Instant, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love that they kind of went that route where I don't. What were they calling it? It's not Steam early access. It's something else. It's they. Uh, I don't. Um, uh, Xbox game preview. Yes. That, that should be interesting. Because I was like, oh, Steam Early Access. Which uh, is overused. 
Okay, um, like I, my the list I'm going off was I think out of order. Uh, Rare's new game, Sea of Thieves, which looked cool. Yeah, yeah. Or it looked like it can be cool. Oh, that was the one with the ships. Yeah, yeah. the pirate ships. And oh yeah, the pirate ships. But I, I was kind of commenting like you would see all the ships and you would see some, like an actual player like pulling on the ropes, and I'm like nobody's gonna do that. They all want to drive the ship. So then, what? How do you handle it? Maybe you get like more experience or something if you actually do the menial tasks. I don't know. Looked interesting though. Yeah, it looked cool. Uh, Although I did find it funny that they said this is all running on Xbox One. It didn't look that great visually. I mean, it looked pretty average. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Tomb Raider demo. That was awesome. It's Tomb Raider. Yeah. She's always in peril. <laughs> Look you, good. Yeah, you were the Tomb Raider fan, right, Omar? Oh yeah. Okay. I like the last one. I just okay. finished it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, let me see. Uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition was dated. I don't have the date for it. Uh, uh, August. August. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a multiplayer beta for it today. Yeah. Wow. Um, let's see what else they had. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it actually works online on like Master Chief Collection. <laughs> hey, we have a game to play. Um, oh, uh, interesting enough, after they announced uh, Oculus support, they are doing uh, Valve VR, which and nobody no one, yeah. clapped. <laughs> yeah, I think it threw it off, too, because Valve VR, I thought it's called Viva, or a V-I-V-E. Oh, uh, I don't remember what it's actually called. It's but like, which, HTC. Is, it's, yeah, it's, it's a partnership with HTC, and wasn't it just for Windows 10, they were saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah it wasn't uh, an Xbox One thing. Yeah, they, well, they were kind of weird with all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like they they would say Windows Ten and Xbox One. Sometimes they would pair them two together. I, I just can't see them trying to drive a VR solution for Xbox One when they're having problems getting a game to run at 1080p. You know, it just seems odd to me. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, Dark Souls Three. I completely. That was super right. early. Uh, right. That that one they kind of just kind of they kind of just showed the trailer and that was it. They, yeah. Do nobody even came out to introduce it? Nothing. They just showed the trailer and that was it. But yeah. I did either read online or maybe it said it in the trailer, but uh, Miyazaki's working on it again. He was the one who directed the first Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodborne. And Bloodborne. Yeah. He didn't do Dark Souls two, but he's back on three. It wasn't much of anything, but like a big slow moving monster, right? That was the end of it. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. big monster. You're a monster. <laughs> yeah, it looked pretty. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, the Minecraft thing with the Hololens, which looked cool. cool. That was pretty yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I looked up for that, and I just, I was, my mind was like, what the? Fuck? Hololens has a lot of potential. <clears throat> I just don't know what they're gonna do with it. And Kudo came out, Kudo Sanuda, who didn't have his sunglasses on. I couldn't believe it. He's all cleaned up. Uh, but uh, the word is is that he is running the HoloLens project. Uh, I think I don't know if it's all of HoloLens or just the software side. So can we see a Minecraft character's foot? Bottom of a Minecraft character's foot? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I would like to see that. Uh, oh, but that's the thing. It's not all from your perspective in, in I HoloLens. Know. That's what's so weird about I it. I know. Um, the HoloLens look great, like just that stuff. It's, it, yeah. Again, it's a lot of promise, 
but also remember that they were talking about being able to take a skateboard and scanning it into Connect. Oh yeah, yeah. And use that in, in the game. So take it with a grain of salt until you see something re- in real life. In my opinion, well, and that's we, not just Microsoft. What we saw on stage was pretty impressive. It was. It was yeah. very cool. Yeah. But that's not going to be attached to the Xbox One. That's its own exactly. thing. Exactly. It's it's actually untethered. It's all wireless. Yeah. Well, um, well I mean, like it's not like an Xbox One right. thing. They're not going to put Windows Xbox 10. branding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else did they have? See, I'm starting to run out of things that they had. Uh, that's because they didn't have. Right. Now. Did they just end with Gears after that? They were ended with Gears Four. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. They of War from it? No, it's a no. It just said Gears yeah, Four. It wasn't on did the it? screen. Yeah. So G O W can be God of War again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice, Gow. Gow. Yeah, I mean, I thought they started really strong. I really did, um, but uh, I was very underwhelmed. It just, I, I, I was like, oh, because I expected a lot from it. I think the backward compatibility was a huge, huge deal. The controller until we found out the price was huge. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, I mean, there. Were, I, I want Cuphead for sure. Uh, there was twenty eight games in that. Uh, I counted the games and I wrote all the games down. Um, there's twenty eight games in that. They did an indie montage, and there was right. twenty eight games in the indie montage. There's a good chunk of those that are going to become to PS4. Yeah, they're doing the same thing PlayStation's been doing for a while, where it's a it's a console exclusive for a little while, timed exclusive, that sort of thing, and you know. It, it still seems to me like they're kind of just going through the motions on the indie side. Like, we're doing indie because basically everybody else is. You know, and, and I keep, I, don't, I, I, I hope they, they do well. And, you know, it'd be, I like seeing indie developers make money. So hopefully everything does well. But I read some stuff um, on Cuphead about, like, how long and painstaking the process is just to get, like, one shot of animation. One you frame, know? you mean? Yeah, much less making a move. Well, yeah, it's all hand drawn. Jeez, it's crazy. But I, man, that work it looks just phenomenal. It looks like it was made back then. You know, it looks like it's. A it really does, yeah. Oh, it said uh, coming nineteen thirty six, and then plus eighty years in parentheses. Yeah. Oh, did it? Yeah, I saw it coming twenty sixteen. I saw that. Oh, I don't want to wait that long for that game. Yeah, they took that shot at Sony with. Um, you don't have oh, to yeah. pay to play the games you already own with backwards compatibility? That yeah. was. And then I told somebody at Sony that because they didn't watch it. He's like, what? Uh... But, I mean, the whole let, let's talk about that for a minute, though, because the strategy, are, are, they're very different. The whole thing with PlayStation Now, at least, that I think we've all seen is, number one, to get access to those old games for people that moved from the PS3 slash Xbox 360 uh, generation to PS4 and didn't have those old games. But also, I mean, there are other devices that are not PlayStations that give you a- that this gives you access to. So it's not like it's getting you access to your old games. It's getting access to those older games if you've never played them before. That's what it seems like the, the, the aim is. But they can no, take well, care it's... of us too. Huh? They should be taking care of us too. Technically, that mentality, you know, just like, I totally agree, and I would love be. to see backward compatibility. And if Microsoft can figure out a way to do it on the Xbox One, I would like to see Sony figure out a way to do it. I would too. Um, but like we're committed to PS now, though. They're not going to do both, right? You never know. Yeah, you never know because PlayStation. Yeah, that's the thing. PlayStation Now is on TVs at this point, so. 
that's for the people who are not going to go out and buy a console. Right. right. But, hey, it's on this TV. <clears throat> it's part of the TV. You know, I, I could just play it. How yep. cool is that? I don't have to go buy <clears throat> a $400 console and right. I can just play these games. Right. And there's no solution so. like that on Xbox side. So it's, it's a different strategy. I mean, it was a funny dig. I, we all laughed at it. Um, but I think it's kind of silly, too, when you think about it. Whatever. Everybody takes digs at each other. I mean, we had those, we had those little keen things with PlayStation the last couple of years. Like, how do, you, how do you share your game with your friend? Here you go. It happens on both sides. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think the backward compatibility was the biggest thing that we, there were no like there were no big bombs. Can you guys think of any? No, like I, I think they should have started with uh, the backwards compatibility yeah. instead of Halo. Well, you need to start with a game, so it's good. This, but I think they should have ended with Hololens because everyone was going crazy over yeah. Hololens and Gears. Just kind of start with, but they can't end with Hololens though because that's not Xbox. I, I know, but it just like the momentum, everyone's excitement was Hololens that no one cared when Gears came out because it was like, oh, there's more Gears. You talked about the Gears HD. Yeah, it, it was pretty quiet for Gears Four. I was kind of yeah. surprised by that. I thought they would be going apeshit for that. I don't know. Any other reactions, Josh? I hardly saw it. Oh, that's right. Because I was writing most of the time. Okay, well then, uh, Andy was nice enough to take me over to EA, since I was the only one that went, that went to EA. What's that? I didn't even subject you to J-pop. If you had videos, I'd be all right with it. I like them J-pop videos. I was watching the, that stuff at round one. Oh, and by the way, everybody, thanks for coming out to round one to hang out. Yeah, I got to play Star Wars Battle Pod a lot. It's so fucking cool. It is pretty awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, and then played some Mario Kart, the arcade one, which is awesome, but r- rubber bandy as hell. Um, yeah. What did you play, Josh? You were playing some rhythm games, weren't you? I played Hatsune Miku. Of course. With my little card. My card got updated. That was Nerd pretty card. sweet. I played that Tetris Grandmaster Beta. Yeah. Beta 5. Tetris Grandmaster 5 beta. Yeah. There's an arcade game beta <laughs> there. That was crazy. And it was the most insane Tetris game I've ever seen. It's Tetris. But it's so fast that literally each block just appears at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Instantly. And you have to... You're smacking your fingers trying to flip it and turn it and slide it over. Before it locks into place, you're just. Isn't that what happens on the uh, Ubisoft version when it te- the blocks teleport? <laughs> yeah. No, that's all fixed now. Uh, <laughs> even the Hunter Friends thing is fixed? Yeah. Really? It is. Oh, cool. Remember I said that? Uh, I, we, like the day after we talked about it on the podcast, you, right. me, and Stuart, the day after they did a patch and that patch fixed it. It there, fixed I remember, all I remember, the, I remember the patch hit. I just didn't it's unreal. remember specifically yeah. if, it, if the friends list thing was fixed. Oh, well, the problem on the Vita version that I had was that um, I had already played it. And it, it's exactly the same as the PS4 version, um, at least in terms of the basic stuff. So it signs you in, and here's your stats, and here you are, and blah, 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 blah. When I was on the plane and I had no Wi-Fi, and of course, 
an airplane mode on. It's trying to log in. It can't log in, and it says "Welcome guest," and everything is zeros. Ugh. I'm like, where the fuck's all my stats? I just I've been playing this game, so there's nothing saved on the Vita. Apparently, it's all on Ubisoft servers. Yeah, so you're fucked. It, <laughs> you don't it, have it, Wi-Fi. That seems to be the, so the I didn't want to for... play it at that point. Yeah. It seems to be the norm where they don't realize that you're on a mobile platform and you might not have wireless connectivity all the time. <sighs> yeah. That really ticks me off. It, it, it sucks. I agree. It really sucks. I agree. So that um, happened with a lot of games on the plane. A lot of games on the Vita where I wanted to play them and it kept trying to do wireless connectivity for some reason. And when it couldn't, it couldn't find a save file and it couldn't find my stats and i was like well fuck it i'm not playing this i'm not playing this i'm not playing this <laughs> yeah it was frustrating i was playing shovel knight on the plane just fine mm, nice i would have worked on my road to the show but i was trying to sleep which didn't really work out because apparently my plane was a uh <laughs> it was kinder care because we had just kids running up and down the aisle the whole time <laughs> god uh your favorite thing at round one this time Besides the pizza, after you ate a huge meal, favorite thing. Jesus, that pizza! How was it? Was it any good? It was decent. Yeah, it was pretty good. But Emma came back to the table with this gigantic pizza, and I was like, "All right, I should probably go get a drink." And I went and I went over. I got my water. I came back, and all but like one. <laughs> Decent sized slice and one sliver of a slice were left. That was it. Yes. Like the whole pizza was fucking. You don't gone. get up after I put it down, man. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was insane! Um, huge monster screen copy of Flappy Bird. That was my favorite thing. At That's Roma. right, really. But it that wasn't was called Flappy Bird. It was killing. called. Yeah, I saw, like, I saw, no, I saw the game. Yeah, yeah. I got like eighty-five. Oh my God, only you would spend credits on a big Flappy a, Bird. You get a ticket for each. <laughs> And I gave it to this guy's kids. Aww. They were thrilled. Aww. Andy, I know you you were a lot into a lot of those games. And then, of course, your friend shows up late, and we were like, I got to go. I felt so bad. I felt terrible, but I was up for 28 hours. Is that the one with the knob? Yeah. That was crazy. I, I don't know how people do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just move this knob over here. Mike? Um trying to think my favorite thing. Um well I I was frustrated because I was playing a super stacker game and it was like the major prize one and twice in a row I got to the final level <laughs> and lost on both of them and some random kid went up to me he's like, Did you just lose twice on the final one? It's like, yeah, he's like that fucking sucks. And just walked away from me. I'm just like, <laughs> put my head down. No Xbox one for me. That's why he goes there just to like rip on people for lo- losing the last. No, I told Mike that that kid was probably Jesus. <laughs> Telling him to play again. Telling him to get some more credits and play it again, but he wouldn't do it. Oh, no, nope. that's funny. Instead, I was just distracted by the worst human being that ever lived. That had oh, what was cardigan it? guy? Or yeah, cardigan <laughs> fur, cardigan scarf, poncho thing. Did you see his girlfriend or the chick that was hanging around with him? Because she was she had a mess of a outfit on too. Good. I I hope she was a (laughs) terrible person as well. Okay. Yeah. Good. I I hated him. And then we saw the the two guys playing Jurassic the Jurassic Park game. Dressed in dressed as dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. They were like. 
He got one. I got a couple, yeah. We were, we were trying to look not so creepy, so I, I was sitting by the Hello Kitty machine, <laughs> like acting like I was posing, and then he that shot sounds right creepy. Yeah, that sounds creepy. I was creepy. standing by the Hello Kitty machine. Well, you know, yeah. you know, just take a picture with Hello Kitty, and <laughs> Josh had to do it over the other shoulder, you know, Hello Kitty and stuff. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I was blown away by Star Wars Battle Pot. I think I spent twenty bucks on it. And then Photo Studio. Oh my god, that went up, yeah. that went up everywhere. That was crazy. That was fun. And just, I mean, you, they give you such a small area to, to take the picture that we were all, all six of us smooshed in there. No, it's a different type of picture, and that's why it was so vertical. I don't know. That's a good question. Problem is, they're all in Japanese, so we don't. You know, Rosetta Stone over here. Listen, I only had it for a month, man, and it's a hard language to learn. Give Bye. me one sentence. You ready? Yeah. Otokono shitotachi wa sandwichi o tabete imasu. And what does that mean? Yeah. The men are eating sandwiches. <laughs> you would learn that first. <laughs> Wait, it shouldn't be that. You should learn how to say, where is my sandwich? Oh, yeah. That's next lesson. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Is he right? I don't know. I hope someone corrects you and be like, dude. It sounded like he said a hell of a lot more than that. Yeah. That's it's, all of it is. It's man. almost like when you watch one of those movies where it's all close, or, uh, uh, subtitled. Yeah. And they say like one word and it's a big long ass sentence. Or exactly. The, you know, the opposite. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up was EA, uh, which I went to. And it was actually, it's actually in the venue that Sony used to use, the Shrine Auditorium. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny being in there today because I went, because I used to like it there. And I was like, man, I really like that Sony moved because so, the where they're at now is a lot better. Did you just break something? No, it's like it was on a lean setting. On a lean setting? The yeah. chair. Yeah. I think <laughs> Emmer's breaking her shit. Well, let's take a break before we do EA. All right. So we'll do that. And uh, we'll come back. Since we're at an hour anyway, we'll come back. We'll talk EA. And we'll talk maybe a little bit of Ubisoft because I think we looked it up. Yeah, and then we'll obviously talk Sony with all the truth bombs. We'll be right back. And uh, we're going to talk about EA now. Uh, so I'll just go down the list. Started strong. Started very strong. Trailer right away for a new Mass Effect. The place went berserk when uh, the character walked toward it. And you can see the, was it, N7 on the on the jacket. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, it's called. It's for the new, new systems. Didn't really give a lot of uh, info or anything on it. Coming out next year, I believe. But uh, looking at the picture, it was, oh, holiday 2016, they said, uh, from BioWare. So, great, strong start. And then they went into some other stuff, uh, the new Need for Speed, which they're just calling Need for Speed. They need to stop doing this shit. Like, 
just like Doom. Do you not realize that there's another game called Doom and you're going to confuse people when they look it up on lists and things? Mm. Yeah. Uh, the new Need for Speed, it's, it's kind of a reboot for them. Uh, all about street racing, you know, your gangs and all that other stuff. But they're using the new Frostbite engine. It looked fantastic. Yeah, it did. They did this part where they switched from, like, real-life footage to game. And yeah, that scared like, me a little bit, too, when all of a sudden you're talking to a real guy. I'm like, oh, we're going back to this now? This is the 3DO days. Yeah, that, that part was pretty lame, but I mean, the, just the transition to game yeah. without even being detected at all, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And they showed all the customization you can do. Looked really seamless, looked pretty easy to do. I'm not really into that, but uh, it was funny when they first started, when they got into the game and they were racing. Like, the car was just all over the place. I'm like, wow, this looks terrible. And then all of a sudden, it popped up and said, Drift Challenge Complete. I'm like, oh, he was trying to drift around all this because he was snaking. He was doing, like, the Mario Kart snaking. Uh, but the graphics looked amazing. Like, wow. It looked like the pre-rendered stuff we'd seen about three, four years ago. You know, it looked that good. So, uh, I'm interested. I'll check it out. They said the map is twice the size of Rivals, I think it was. Or what's the one that came out on PS4 already? Yeah, Rivals. Uh, and they said that it, it's pretty varied, so um, you can go on, you know, uh, out in the hills and everything else, and there's a lot of stretches of highway to use, or you can go into the city where there's a lot of cops, and so the, the gameplay can kind of vary from here to there, which I actually think is pretty cool. Uh, that's one thing that got really boring with Rivals for me. It was just all out in the country. Is this one going to be like mission quest based, kind of like the crew, or <sighs> I I would say it's probably going to be more of the same like Rivals was, where you go up to a corner and there's a challenge and you just hit right. two, two triggers to start it. That's what it seemed like to me. But obviously there's a story element to it, you know, right? because they showed you talking to some mechanic or whatever else. Because you have your crew interaction. I hope it's not like the crew. Ugh. <laughs> I did not like the layout of that. Next up, one of the coolest things. Oh, uh, so then the, we had Star Wars, The Old Republic. Uh, Jeff Hickman came out and just showed some new content, kind of going a little more old school with it. Okay. I was actually surprised they didn't talk about like maybe bringing it to new platforms or something, but I wonder if it's just getting too old that it's not worth it. Just bring a new game out. Yeah, I've heard they've kind of been waning. Yeah, but the storyline that they were putting forward looked really cool. But but I I thought they were bragging because uh, the, since the last trailer stuff like for the for the movie like they've seen like a huge well, probably that makes bump, sense. I mean this so. is the year of Star Wars. Yeah, and EA has a lot. Uh, but next up was, I think, one of the coolest things we've seen so far. And that was this little game called Unravel. Uh, definitely had some kind of elements of the gameplay in Little Big Planet, I'd say. Uh, but you just play this little guy made out of yarn. And the yarn always follows him wherever he goes. And you use that to kind of solve puzzles and to swing across things. Just beautiful game and and the thing is it was this it's a small developer from sweden i think they said and he came on stage and he actually it all came about because he made this little character up out of wire and and yarn the poor guy was like shaking so bad on the the stage i felt so bad but it was cool because I, i you don't see this kind of thing from ea you just don't see them bringing out this kind of smaller intimate game it did. It, it looks fantastic. Uh, so I'm very intrigued in this game. Stuart even uh, texted me. He's like, whoa, that looks awesome. Uh, but it really did. It looked very cool. And we're going to definitely have to show the trailer to Josh because I think you're going to demand the review for this one. I saw the trailer. Did you finally see it? 
What'd you think? On Twitter. What'd looks you cool. Yeah? That's it? Yeah. Looks cool. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, no, I, I just thought it looked fantastic. I, I was really impressed. Uh, next up, Plants vs. Zombies uh, Garden Warfare 2. So Stoffenator's going to be happy for at least three days, because that's how long he was freaked out about it. Just kidding. Uh, new classes, new maps, everything else. Looks like they're really getting a little bit deeper with it, but... Uh, you know the game doesn't take it very itself very seriously, so it looks interesting. And then a new uh, four-player co-op, basically horde mode. So there you go. Uh, also, a lot of stuff that you unlocked in the first game will transfer over to the second one, which is very cool because it takes quite a while to unlock some stuff in that game. Um, and also, oh yeah, uh, so you can do solo play and anything. You're just gonna be playing against AI, which is a big deal because the the first one's only online. Uh, and also local split screen, which is uh, like we were talking about before. It's, it's a pretty rare thing nowadays. Right. They should be commended for that. Yes, I agree. Uh, <clears throat> what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least something can be fun in Titanfall. Um, and that's coming out spring 2016, which is pretty cool. Uh, free content updates again, like the first game. Um, there was no DLC for the first game as far as I can remember. So they're going to keep doing that, which is very cool. Next up, they started getting into the sports. NHL, wow. It looks fantastic. I mean, it, it, when they first brought it up, I thought they were showing video of hockey games. And it was them. I mean, it was the actual game. So, it was cool. Josh doesn't have much to say because he didn't watch this. He was writing at the time. Yeah, I didn't see it. So, But it did look really good. And then they went into the new PGA game, which comes out in July. Holy shit, it looks awesome. Um, they're using Frostbite that's, for that. That's what I was going to say. It's in Frostbite, right? Yeah. That, um, yeah, that I really want to see. The crazy golf courses? Yeah, is that finally a thing? more of the fantasy golf courses. Like they did, they did the Battlefield one last time. Where, where, where there was the, so they were doing some other stuff like that. They looked really good. Um, but they said that they're getting a lot more accuracy uh, in terms of where the ball's going to land and everything else. And it looked really good. I'm, I'm actually probably going to buy that game this year. Uh, next up, NBA Live, which surprisingly looked good. Uh, well, I mean, NBA Live's had a problem had problems since it come it's come back, and um, they brought their community manager guy up in the stupid, most contrived thing I saw. Well, mo- eh, not the most contrived thing, but they're doing this whole you know the face mapper thing again. But now you can do it in an app on your phone, and it looked really good. I was impressed; like it actually worked. Because, you know, you'd be on the PS3 and you'd do that. It'd always come a little like, looking like oh, a zombie. On the PS2. Yeah, that's right. With the PlayStation. With the PlayStation with the, I? No, iToy. Oh, that's right. PS3 was PlayStation Yeah. I. This looked really good. And, and I mean, it's surprising when a lot iToy of, was the original Kinect. Well, yeah, because you had Kinect that. Uh, games. What was that game? Damn it. I can tell you I have it. I'll look it up because hmm. I have it. So it's in my list. Um, motion looked great this year, though. I mean, it really looked... Because the one thing, even when you look at NBA Live currently, when they're bouncing the ball and everything else, it still seems like you're dealing with one object, and it's just a moving item in that object, you know? It, it looks it, like they're tied together yeah, all the time. It almost looks like... I always think of it just like magnets. Yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't look natural. Right. Like, at all. It just looks like it just they have force powers. And right. And just getting the ball back and And this forth. did not look like that. I was yeah. actually pretty impressed. So. I feel like every year live has a really good trailer at the press conference. Like, this yeah. is the year. And then it's like, when it's it was happening. Elite, it was the Jesus glitch. And yep. they had to pull it. 
And then live, they did the apology for the first live when it came back. Yep. And then the second one, there was the apology and we're going to send you videos to teach you how to play on our Twitch channel every oh, week. And God. like, well, let's hope uh, this year. I mean, I, I really, I, I always believe in competition in these kind of games and, and yeah. I hope that they can get it up to the level where it actually is competition. So I toy, here's all the I toy games I have for the PS2. <laughs> I toy anti, anti, anti grav, anti grav. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that one. I toy play, which is the one where you're like, it's a lot of mini games. Yeah, yeah. Like you're washing the windows yeah. and stuff like that. I Toy Play 2. Uh, Goretzky NHL 2005. Seriously? Used it for facial mapping, I guess. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> MLB 08 The Show was actually still using it. Uh, MLB 2006. NBA 07. SingStar. All the SingStar. Well, yeah, because it just used it as a camera. For- uh, World Poker Tour, World Series of Poker 2008. That's yeah, it. yeah, and that's it. I think that's weird. Huh? Weird stuff. Weird, wild stuff. But yeah, that that did with iToy Play and iToy Play Two. That did everything the Connect did essentially. Yeah, and it didn't cost a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's about Maybe a, as many as games well. out for that than there were for Connect. So, yeah. <laughs> Connect. But yeah, like we we heard, Just Dance doesn't even use Connect this year. We, we still don't know how you control it. That's pretty weird. Maybe they'll sell a dance pad. Maybe, oh. <laughs> you use your old one. Uh, next up, they went into. It was pretty funny because in my head, I said this. Uh, they brought this woman out who's like the VP of EA Mobile. She's like, "Hey guys, let's talk about mobile." I'm like, "No, let's not." Seriously, let's not. But it makes a ton, mo- ton of money for them. Uh, so there's a Galaxy of Heroes game coming out for Star Wars. There's Minions Paradise. So Josh's son got a cool little pa- uh, uh, Minion toy tonight. Yeah, it's like a stress... Stress ball. Ball. Thing. And then they wheeled out Pele, <laughs> which just brought back memories of uh, a few years ago when we went to Ubisoft and they had that really crappy Pele game. We called it like Harry Potter's soccer school or something. It was just weird. Um, but he came out and he talked a little bit. He talked about how the soccer's a beautiful game. But it just seemed more like the, the guy from EA just wanted to show off that he could talk to Pele. And the thing is, I mean, like, back then, back when I was a kid, all I knew of soccer was Pele. Like, I didn't know anybody else in it. Well, yeah. I mean, Pele is, he's a soccer god. Well, he is. And, essentially. And, and it was kind of funny that he was actually speaking English because at the Ubisoft thing, he spoke completely through a translator. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he was just trolling him. Uh, but they showed some new stuff in FIFA 16. It looked, it looked cool, but I don't know the game that well, and it's really tough for me to get excited for it. Uh, next up, Sarah Jansen, the senior producer from DICE, came out and talked about uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Yeah. Looked good. Yeah, February 23rd, 2016, which yeah. sounds... I was not expecting it to be that close. I mean, they're shipping Battlefield in November. Yeah, And yeah. then they're going to... I mean, there's two DICE teams now, yeah, so... Yeah. Well, there's three. I think DICE Canada still exists. Isn't there, like, proper DICE, DICE LA, and then isn't there just a DICE that just goes yeah. around to all the yeah. EA teams to make sure the, yeah. the engine's still working? Yeah. What about DICE Clay? hey Oh! Um, it looked cool. It's a prequel. It shows her origin story, so yeah. it's not a remake like people were speculating. Uh, a completely open 
world, open yeah. city, no load times whatsoever. No levels. like No shoot. levels. Yeah. yeah, you're just uh, doing the missions and stuff. Look good. I just didn't like the first one. It did. I, it's not my type of gameplay. The uh, the combat is what ruined the the first one. Yeah, like the gunplay was terrible, and like that's why well, two you're not years to use a gun. Yeah, but the only problem is they would put you in so many situations in the first one where it's like here's a gun, there's a SWAT team, get past them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but it looked it looked fantastic. The shooting was horrendous though in the last one, but the parkour stuff, awesome. <laughs> See, but that's the thing. I'm not a parkour gamer. You know, I could I could never wrap my head around what I had to do. Because you got to chain all those moves together, and you have to actually land pretty precisely, and that sort of thing. And it just it didn't work for me. Hmm. But I think it's gorgeous. I, yeah. I thought the first game was great looking. So and they do like uh, different colored surfaces so that you know where to go. But a lot it's of like red and tastefully yeah. done. It's not all you know. It's not obnoxious. Right. It fits in a world unlike the Uncharted ones, where it's just like you would just have the yellow bars everywhere, and you would do. That's exactly what I have to do. At yeah. least the, the 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 way the world was designed in Mirror's Edge, it nothing looked out of place, but yet you were still drawn to it. Right. Right. Isn't that the way it was done in the first game? Um, but like the the color design in it, like it blended better. Right. Like Uncharted, okay. you would be in like a random. You, you, everyone had the yellow. Like I just remember the yellow bar everywhere in Uncharted. At least in like, was it the second one or the? I think that they had a lot of yellow bars. Second one was a lot of them. Yeah, because yeah. they got more into the climbing. Hmm. Uh, and then, oh god! So then Madden, uh, they start talking about this draft, draft thing, this draft championship, and they bring out one of the ESPN two guys. That's like a fantasy football expert yeah, and then they show him do the the last three rounds of his of his fantasy draft um which is 15 rounds total and like he takes a quarterback last and this guy is supposed to be a professional yeah it was stupid it, it was so like football fans like because dave and i right away were like did you see that crap really but it was interesting like you can do your fantasy drafts and you can they have a lot of like classic character uh classic characters uh classic players like they show john randall and yeah <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> Garden warfare, uh, zombies. Yeah, um, it was dumb. I mean, and they really didn't get into Madden stuff too much. They they talked about how when you're defending against a receiver, now you can actually defend against the receiver, not just the ball, which is cool. But you know, there's always a lot of big talk, and you know, we finally get the game, and you're like, yeah. So it comes out, I think, August 25th this year. We'll we'll hold our thoughts on it until we play the game. Uh, and then Peter Moore came out, talked about Star Wars Battlefront. They showed a lot of gameplay. It was on PS4, all live. Or not live, but it was awesome. Like, they showed from both sides. Uh, it was the Hoth on Hoth. And so you had to... They were showing ground combat. They were showing uh, flying around the snow speeder. They were actually showing where you could control the AT-AT and, like, blast all this stuff. Holy crap. How That's it pretty looks. sweet. And then they took the AT-AT down, and, it, and it, the, 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 the head hits the, the snow, and it all bunches up and everything. And <laughs> it was damn cool. Uh, they also showed one of the hero battles. So Vader shows up. All of a sudden, you're standing there, and all of a sudden, one of your teammates just, like, goes up in the air and he's choking you're like whoa and you turn around all of a sudden vader's right there choking <laughs> him out like a little bitch uh and then luke skywalker all of a sudden comes running down and they go that to the was all battle. multiplayer that they were showing there huh the game is pretty much all multiplayer mm-hmm. 
but what they did is they added some mission-based stuff uh, where you play against the AI, and they're also doing some mission-based stuff that you can play in co-op. And that's what they showed at the Sony presser was the co-op right. stuff. But, uh, I mean, they showed a good amount of gameplay, and they said this is all PS4. It's not PC. You know, and it looked amazing. So that new for I, I was worried. I really was. But, man, oh, man, they captured it. Uh, and that's how they ended the show. And then we went to Philly Cheesesteak. I did like how they started the, I don't know if you saw it because you were at the thing, but <clears> on the stream, at the very beginning it said, okay, here's what we're showing right now, here's what we're showing next, and by the way, Star Wars Battlefront is in 15 minutes. Oh, no, they didn't do any of that. They'd be like, here's what's next, and 15 minutes is still Star Wars Battlefront. So, like, oh. stringing you along through all the boring stuff. Well, they, and that's the thing. EA's show overall was really boring. Um, I thought... No, well, God, they spent so much time in that minion game. It's cute, but I wouldn't play. It's just another resource management thing. That's all mobile games are nowadays. It's building, 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 and management. And everybody was complaining about that after the show. Like, and you can watch them like, get in the currency. You're like, oh, I bet that currency is like premium. Oh, yeah. Five bucks. I'm sure. But, I mean, it was... It was they. I mean... I was cool with the Pele thing, but at the same time, it really took the, the pacing of the whole event down to a crawl. Um, it just seemed self-serving, you know? Like, hey, we can get Pele on the stage. Okay. Uh, I, I think they're, they're, they're doing a lot of good things, and they didn't show that stuff enough. Like, w- w- the changes they made in NHL, you know, and the changes that they actually made in NBA Live and Madden, et cetera. Et cetera. They barely show golf. I don't know if it's just because it comes out next month or what, but they barely showed golf. They showed like hmm. a minute, and it was just flybys and shit. Yeah, it's odd. it is. I don't know if it's just that they know it's going to sell a certain amount and that's it or what. So I don't know. Might be. Um, I mean, big finish with Battlefront, but overall, eh, I wasn't that impressed. It it was just very common. There was no like blockbusters, except for the Mass Effect. I mean, everybody knew a new Mass Effect's coming, but, you know, they, they trot it out and we still got to wait a year and a half for it. That's kind of mean. <laughs> By the way, you can get this in Christmas of next year. Whoa! So, uh, then we went to the Figaro Philly cheesesteak. Amazing. Sure it was. Oh, my God. They treat us so well when we walk in. I mean, they recognize us, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, Brought us out a big basket of fries and onion rings. Didn't even charge us for them. Um, they want to make Emra Frankenstein, they call it. <laughs> they called me out. We do have to go back there for that. They said 400 people have tried to finish it. And nobody's done it. And nobody has done it yet. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little intimidated. He was telling us what they all do with it. And I'm like, God Yeah, when he it. listed off everything that's in it. But he said he won't charge you what he charges people for the Frankenstein. Yeah. Like he's charge you 10 bucks. Yeah. I better get my sweatpants. Tell you what, Emmer. <laughs> I'll pay the 10 bucks. Okay. And, like, if you don't finish it, there'll probably be enough for all of us to eat. Yeah. <laughs> There's even hot dogs in it. Like, he was... You know, pizza, <laughs> too, right? Yeah, or like, something like that. Yeah, he listed off pretty much the entire menu. Goes into this one is. sandwich. Like one is that all in one sandwich? <laughs> yeah. This, <laughs> yeah, I think it's just this big mess on a but platter. I th- but I think it's I think it's a really big one because he said that the one guy that he like he ate this big chunk of it and he still had essentially the length of one of the one of the cheesesteaks that we had left. 
<laughs> and he was like, fuck this. And he pushed it away. <laughs> he did say the steak portion was only going to be 20 ounces, which is no problem. That's true. Jeez. <laughs> I've eaten a 40-ounce steak with a whole dinner. Woo. We'll see. Do it with me. We'll see if we even have time. It yeah. would be funny though. We do have to find the time because I would love. To, I would love to just see what this thing yeah, looks I like. I want to see what it looks like. <laughs> I do too. Well, I'm sure they have a website or they have a Facebook. I want to see it in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus I want to see what this thing actually looks like, and I want to see the look on Emra's face when it gets trotted out of the kitchen. <laughs> it's be like, Before we hit the airport on Friday, we should do that. So then you can have the most uncomfortable. <laughs> you can have the most no, uncomfortable no. plane ride. We actually go do that shit. I'm taking the video camera. We're getting that in full yeah. 1080p. <laughs> Multiple camera shoot, oh, especially yeah. when he pukes. Yeah. yeah, actually, you're right. We have to do it right before we go to the airport because then he has to go on the airplane with yeah, that stomach. Well, hopefully, you guys aren't sitting together. He's just gonna say, can I, can we're I on different planes. Oh, okay, that's why you want to go. On the way back, yeah, I don't care. Oh my god, it's gonna be worse for the passengers. Ugh. Ugh. God. A flight from L.A. to Newark was diverted into <laughs> Colorado. <laughs> And then they couldn't land in Colorado because it's the afternoon and there's all this all these wind problems and we couldn't <laughs> land. All right, uh, then we went to Sony. Yeah. Oh, do we know anything about Ubisoft? Well, South, South Park. Park. Oh my God, they're doing another South Park. And it looks awesome. It does. It looks amazing. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. The combat even the combat sucked. That's really cool. Um, I'm, I'm 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 very excited about that. I finished the Stick of Truth. I loved it. I thought it was awesome, even with the problems, because the combat sucked. And that one tutorial was wrong when you were doing the fart move. What else do we know? Uh, They just gave release dates to everything that they announced, really. Rainbow Six. uh, That got a date. The Division got a date. I think the Division's March. Yeah, and they're doing a beta on Xbox One. Um, Uh, Trackmania is coming to consoles. Okay. Uh, it, it's Star a popular Trek trivia. <laughs> it, it, it's a popular like Jeff Gersman from Giant Bomb's always talking about track mania. Uh, of course it's he is. racing game thing. I think it's like create your own track stuff. Uh, monster sure. trucks are coming to the crew. Yay. Uh let's see here. Ghost Recon Wildland. Let's see here. Uh, is this okay, okay, here we go. Uh, Ubisoft announces Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands legendary military shooter franchise goes open world coming to Xbox One, PC, and PS4. Um, It's being led by Ubisoft Paris in collaboration with five other Ubisoft studios because that's all they do now. They piecemeal everything out. Uh, It takes place in the largest and most diverse action adventure open world Ubisoft has created to date. With hundreds of villages and well-known landmarks. Will there be towers that you can climb? I don't know. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> <clears throat> Ubisoft trademark. Right. Uh, let's see here. I'm just going through my emails. I don't know. I don't see really anything else. Yeah, no, it was just like... They, they said that Aisha Tyler was really good this year, but that the, the stuff they were showing was all stupid. Figures they would like get her stuff right and then mess up the announcements. Well, they've the they've had her for a few. Years. I, I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, no, no, no. She's but, always great, but yeah. she's always got nothing like she, they, she does. Her. She's yeah. up there just like improving for an hour. Yeah, that's when it's best. Like you can tell when they give her a joke that she has to say. Yeah, and then I really you, have to. I have to read this crap. Really, yeah. you guys partner her, her with an asshole. Did you guys see her cameo in Watch Dogs? 
She was just one of the NPCs, right? Yeah, you could like spy in on people's apartments, and if you yeah. did it enough, you would see her in one of them. She was doing some funny stuff. Oh, well, she, I knew yeah. she was in there. I never saw it. I got so uninterested in Wild and, and that game after a while that I was just like, eh. I do need to finish it though. I'd like to because it was set in Chicago. Because what? Because it was set in Chicago. It, but it's not right. It's, yeah, which is why I didn't play it. It's like inspired by Chicago. All of a sudden you you go north and there's all these cliffs and everything. I'm like, what yeah. the shit is it's this? It's like some weird mountain town. Yeah. And then it's like kind of downtown, kind of Wrigleyville, kind of Southside all in one. Yeah, it was jumble. It's like the canceled Homefront game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. They don't do games in Connecticut, so it was, yeah. it was fine There's no cities in Connecticut. Hartford. Vince McMahon's house. Do they have a hockey team? A, a professional national hockey league team? What does that Once matter? Once upon a time. Then they're, not a, then they're not a city. <laughs> God. Whalers. All right. Even Tampa Bay has a team, apparently. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, that was a good dig. Wow. <laughs> All right. Sony. Ow. Food trucks. What'd you have? There was some. You ate like, you went for like three or four, didn't you? Yeah, I was trying to get it all in before we had to get in Jesus line. <laughs> but there was some nasty, uh, healthy smoothie that somebody tried to serve me. What was the other thing with the 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 uh, the, the quino? I just like calling it that because that the commercial. Quino. What is a quino? Or what? You had that one thing with the uh, with the rice or whatever. Was that chickpeas or was that? Uh, oh yeah, quinoa. I think there was chickpeas in the rice and there was shrimp on top of it. Ew, it's delicious. And then you had that other. What what all did you have? Um, besides, I had some couscous. That's what I saw. The couscous. Yeah, I had some beets for the first time in my life. Oh, they kind of tasted like they almost looked like meat, but they weren't. Blew my mind. <laughs> and they tasted like beets. I, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never had a beet. Then you never will again. Probably. Probably not. It's too. Yeah, healthy. they're disgusting. Yeah, I, I don't know what those taste like either. They're good. disgusting. Not missing anything. Tastes like dirt. <laughs> And um, then there were some donuts there, too. Really? Yeah. I saw yeah. some fried stuff. I saw there was a gelato thing. I wanted to try that, but I missed it. Gelato oh, ice cream. Italian ice cream. We didn't have enough time, man. Yeah. We should have got there earlier. We couldn't. No, we got there on time. As early as we could. We got there before yeah. it opened. Yeah. All right, next time you guys line up while I eat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's what we did. We, we, we lined up and we, we lost they you. Were, they were already exactly. up there. They were at the very front of the line. That yeah, was but amazing. there was still time. Where I we were was, just sitting in line and I could have been eating. <laughs> Jesus. I was, yeah, I was up at the very front. You and Glenn were... I was up with these guys. Yeah. I, I pulled Andy and Dave over to like the shade just to scout the area. And then as soon as Josh saw us, he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and got us right into the shade right at the – because they they have barriers set up. And they don't want you to step into where the barriers are to, to line up there. They, they want to keep people back first. Yeah. And the, we walked over and – I said, well, it's shade over here. We'll just stand right here, like right at the end of the barrier so we could just step right in. Well, it was funny because you and I were going to go find the guy so we could all go get in line. And then I got sidetracked like three times. And all of a sudden we were looking for him like, I don't know where they are. And we just decided to let this walk over. And then you called him or something? Yeah, I called him because like like we we didn't know where you went. You you either went to go get more food and I I, I, (laughs) like... Or you went to lock yourself into something. Yeah. And like... 
like Dave was burning up, so I'm like, there's shade over there, and it's close to the line. We yeah. can see people uh, are lining up. Dave is more sensitive to sunlight than a redhead. So <laughs> no, but when I left Neither. you, yeah. I walked right back to where they were, and they weren't there anymore. Those and I'm bastards. like, fuck, they're already in line. And I went over to the line, and there was nobody in line. And I'm like, where are they? <laughs> and then I looked over and found them in the shade. But I was in line all right, but not for the conference. <laughs> <laughs> we went over there, and we got on the pre-line. There wasn't a line yet. And within minutes. You were the line, weren't you? As soon as we walked and got to like, the pre-line. Yeah. Everybody That's filed in. That's usually what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I like scouted the line and I did not want to go there went. just yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then they then they the just told is, us like, to come up. That really started last year where they lined up so early. It used to be where you could just stick around for a while. Yeah. And then the girl was announcing like we're starting at five fifteen for G three. <laughs> Or 3G. She 3G. 3G. Yeah. Yeah. She kept saying 3G. We're like, what the She's hell like, is she talking about? How's everybody loving G? 3G. Woo, and then finally 3G. somebody went over and, and corrected Later. her. It's E3, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but we got nice seats again. Thanks to the seat ninjas here. You're welcome. I'm not fast at all. Good job. Good job. Did you have Dave just... We, we said, because Dave's so tall, that no. he should just get to the seats and do the splits on him and, or lay down. I was the first one down there. You are the ninja of all ninjas. Josh made a friend who helped us get some seats too, because he he like took the end, so it looked like we he had took a the bunch end. Of yeah. Yeah. Best friends. Yeah, the guy who works for New some Orleans media newspaper. Out- Is it newspaper? I couldn't yeah. remember what it was. I knew it was New Orleans. Oh, I think he said TV. He, yeah, some new. Some- I don't know. You weren't even there. You yeah, were no, we were sitting on the other end of Dave, right? I heard it was Morse we were code. Talking yeah. to him, but okay. I don't know. New Orleans reporter. Yeah, he, it was cool because he said he came out on his own dime. He's, he told his boss, I'm going to take vacation. I want to do this, but I need you guys to contact like Sony and Microsoft and all them and you know get me into all the press briefings, all that stuff. Uh, and he was filing stories yesterday. And as he was doing it last night, he got a phone call and they said... Um, if you want to do this next year, we'll pay for it. <laughs> so I think he generated a lot of traffic with, with his stories. Uh, and they realized that it would be worthwhile to do it again. <laughs> so you hear that sometimes? Cool. Answer my emails, goddammit. He's like, yeah, he's like, I, this is all I ever wanted to do. And I, I, I found a way to kind of weasel my way into it. And now, now they're going to pay for it. <laughs> he's so excited, which is awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, so while we were sitting there, we got down, we're sitting and we're waiting for stuff to start. And I had been joking around during the day that, you know, they were going to dick people around with, uh, with a different Studio Japan game. And, or and like they were going to build it up and have something out. like really trivial or, yeah. you know. And yeah. then, and that they would show it dead last. And then as we were sitting there, it just struck me. I said, no, you know what? Watch them show it first. Like the lights will go down, Studio Japan will come up, and it'll be the first thing they show, and then they'll come out and say, there, are you happy? We're done. All right, can we just get that behind us and let's move on? Yeah. And what happens? They show the sizzle reel, and... All of a sudden... Boom. (laughs) There it is. We see up on the screen. um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he told... 
Yeah. He built it up. Something that is... And everybody's like, don't tease me. Don't toy with my emotions. And people are screaming. All of a sudden on the screen, directed by Fumito Ueda. Yeah. And, and everybody went ape shit. And it started. <laughs> the Last Guardian, PS4, finally on sta- on the screen. It it exists. The kid that runs was, down the, the stairs hilariously. Yeah, he does. <laughs> that was actually the best way they could have done it. I agree. Just do it right up front, get it out of the way. Because the whole time, every single one that came up, everybody would be like, is this it? No, that's not it. Is this it? No, that's not it. I don't think. Is I've it ever, ever coming? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Shuhei Yoshida as happy and relieved oh, yeah. in my life yeah. uh, that we've known him. He, he was just like, "Oh, I can't believe I can finally talk about this. <laughs> it exists." He gave props to Ueda, like yeah. he was there in attendance, yeah, he was right there, right? which which is good because like there's been a lot of rumors like, "Oh, they're on bad terms. They fired him, put him on contract." Yeah. No, but he was there. Like they were, they were cool. Yep, yep. So that was uh, nice. And then next up, Herman Hulst walks out. Yeah. And here's Gorilla Games' new uh, new IP, which holy looks shit. fantastic. Robo Dinos, uh, you know, we, the, that leak happened a while ago, uh, where they they had some some sketches of dinosaurs and stuff, but they weren't Robo Dinosaurs. Uh, but take us through it a little bit, somebody who wants to talk about it. Futuristic, well, not future, futuristic, but not futuristic. It's set in the future of some world. They don't even really... We said that it was in the Killzone universe. <laughs> well, that's what I thought <laughs> yeah, at first. Yeah, I honestly did. Because they showed all the modern technology. They showed yeah. the cities and everything. And the cityscape, I, I leaned over to you. I'm like, wow, that looks like Killzone Shadowfall. It does. Yeah. It really does. So it's set in the future of some world where they were at a technological level roughly where we are. Probably a little bit more advanced than we are currently. And um, the power went out. I guess they had a blackout and society collapsed. <laughs> That's yeah. what it looked like. It, it's almost know. like that show on NBC where they... Yeah. It was almost like an EMP hits the entire world or something. Yeah. Revolution. So they, Revolution. they lost all their power The and it seemed like most of the human race died out. Um, the nature basically came back and reclaimed all the cities yep. as it would over... L- Eons. I forget how long they said it was. At least ten years. How how long it was, but uh, long enough <laughs> that nobody knew. Really, it was just legends about the people who had come before. Right. And um, they seemed to be living a very primitive life with cave drawings and. Well, and they were talking about like that. Uh, uh, different tribes. Yeah, you know, and, and that these tribes are building up again and then and, and forming. Yeah. And they were showing arrows, you know, bows and arrows. Yeah, bows and arrows and cave drawings and all. And, and then she goes out on a hunt, and it's fucking robot dinosaurs. But, should, <laughs> but I got scared. And I'll, I'll be honest. I got scared because they were showing some stealth stuff. And I'm like, no, because I'm not good at stealth games. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, but, I, was, I liked it. But it I, really I, went into action very quickly. Yeah. Um, but she was hunting some of these robomechs to, to farm things from them. And then yeah. all shit went, went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like the big Robo T Rex. I like how she was like switching out the arrows. Yeah, she, she had like a stun arrow and then um, like an explosive arrow, and another one where she was like grabbing it and tethering the yeah. thing to the ground, tying it down. That was cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, it looked great. I mean, it looked very. It, it actually looked pretty unique too. Yeah. Like I can't really compare it to anything else. Yeah, um, it was a gorgeous looking. And game. something that I don't want to let slide is the fact that. Very, you know, strong female protagonist. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool thing that that we need to see more in games, and uh, you know we've we've seen that a couple times now. We've we've seen that you can do that in Fallout Four, uh, the new Mirror's Edge, the new Tomb Raider, and now this. So it's it's just another game that does that. We yeah. might finally get to the point in the industry where we don't make a big deal when we see a female character. I know it'd be nice, like, wouldn't it? Like I can't wait when we at that point where it's just like, yeah, of course there's a female character. Yeah, I. And it was very natural. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so that that game is called Horizon Zero Down, uh, brand new IP from Gorilla. Dawn or Down? Down. Oh, Dawn. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Asian Dawn. I read about them in Forbes. <laughs> <laughs> no. I heard about them on sixty minutes. No, it's both of them. I think there's a TV version and there's a movie version. I read about them in Forbes. Is this old man talk? Yes. This is Die Hard talk. Die Hard. Nakatomi Plaza. When he's when he's given the demands of the FBI. I haven't seen that movie in so long. He's like, I want the f- <laughs> You've never seen Die Hard? I've seen the TV version. Oh my God. What? Oh my God, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, that first one is fantastic. Yeah. I know it's popular around Christmas. Like, oh my god. It's one of the best Christmas because it movies was set ever. At, it was set at Christmas. Yeah. It, it, the director Iron Man 3? Or the song is what? No, that's Shane. Who did Iron Man 3? Is it that the same? Is that the same? Because doesn't he always do Christmas movies? No. Like they're no. always set around Christmas? No. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. Talk about Although, video games. Well, a lot of them, but not all of them. Yeah. But no, he didn't have anything to do with that movie. I don't okay. Think. Thought maybe it was he the same kind of writer on it now that I think of it. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. You've never seen... Wow. No, I've seen a TV version on TV. I may TBS. have to buy you the Blu-rays. I'll sit and watch it. Dude. It, and actually, I really like Die Hard 2. Rennie Harlan, I, I've always been a fan of. Oh, I saw the last uh, Die Hard. I had problems with Die Hard Actually, too. the latest one isn't bad, but it shouldn't have the Die Hard name on it. But it actually isn't bad. It had some great fights and everything in it. The one in Russia? It wasn't bad. Uh, is that the Justin Long uh, one? Was it Justin Long? No, that was the one before that with uh, Tim Le- Timothy Oliphant. That's the one I saw. It's terrible. Yeah, that's probably why. I just Again, that one should never have had the Die Hard yeah. name on it. That's new Die one, Hard for me. Well, the new one's Jai Courtney because he's got all the action roles now. Uh, he was in uh, Divergent, and he's he's just in everything. Yeah, but it's not a bad movie. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Get off your high horse. Okay. Um, My horse is not that hard. <laughs> so next up, Hitman. An innocuous trailer, and all of a sudden we kept leaning over to each other. Dude, it's Hitman. <laughs> so Hitman's back. Yeah. In a big way. Looked cool. He, he was older. Uh, and I've that, got is, this... that is another gorgeous looking game. Yeah, it looked really good. All of a sudden we saw IOA Interactive. I'm like, holy shit, it's Hitman. So Agent 47's back. Looked really cool. Um, I don't think we saw any actual gameplay footage, though. Did we? I think it was all this. Uh, I don't think yeah, so. It was all yeah. trailer. Yeah. I got a console exclusive beta for PS4 on that one with six unique contracts over the first release year. Yeah, so it's got the it's got the exclusive content and the beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did rush through something that involved a digital release. I don't know why he said digital release, like it was coming out not on disc first, maybe, then disc later. It wasn't really detailed. Oh, yeah, he didn't yeah, he, really... Yeah. But he did mention digital for yeah, something. Like he made a point, too, right? Maybe maybe if you pre-order it digitally, you get... I, I, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, next up was... Street Fighter, Street Fighter 5, which is console-exclusive 
to PlayStation always. For life. For life. For life, oh, yo. So there's not going to be some variation of Street Fighter V that'll hit it, you know, and get around a loophole. Street Fighter V is always going to be just PlayStation for consoles. Yes. And I think that's why we saw Ultra Street Fighter IV on PS4, because Sony actually did that conversion. They took care of that whole thing. So there was definitely some 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 wheeling and dealing for this, but I think it was a good idea. And it looks fantastic. Holy shit. Yeah, they showed off uh, Cammy. Cammy and... Um, Call, uh, Chubby guy, the big fat guy. He's uh, he's like a. Yeah, it is. That was Rufus. No, Rufus, the American guy. I know that was Rufus. That was in five. He had those chains. I know they added it for five. That was Rufus. I'm pretty sure it was Rufus. Yep. Yep. I may have to do that. And I like that they're doing a beta. I think that's the best thing they could have done because now they can work out some of the kinks with the network problems and I mean all that stuff that they found in four that they should never have released the game with without having somebody take a look at it. So now we can have that with the beta. So yeah, but man, the visuals, like just the clarity and the detail on the characters now is wow. And they're using the Unreal Engine for this. I think they proved it with um, oh, what's that that fighter that you and I have on PS3 and PS4. No, um, it's got the weird name. Oh, we, yeah. served, we saw it at PSX, and then it came out like the a week one, later. Yeah, XRD. the one that was... X, yeah, uh, yeah Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear XRD, yeah. XRD. Because that's an Unreal Engine. That game's gorgeous. It's awesome. When it transitions from like the 2D to the... Yeah. Oh, God. It's a really good game. I just really suck at it. I just like looking at it. I can't play yeah. the game. Oh, really? Nice. Wow. Emma, are you a Street Fighter guy or just Mortal Kombat? Usually stuff? just Mortal Kombat, yeah. I try to get into Street Fighter, but it's too hard. <laughs> Which is funny because Mortal Kombat, I think, is tougher right now. Really? No. It's gotten so me. complex. I, I remember trying to do, uh, I bought Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I bought the whole fight stick. I was ready. Well, that's you know? different. And then, like, I was doing the combo tutorial and it was like, circle, 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 circle. <laughs> and I couldn't do it to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> I should be doing something with the stick. You know. Uh, next up was our friend Sean Murray came out and showed uh, No Man's Sky gameplay. Got to see a little bit of sca- space combat, which was looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then did the thing like he did at PSX, where he pulled, kept pulling back from the galaxy you were in to show all the other galaxies. And then he went and uh, discovered a new planet. And you really picked a random one. I, like I don't think there's a way to actually how go could and you, just find one. Yeah, how could you move. find that exact one? <laughs> Plus, you could see it in Sean's face like, all right, we're going to do something we probably shouldn't, but we're going to go just grab one. S- some yeah. com- some big company's going to steal that guy. Like, I, It's like you've seen the evolution of him every time he's on stage. He's getting better and better and better. Yeah. I, just, I, I just picture him being stolen by a company. I don't think he would do it, though. He, really? he, they're very happy in their, in their what they're doing right now. Because he seems like one of those guys. Like, the whole team seems like that. But, yeah. like, just watching him just, like, every E3 or, like, every conference showing that game off. I also think that he still has a lot of uh, hesitation in terms of, is this going to deliver on everybody's expectations? Because, uh, I mean, they're selling a big package. And, you know, is it going to be something that people are going to play for years? Or is it going to be something that you get bored with in a month? And I think that's a, uh, I think it's a valid fear. 
but it is. But I think it's one of those games. It will find a core audience quickly. Oh, yeah. Because he said, you know, there in that little spot there, that's the center of the universe, and that's what we're all trying to get to. Yeah. And people will be <laughs> all over that dying. Everybody's going to want to try to find a new planet, uh, basically register their name, because that's what happens. You go to the planet, you scan for life forms, you're the one that discovered these fish and these plants and these animals and all these different things. And then you get to that little node and upload it and it registers that you are the one who discovered it. Which is really cool. Yeah. And yeah. even said, like, maybe you guys will find this world that I just looked at right now. Maybe you won't. Find, yeah. You know, so that, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Most likely none of us ever will. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> because that, the Plus universe is gigantic. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the outer rim. It, it does look cool, and, and I'm very excited for it. They showed, uh, That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't anything like you know crazy frostbite destruction, but you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Is that is you think that's going to be permanent onto the world? Because I, I would love so. to be able to make your mark so you know, like this is my planet. Well, that's going to be in that database all the time. If you're the one that that finds that planet first, that's yours forever. Yeah, no, but I would just love to do something destructible to really, it. I would think it, it does. Cha <laughs> across the face of it. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, the next up, uh, Adam Boyce comes out, and wow, just rolls through a bunch of stuff. You probably took notes because I don't know if I have all the pictures right because I have the picture that I have is Destiny first. Uh, yeah, he did Destiny. Us. Media Molecule came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Alex Evans uh, with, what was it called? Dreams. 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 All right, somebody tried to wrap your head around that and explain it. Um, it's An oil a painting? simple creation tool uh, where you're just using uh, motion on the DualShock 4 to create and to change and even remix things people have done before. And you string all these things together, and it's like a lucid dream, where you're vaguely aware that you're dreaming, and things just don't quite make sense. Uh, and it looks very trippy and pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once, once you create, like if you create a character... You can then use the the dual shock to control it like a puppet. Yeah, yeah. move it around and stuff. Yeah, and you can you're, you can record the movements and actually like kind of create your own. It's almost like you're directing a play at, at, at a certain yeah. point. It looked amazing. I mean, personally, I'll probably never play it because I have no artistic skills whatsoever. But my God, I mean, the the possibilities. Yeah, and the stuff they even showed, and they said they built all that on PlayStation Four with their tools. That was cool. Yeah, that's what I like about that stuff. That's They'll build the tool set. They'll make the game and say, well, here, the tool set is now available for you to make stuff too. Yep, yep. Well, I think he said at one point that the tools you're getting are the tools that they've been using. So, yeah. geez, it's nuts. 
it didn't look like like all the stuff they're showing just didn't look like it was built in a video game. No, it looks like it was built in animation studio, like you know, not a. Well, he said that was, he actually brought that up and said yeah. that that was kind of the aim that they didn't want it to look like a game. They wanted it to look like sketches or you know, yeah, artist rendering to feel like a dream. Yeah. yeah, they nailed that. That was the whole point. That was insane. Yeah. I have a feeling that it's also going to be Morpheus compatible. See, the thing is, if you try to add goals into it and things like that, then that breaks the illusion of the dream. And that's all I think it's going to be. It's going to be one of those weird art project type uh, quirky Sony titles that doesn't fit into any other really classification. Um but it's its own thing, you know. Yeah. It has to it has to keep that dreamlike quality where you're just kind of moving from space to space, but it's all about creation and and whatever else. So, it yeah. looked awesome. Yeah. And we know that that's probably the best studio to bring something like that out. Yeah. So, By far. Yeah. Uh what do you have next? Is it Destiny? Firewatch, which surprised me. This is something that I saw a, a few times now uh, when they talk about indie titles because it's, it's one of those standout titles that we've seen a lot lately that, that's getting a lot of attention from a lot of people. Um, and you basically play a park ranger and you're kind of out on your own and you have a dispatcher that you talk to quite a bit over a walkie-talkie and that's just like your only lifeline to civilization. And some stuff starts happening. And, uh, like, somebody cuts your communications uh, lines and that sort of thing. Uh, I don't know a lot about the story. Like I said, I've seen the game out there at different events and that sort of thing. But it was funny because I thought that I, that I saw that it was going to Xbox One first. Yeah, so that was very shocking. But it, it's a game that I don't know if I'm interested in or not, but I know that it's been, been getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's cool. It's coming to PlayStation. I, I'm I'm pretty pleased with that. I think it's a good move. What next now? Then now Destiny, Destiny. which we don't have Dave here. He's still out his little thing. He was kind of rattling off some Destiny. Well, I mean, they showed the new DLC that's been that's been um, rumored, uh, yeah. which I don't know if I have the name on. Here Taken King, the Taken King, yeah. So this is an all-new uh, set of DLC. I think there's at least one new strike. Uh, I wish I had all the notes because Dave obviously remembered it all. But uh, there's some actual exclusive content uh, for PlayStation only. There's going to be an additional strike only for PlayStation. Uh, there's three new subclasses, so every class gets a new subclass. They showed a Titan with a hammer, which was amazing. It looked really cool. Uh, the Hunter, I believe, has... Uh, this it's a it's a bow and arrow, but they're void arrows, so that that's a pretty big deal. And the warlock, I can't remember what their power was, but oh, it was like a lightning strike, almost like the emperor from. Lightning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's there's a lot of new content. Limited power. <laughs> I will strike you down. Uh, the thing about it is, though, the rumor is it's going to be forty bucks. So now we've wow. spent. So you just buy the definitive edition. Well, and that and that's the next thing. So, <laughs> um, the defi- the legendary edition has Destiny, the expansion one, expansion two, and the Taken King. So this is everything. They didn't say how much it is though. 
three hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, but it's gonna have all this kind of on the disc. When I don't it comes know, out. it's it's probably gonna be yeah. it's probably gonna be sixty bucks because Destiny itself has been dropping at twenty bucks like every other week. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that that's that it's that first taste is free mentality or yeah. almost free. Um, so if this game is if this expansion is coming out on September fifteenth, then when do we think the the whole collection will drop? Probably that same day. Yeah, I would assume. But the thing is, like, it isn't even worth getting the first expansion anymore because of how things have, have progressed. But I mean, those two expansions were twenty bucks each. Now they're expecting you to spend another, we think, another forty on the Taken King. Is it going to have enough content to warrant it? Because neither of the other, a lot of people don't think that the first two had enough content to warrant it. I mean, the, the new expansion that just came out doesn't even have a strike or doesn't have a raid. And dragon, dragon, dragon. Come on, I'm catchable. Uh, I mean, it's cool, and, and I mean, uh, I, I'm kind of tapped out on, on the game right now. I'm, I'm at level 34, and I'm not going to create a new character. Everybody keeps trying to get me to do that, and I'm not going to do it. So I, uh, my, my destiny time is going to be a lot more limited. Next up, I think you knew about this, is this world of Final Fantasy. Oh, uh, well, or, I had a Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Well, you can play as her or her brother. Yeah. Yep. Look cool. 19th century England, 19th century London, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. industry. But she, yeah. you know, she's she's obviously a lot smaller, quicker. So it was it was much snappier moves. There was some cool stealth stuff. Again, I'm not an Assassin's Creed fan, but the game looks it looks way better than the last one, Unity. Unity. It looks good. I I worry about the setting though. And I think that's what's threw me off about one of the things that threw me off about uh, the order. Like I always thought, leading into it, I thought, "Oh yeah, Victorian England, that'd be really cool." And then when I got in there, I was like, "This is not cool." <laughs> and I'm afraid it's going to be the same with Assassin's Creed, like because yeah. it's set in the same time period. Essentially, yeah. um, is it really going to be? Am I going to enjoy it, or am I just going to be? Kind of blah because of the time period. Dave's here. Hey. We can go back to Destiny talk. No, we can yeah. return to it because no, we, we can't. Talk he about can't no, even no, talk no, about no, what no, he was. No, what can. he was doing. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Good. We literally just stopped talking about Destiny. But are we done with? What we sure. Doing? Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go back to it because <laughs> I mean you have you'll remember a lot more of the detail. Okay, um, yeah, so, so I talked about the three subclasses. Right. Which is the three elements that none of the classes already have. Right. So, like, Titan didn't have solar, um, Warlocks didn't have arc, and Hunters didn't have void. Yeah. So that's what they will have. What, what, what was that face? I was lost. Oh. <laughs> See, I was trying to dumb it down for myself, so. So, yeah, I mean, they didn't show anything um, about um, number of missions or right. anything like that. They did talk about some PlayStation exclusive content. Oh, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot. Your mic's off. Oh. All right, start over. Damn. Okay. Sorry. Jeez. So apparently my mic was off. So hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, Dave. A little out of breath, too. I just took the steps to get up here. Hi, Dave. <laughs> um, God, so, you're old. Yeah, I know. My knees work. Okay, so the uh, yeah, so the uh, the three subclasses. Yeah, the, the, they revealed the three new subclasses for each of the cla- uh, characters. Warlocks get arc. Um, titans get uh, solar. And hunters get void. 
So they did show those. They showed the three supers. The warlock has like an electrical field that he puts out. The Titan has a really cool like fire hammer. That looked badass. <laughs> I'll be the, honest, I got excited for that. Yeah, and the hunter has a, a void bow. So they were showing, and they showed that stuff. They did not talk about um, number of story missions that are going to be in this. The rumored is that this content is going to cost forty dollars. Yeah, it was and it's really really high. If it's not, if it's what it's been before, it's really high. <sighs> they showed a box. I didn't get a good look at it. Well, oh, I have a picture of it. So it's everything. Yeah, so it's you and I were talking about that after. Yeah. And we're like, what what DLCs in there? It's all of it. If that's forty dollars, no way. Right, which I don't think it is. It'll probably but, be sixty. At the, you know, at the but least. the other thing that has to happen too with this is, um, since there is another subclass, though, you're going to have another skill tree to level up, if you, uh. like all the circles. So, in doing bounties and stuff like that, is not going to be enough. The rumor is that there's supposed to be an ex or a level boost, a, a true level boost, not a light level boost. Right. So, you know, when you went to 20, it all became about your gear. So now, you, could you go to 30, and then your light level would go up to, like, 44? We don't know. So. And, and the one thing it did seem like is it looks like it's going to be actually have some story. <laughs> because now it's Crota's son, or father. Crota's father. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, know, you killed his son. Yeah, multiple, numerous yeah, I, I times. I said that out loud. I'm like, yeah, multiple times. <laughs> Still trying to get Galahorn. <laughs> like Adam Boys. Yeah, so... Um, it does look interesting, but again, it's going to be a matter of what content is there. They did talk about uh, exclusive content again, which I didn't think was going to be in the game. And um, then I looked at Dave and said, "Told you." Yeah, there is going to be. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a crucible map. At least one uh, weapons and armor, and then also um, they said a cooperative strike. So another strike that won't be part of the nightfall and weekly rotation because it'll only be exclusive to one console. Yeah, but it'll still be nice to have some more content. But by the time that this does come out on the 15th of September, because they did have a release date of 9.15, all of the other initial exclusive content from the original release of Destiny will be in, oh, the, yeah. in the full rotation because it'll right. be over a year, including Hawkmoon and uh, <laughs> uh, Fourth Horseman and uh, one more that I can't remember right now, weapon-wise, Monte Carlo. <sighs> Oh yeah, I don't have that one either. I don't think I've any. I think I only have Hawkmoon out of those. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, here's the picture right here. So Destiny Expansion One, Expansion Two, and the Taken King. And it actually shows the Taken King right there. Yeah, I mean, and the rumor is that Taken King is forty bucks. And if that's the case, and we find out what's in Taken King, Man. maybe. And if that box that I'm we're seeing the picture of is sixty dollars, and you get Taken King and well, Destiny One Two, that's a real. That you're getting that's a lot a, of content. I mean, that's like. It's a game of the year edition, essentially. What did we pay? So it was forty bucks, so a hundred bucks. If you didn't buy season, if you didn't buy season passes, it was a hundred dollars. Yeah, it was eighty. I think it was eighty bucks or eighty nine. Yeah, eighty five or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So you're getting all that for sixty plus this, essentially uh, twenty. Yeah. You know, because if, yeah. if Taken King is forty dollars standalone, that's nuts. All right. Well, real quick, anything else stand out for you at Sony or any of the other ones? Like, well, how about Microsoft? Anything stand out for you there? Uh, I mean, the backwards compatibility thing is very interesting to me. Yeah. How it is or isn't going to work. They were really vague about it. I don't know if we've gotten... If I know Mike was no. trying to look up more stuff today about what well, it we, is. We saw some digital stuff, which makes... I'm like, well, I don't care about that shit right now. I want to know what discs were. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know the 360, and I thought about it because of the library of games that I may yeah. or may not want to play, but yeah. if think, this truly works, then I would oh. just get an Xbox One. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Not, neither one of them is in the future, but in well, terms of... I'm on the preview program, so when I get home after this, I'll try it on on Saturday and I'll, uh, see, tomb, it, I'll I mean, see if any of my discs work. Tomb Raider looked awesome. Yeah, so, it looked good. Um, 
nothing else really like kind of like blew me away. Gears didn't impress me at all. But I've never played any of the Gears games other than a little bit of, at a friend's house before. So. Yeah. Um, but bra. <laughs> That's got to be Johnny the Boy's favorite game. <laughs> Bra. Uh, EA, anything? Uh, Garden Warfare 2 looked cool, but um, yeah. I did the review for Garden Warfare um, for uh, for us, for the site. Um, I enjoyed it. It had about six to eight weeks worth of playtime for me. Yeah, it just kind of petered yeah, out. Yeah, and so, I mean, this, this there there's more classes in it, different things in it. Well, and they had the Horde mode now, or yeah. the four-player co-op thing. So. Which is similar to the Garden Ops, I believe, but... Well, that's what it is, I think. Yeah. But they expanded it or something. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that looked um, like have, cool and colorful. They spent too much time on mobile crap. <laughs> <laughs> the minion thing was way too long. What? Perfect timing on that one. Um, and then... We got release dates from Ubisoft for uh, The Division. I don't, yeah. It's middle of February, I think. We went, we went through March? all the emails tonight, and like, Ubisoft was always, here's the date for yeah. this, and here's this. Thing. I mean, I think the biggest thing that came out of Ubisoft that sounded like got the most buzz was South Park. Which looks awesome. The trailer is cool. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw the trailer. Yeah, it was really cool. All right. Uh, anything uh, up to Destiny at Sony that wowed you? Mm-hmm. Last Guardian? Or? I, I thought like you know like little things that it, I don't don't know a ton about the um, playing the other previous um, Team Eco games, um, but I, I just thought that the the, the 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 dog or whatever it was the companion he just looked cool like the physics yeah. and the, the feathers moving and the lighting and yeah. the the destruction and the noise like that all looked and sounded great and i don't know if it just sounded great because like that was my first time ever ever at a press conference and like there was bass behind me <laughs> and, yeah <laughs> yeah did josh did you hear the guy in front of us i think it was no he uh he goes this is just a glorified eco I mean, I mean, the only thing it had in common with Eco, like, was like the jerky camera. Yeah, the camera was kind of jerky. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool that it, it it appeared obvious to me that somebody was actually playing that. Oh yeah, because they yeah. were messing up. Yeah, the camera was like the yeah. player controlled camera. Yeah, it wasn't you'd smooth. You get to the edge yeah. and you'd be like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have a guy on stage though, so no, it must have been pre-recorded. Yeah, I was telling me there's somebody yeah. there like looking down on the screen. Well, I think it was pre-recorded, but yeah. probably because it's at a point where they haven't tweaked all the controls. You could kind of tell. Yeah, like camera was still needs work unless that's. Yeah, he was repositioning himself three or four times for I a jump. See, shoe at that office a couple weeks, like a couple weeks prior. Like, I don't care. You're gonna get a spot that that plays well. You're gonna fix it as well as you can, and we're gonna put that on the goddamn screen. <laughs> we gotta get this done. So. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That, that's exactly what I thought too. It just it looked Shadow of the Colossus through and through, at that point. So that was cool. Oh, shoot! Just tweeted us because I put a picture up of him and I said he looks so relieved. <laughs> uh, okay, so we we got done with Destiny. Where were we at? Okay. Well, there we go. It was like a super deformed Gundam... Animal Crossing. Final Fantasy. Huh? It looked like Animal Crossing, kind of, just the... Yeah. Then it evolved, though. Like, the character, like, evolved out again. Yeah, it got yeah. bigger, or it got more... Or were they doing that just to show what characters they were? I was wondering. I was wondering if they were, like, the difference between, like, the world map and then being in combat. Because it looked like yeah. there was something that looked combat-ish. You'd... They were out of, like, the super deformed into actually, like, the real characters, but... Right. Yeah. I don't know. I saw Cloud and uh, Warrior of Light, so I think they're kind of pulling in some of the... 
Final Fantasy stuff. And, hmm. I heard some people kind of gasp when they saw a couple of characters and stuff, and yeah. like swords or whatever. Yeah, we were around a lot of RPG fans in a, oh, during yes, that conference. We were. <laughs> oh, God. And 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 that's how we found out because the next game, Dave said he heard a guy cry. Yeah, yeah. During, when they announced the the um because we're on Final Fantasy now. Yeah, so, yeah. Right? yeah. So they sh- they started um you know like with the trailer and there was rumors earlier in the day that there was going to be a full remake of it. And um, boom! They yeah. just put remake and on the screen. There's, there's yeah. some guys' names that every time that I didn't know what they were, but uh, people lost. Nomura, Nomura's the <laughs> Final Fantasy VII guy and Kingdom Hearts guy. Yeah, so as I soon as you like, see his name, we were looking. Emma and I were looking at it, and you know, and I said, like, they, there was a point where they showed somebody going down a slide, and I was like, I've played a little bit of Final Fantasy VII, and I was like, yeah. that's a cloud sword, and he's like, what? And I was like. <laughs> the, the big sword that he carries. But then you then, said you heard a guy literally crying. Oh, dude, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think that he was sweating, but he had moisture under his eyes on his face. We, oh my god. We, we had uh, like Japanese guys behind us, and they were just like, <laughs> "We bow, Sony, we bow," and they were just they were going like they were crying. They were like, "Oh, oh, oh shit, oh shit." Yeah. Oh, and I was man. getting mad because I couldn't hear a damn yeah. thing because everybody was just flipping out so much. I'm like, shut up! I want to hear this. Yeah, I, I think I got video when they were doing that and the crowd was standing up and jumping. I kind of turned around with my camera nice. real quick. I'm going to try and look at it, see if it came out right. But, That's yeah. funny. Also, foreign press, right guard, speed stick. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, Old Spice. Poor MD. He hasn't been around this very much yet. No, well, I do C two E two, so I know like the the nerds think that when you're on the show floor, that overwhelms <laughs> but, you. But, but yeah, it's, man, it's different with foreign press. I would have been happy if someone had Axe fucking body spray, yeah. and that's the worst. <laughs> Shit, it was hot in there too, man. Yeah, it was warm. Oof. Fuck. Uh, and then you know we see it play it first on PlayStation Four console. Uh, it'll come to Xbox One at some point. Sure, yeah. I would not doubt that. It'll like They're great. probably building it on Unreal. It looked awesome, though. Yeah, like, like when when, they, when you saw saw a cloud and the Buster Sword, like everybody like, lost their shit. Yeah, yeah. No year on that, right? Like twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Well, yeah. I guess you don't need Nomura for for that because he's off doing Kingdom Hearts three. I guess they just have a like his shit. No, but you you would still and, need and to what advise about that him. too because in the sizzle reel they showed a little clip from. A Kingdom Hearts because everybody lost their shit at that point too. Did they? I didn't see. In the Final Fantasy looked the, like it. The I thought other it was. Final Fantasy game. I thought I saw characters Jeez. in the world of Final Fantasy. I thought I saw. Well, I thought in the Sizzle really showed it because that place erupted. No, no, but, but well, but still, why have that in there? Be, no, but no, they're just screwing with people. But but the thing is with well, it's because the, the HD remote. ones yeah. coming out. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, like Kingdom Hearts borrows a lot of Final Fantasy characters, so like it's hard to tell in a quick sizzle reel if that was like. Well, no, I think it was the char- the main character, Sora. Was P. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I must not have seen that. Uh, well, and the interesting part is that at PSX they announced the remake, or I mean the, well, no, the up res graphic PC port. It was port. the PC port. So what's happening graphic. with that now? Because. Yeah. They got a lot of flack for that, though. Like that was like that square just well. They brought up the president because they got so much shit for that yep. that they said, you know what, we just have to do they, this. They brought out like we can make the a lot of money, but they president. didn't. They didn't do that in the last seven months. Oh no, this has been the works for a while. But I'm I'm seriously thinking that that was all trolling people at PSX. Like it just it seems so weird. Like you, this is obviously well, why would you do that. I don't know. That's why I don't get it. I don't think they were trolling people. They were trolling. 
Because they made a bunch of memes out of that guy talking like that. Yeah, that poor guy, because he did not speak English well. Up with! <laughs> All the air just goes out of the room. Yeah. Well, they they dug themselves in a hole when like the PS3 was announced, and then they showed like the Final Fantasy like tech opening thing or, tech demo. Yeah. yeah, like they dug themselves that grave, and then they've been messing up with that yeah. for a while. Well, the other thing is that Seven is the oldest one that hasn't had a remake yet. Right. Because all the ones on the SNES got a remake. Yep. And then even Ten got the remake. Yep. Twelve is rumored to get the remake, so it's like Seven was really in that first Polygon era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then next is is it the Kickstarter Devolver first? Oh, Devolver, yeah. yeah. So MJC is going to be seeing a buttload of Devolver games tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're starting off thing. my day. Yeah. Um, and you're actually seeing two more games on uh, Shadow Warrior Two. Yeah, they announced that a couple days ago. Wait, uh, ooh, is that under embargo? Oh, no, 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 it's on our site. Okay. Unless someone broke embargo. Uh, yeah, and then another game which is embargoed, I believe. Okay, so. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because Ronan, I actually saw a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was PC only. They didn't say anything for consoles. So Devolver tends to do that. Like yeah. when I went to PAX last year, it was all PC, and then you're like, you, you sent me you this invite. Coming, yeah, it's like you sent me this anything. invite, and they're like, yeah. Mother Russia bleeds looks so badass. Oh god, I didn't know it was a brawler. brawler. Oh my god. Yeah. I turned Ooh. right to MJC I'm like, dude, it's a brawler. Yeah. I think that's awesome. the first thing I'm seeing in the in the morning, yep. and I know you're going with me to say hi, but you might want to just uh, pop your head in there. Looks like yeah, a side-scrolling Hotline Miami. <laughs> no, I saw. I thought a Streets of Rage type. It's of more thing. Streets of Rage yeah. Final yeah. Fight. Yeah, they look badass. All other um, games kind of look Hotline Miami-ish, though. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true. Just ultra-violent, Ronin, super Ronin's good music. A little bit different. It's kind of cool because you can like throw your sword. You so Ronan. It's a side scroller, and you're playing like a, a Ronin or a ninja or whatever, and um, you you actually like plan your attacks. So you kind of say, okay, I'm going to throw my sword here, and then I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and then I think you hit a button and it and it does it. I don't know because I was watching the trailer and it seemed interesting. Hmm. So that that one should be cool. I like that uh, one. Yeah. Nice. Was that the overhead one kind of? Yeah, where like overhead, like, RPG. Like she's like shooting out lightning and shit. They're cool. Yeah, I'm, Devolver's just killing it lately. Oh. Yeah, my god, they are. Uh, next up, I probably the biggest, one of the biggest surprises. Um, yeah, so all of a sudden Shenmue comes up on the on the screen. I'm checking right now. And the, oh yeah, so well, so first off. Um, Yu Suzuki actually tweeted a picture of, of a um, forklift on Sunday, I think it was. And it was a, he's just trolling, he's just trolling. And I talked to some people, and I, I was convinced that this was going to be an Xbox One today. I was convinced we'd see it at, at the Microsoft. It's presser. been rumored for a while that Xbox was looking at it. Yeah. And, and I think part of that comes from the fact that a lot of people consider, and me being one of those people, kind of consider the Xbox to be the, the spiritual successor to the Dreamcast. Well, it is because the majority of the Dreamcast team yeah. formed the majority of the original Xbox team. Yes and no. Sega America, yes, but not yeah. like any in, in, in Japan. Sega America, yeah. yeah. All those people, when, when that all imploded, Microsoft hired them. 
yeah. and said, we need people with experience. We need these people who can, who know what they're doing to get a new console up and running. Right. So, um, and you look at the controller, I, I, <laughs> I mean, it's an old thing, but I, I told one of the guys I work with, I told him that whole story and he was like, wait, what? And I said, and didn't you ever notice? Because he loved the Dreamcast controller, and he loved the Xbox controller and everything, and he, he moved to the two of them and never understood why. Yeah. And I said, look at your buttons with the A, B, X, Y, and the colors on them and everything. He's like, oh! and his mind was blown, right? Like, I could see it exploding right there. He's like, oh, my gosh, I never noticed that. I said, yeah, it's the same thing. There's a reason. Um, yeah. And and so I I don't think I was the only one and and you know it's it, it was cool it was very cool to see and Kickstarter is at one point five million oh my god the goal is two wow. million holy shit so Yu Suzuki comes on stage that. Adam Boys brings him out and basically they announce that it's going to be on PlayStation Four the Kickstarter shirts now and they did the countdown right on the stage um, PC and PlayStation Four yeah. Uh, I'm sure it'll hit Xbox One eventually, but I yeah I don't, I don't know. know. They, it's People lost anywhere. their shit. Yeah, it was that at five hundred thousand when we walked out of the conference. Yeah, and I was saying like it's going to be funded by the time we get done. I mean, it, it was very, in my opinion, very cool. The PlayStation did this that they brought them on a stage and they announced this Kickstarter. I mean, you got people all over the world in these theaters watching it. You got people all over the world watching on Twitch. Usually, these kind of things you have to find it on Twitter, and, and it has to be this grassroots thing. So for PlayStation to bring him out on stage and, and to announce that to everybody, I thought was just amazing. Yeah. So next year, Adam Boys, please bring Josh and I out on stage and announce our Patreon. And then we'll do a Patreon. But <laughs> and me, Josh just blows it up. Fuck you, you idiot. Me and the Japanese guy next to me lost our shit. Like for Final Fantasy and for that. Although I, I think I went a little more overboard than him because he looked over towards me and started laughing. He's like, oh, my gosh, this guy's going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Yeah. I, I, but to, like, like drop the Final Fantasy VII bomb and then follow the, the Shenmue the bomb, Shenmue. I didn't think the crowd was going to, like, be able to survive after yeah. that. Yeah. Well, that's... That's that article I was talking about earlier tonight where it was like bomb after bomb after yeah. bomb after bomb. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. And, and the cool thing about the Kickstarter is like if you look at the Kickstarter, they don't even really mention PlayStation like stuff in the, the rewards or anything. Like like yeah. Sony was just like doing like good. Like now Adam Boys is going to get way more Kickstarter emails. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about ours now? But like he said, this is one of those things because they've been asking for several years now, what do you guys want to see? What games do you want? And this is them reacting to and it. And this yeah. was one of those oh. games that this was a, probably at the top, if yeah. not within the top three, Final Fantasy VII Remake, yeah. Shenmue Three, Last Guardian. And, well. <laughs> oh, Yakuza. And Yakuza. Yeah. Like, yeah, and they're, those have been at the top of the list Hashtag for years. building the list, I believe, yeah. is the yes, Geo Corsi yes. one. They've yes. been up at the top of the list for what people want. And everybody had written it off at this point, like, ah, they're never going to be able to do it. And boom, 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 all these things are dropping. We heard like, somebody... Holy shit. We, we heard somebody make the comment, like, why doesn't Sony just fund it? And, like, what you see that he just looked at is why they don't need to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, PlayStation's still benefiting from it by having it on... 
PS4 mm-hmm. first for consoles, and and it, it's it's that symbiotic relationship that you see Sony Crazy. cultivating so much nowadays. Is that the one that they said was coming to Vita too, or was that Fantasy? Or no, Final Fantasy World. Or Final Fantasy or, World is yeah. Okay, yeah, the, yeah. Just a little bit of. Like I said, we'll have to hit that floor tomorrow morning and find out what's on Vita. They also made sure that um, to mention that Shenmue Three was going to be like a true sequel. Yeah, not a, like not that, a one it's not an offshoot, it's not a, a remake, not yeah. a, a side game. That's pretty cool. I, I mean, I'll be honest; I was never that big into the series, but I think it's a great get. What year did that come out? Ninety nine. Okay, I was Woo. ten. I didn't. I don't remember shit. Yeah. <laughs> That was a Dreamcast. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never owned the Dreamcast. The original was Dreamcast. The second was the original Xbox. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I never owned a Dreamcast. I was gonna say Xbox One, what? but you, you can't say that Xbox. anymore. I, I bought a sixty-four. Oh, the it was the Xbox first. Xbox the first. <laughs> OG Xbox. Let's call it that. Isn't that uh, the one? Anyway. Oh, the other one, not the one. Is that is that the one that people always make the joke, like the sailor joke? Wasn't it? Was that the yeah. one? Okay, yeah. You okay. know where I can find Fork- the sailors? Yeah, Two thousand. Okay. Actually, is when it came out for the Dreamcast. What? Shenmue? Yeah. Uh, I have a screenshot right here that says nineteen ninety nine. Oh, Japan, that America. Two thousand. Right here. Just saying. Maybe that. Was, maybe it that came was out in Japan. Japan. Yeah. yeah. So we're both right. Because uh, I have the U.S. one that says two thousand. Yeah, so. I completely missed out on the and Dreamcast then, stuff. The Xbox version, the Xbox Shenmue 2 was 2002. Uh, that was close. Uh, and then next up was Batman. That was weird. But Scarecrow's back. I mean, Creepy weird, actually. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were going to cut to, like, him murdered the whole... He murdered so the entire I, diner. And I'm sure he did. Yeah, but that's probably be too dark for the well, and press the inter- conference. The interesting part is that the voiceover at the beginning was, like... This is how the Batman dies. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was the. It was, man, it was, yeah, weird. It was just a very weird trip. Watch Joker get burned yeah, and everything. Well, no, in a week, I guess. I was waiting for the Joker to wake up or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah same here. A misdirection. Uh, next up, Andrew House talked a little bit of Morpheus and then talked about how Spotify was like the best downloaded. Five Android. million. But one of the things he talked about with Morpheus. Yeah, yeah. And Riggs was Gorilla Cambridge. It's kind of a mech combat game, which looked pretty damn cool. But he was also talking about these multiplayer experiences where mm-hmm. you've got Morpheus on, and yeah. you can have four people on the couch with you who are playing the game with you. It's like that Pac-Man game that was on the GameCube. But they're in there, and <laughs> you're in you're in the VR world, and they're in the game. Split screen. They said they'll have a demo of this, of that, that, that E3 here. Yeah, that gameplay type. That's probably the, uh, here at E3. Yeah. Oh, by the way, because I didn't really get the it's it's Horizon, right? Gorilla or Gorilla game? Is the, yeah. That game. I didn't. That looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, it does. It I, the stealth thing, like I, I'm not really a huge fan of that, but fighting a dinosaur mech at like weak points and blowing yeah. and sliding underneath it yeah. with arrows that looked really cool. That was outstanding. <laughs> Still skeptical though. You're fighting I, I actually, robot dinosaurs. I know. I, no, I don't. <laughs> the stealth thing, but okay. I don't think it's going to be a lot of it. I. I but I'm worried. Is, <laughs> is the whole game going to be shoot the glowy bits? Like, I think that I was hope? a really small part of it. Okay. I think there's probably going to be a pretty deep story, and bet you got to level those weapons too. Oh yeah. 
Chase that dragon too. <laughs> I'm interested. So hopefully maybe that's something we'll see this week. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, Morpheus. I mean, they really didn't get too many details. I was kind of surprised by that. You can't demo it or anything, so... Well, you can't, but, I mean, with all of the Oculus stuff that happened this week and the HoloLens and everything else, yeah. I, I actually expect... They're going to rely on the floor. Right. That's, I mean, it's just like the Vita. They're like, yeah, Vita, and that's it. I, They're relying on the floor. They're relying on the press to actually do their job, go on the well, floor, see these things, and write them up. And that's the first problem. <laughs> I, I have a question about... Morpheus. Okay. Uh, sorry, do you want? Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say. I mean, I I wish they could figure out a way to try to do what Microsoft did with Hololens today during the press conference with showing yeah. it through like a camera lens or something like that. They had a special camera when he was with the Minecraft stuff. Yeah, and that looked really interesting, and it kind of gave <laughs> perspective. You know, it was awesome. I <laughs> when the when he's showing off the different Morpheus experiences, you can have he shows off the one thing, and everybody's like, "Ooh!" And he shows off another one. People, "Ooh!" And then the shark. People, several like, people behind us. No, several people behind me were like, "Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope." As long as they put the Jaws theme in that game, then we'll be good. And that was the first demo I ever did on Morpheus at GDC. Was the the shark one? And then I got so to play funny. Eve or Valkyrie. Oh my god, that was awesome! It was so cool. They'll have it at the uh, the Oculus is at both halls, so I'm sure they'll have Valkyrie at one of them. You have to try it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was really neat. Uh, Valkyrie, I'll, I will buy a VR thing just for Valkyrie. It was so freaking cool. Oh, my God, that was great. Uh, all right, Morpheus, anything else? I mean, they really didn't talk too much about it. They just showed some of the... I think it was just about showing off the multiplayer. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so it doesn't have to just be showing one off person. the different experiences, yeah. right? And so that it here's, have first, his helmet here's essentially to the world. Yeah, here's essentially a first-person shooter. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. that's what they're showing off. We don't need multiple Morpheuses, Morphei, yeah. to enjoy it with other people. <laughs> is is uh, Oculus? It's like two separate screens for each eye, right? No, it's one. That per, would it's make like, four it's like screens. It's it's one per eye. Okay, it's um, one per eye. Stereoscopic. Huh? <laughs> okay. On, it, it's because I, I just wonder. Continue. Yeah. Eagle, I just wonder, eagle ear listeners will get it. <laughs> just continue. God damn it. So, so, so I can't see out of my right eye? Yeah. I have, like, no detail there. So I was, I, I'm curious to see how Morpheus would work. Because, like, what Oculus scares me. Asleep. It'll, it'll be the, it'll be the, did you say something about shoes? Is that the no, whole thing? No, no, no. You're going to have the same problem. Okay, because uh, Oculus shows, like, when you always look in it, it's like two separate eye holes, and I'm wondering. Oculus is the same way. Okay, so it's Oculus not just Morpheus one screen. Are the same. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them are going to be the same tech. Samsung, okay. uh, the HTC with Steam, they're all going to be the same because it's stereoscopic. Okay. Um, and they, it's it's like how a, uh, a ViewMaster works, basically. It's, okay. You're getting the same image on both sides, but they're a little offset, and that's how you get the, that kind of. Not it's kind of a faux 3D, you know. Yeah, maybe for one of the lines in too long, I'll finally try one out just to see. Yeah, see what works. happens. Yeah. I just never wanted to waste an appointment on that and be like, "Oh, can't do it." And yeah, just walk exactly. Out on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty surprised. I mean, the pictures they were showing, they still don't have a headset on it, so I don't know if they're going to try to add a headset or you know ear pieces of some type, or if they're going to rely on you either using surround sound, which isn't a good idea if you have to turn around because. 
your spatial sound is now going to be off because now the rears are going to be in the front, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but I'm, I'm, I just want to know how much they, they're going to price it. I don't think they know even. That's the problem. But it's going to be crucial. And, and when they're actually going to bring it out, they've said quarter one 2016 as well. So I think they're going to be pretty close to Oculus in that respect. I think they have an idea of where they want the price point to be, but they're waiting to see what the competition does. Sure. But I think their screens are going to be better than everyone yeah. else's. And tech-wise, I think they, I do yeah, honestly they think will they have be. the best tech. Nobody's going to care about but the tech. They're going to care about what the price tag is. They're going to exactly. care about the price. And, and yeah. Sony is – they don't want to be the first ones to tip their hands, especially this early. Exactly. When it's not coming for a long time. Yeah. Uh, relatively speaking. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're getting close. Uh, talked about Spotify, how it, it was like the fastest downloaded app on PlayStation or something like that. Five million yeah. downloads. And well, I mean, you, can, you can use the free account, and that's yeah. a big thing, even though they're playlists. But now you don't need it. Yeah. That came out Do we nowhere. ever get – I don't think we no, ever, ever even got an email it. about it. Yeah, yeah no, I, I emailed the, the team about it, and someone said they were going to work on it, the yeah. deal, and it, it should be on the PlayStation blog. I'm – Looking right now, yeah. if we can get. Uh, yeah, they talked about PlayStation View. Uh, right. They had the uh, El- announcement of the a la carte. Yeah, lower pricing for PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I, I uh, got the uh, details on it. Oh, my phone died. But uh, so Showtime, Fox, Soccer, yeah. and Machinima are going to do it. Sure. Uh, Who would pay for Machinima at this point? Yeah. I mean, they've, they've reorged so many times. and uh, Anyway. Yeah. San Francisco and L.A. San Francisco and L.A. Um, so, like, Showtime is going to do it this summer, the a la carte. Uh, $10.99, uh, regular PlayStation Plus people, $8.99. Um, Fox is 14 PlayStation Plus 12 So they're going to give PlayStation Plus members discounts on the a la carte stuff, which yeah. is nice. That's really cool. Yeah. They They're made it sound in. like it's going to be expanding heavily in July, if I, or is that when the, the Showtime stuff starts? Yeah, the summer is the first three. Okay. <laughs> Dave keeps putting the microphone off to the Sorry. side. <laughs> <laughs> they just made it seem like it was sounding like it was going to expand quicker in July. That's all. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, like the, the press email was like, starting the summer, these three channels, and then in the fall, I guess the rest are going to be. But they're not it. saying anything about expanding the markets? Uh, no, I didn't think they said anything about that. I think that's still, like, tricky for them to do. Like, if we get, like, an a la carte HBO, is that going to give me access to the app, too? The HBO Go? Well, other that's stuff? a different thing. So there's HBO Go and there's HBO Now, I think it's called? Yeah, which is exclusive to Apple for an undetermined Not time. right now. It's I think that's over. Oh, okay. Because uh, I just saw that they were bringing up for uh, the, the, uh, the NVIDIA Shield has it now, oh, okay. which is Android TV. Um, so they're different. HBO Go is when you have an HBO account on cable. Okay. HBO Now is literally you just subscribing to HBO through internet services. But like, if you do Sling with HBO, you get an HBO Go account. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. That, I think that's what Emra was talking about. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's a really odd thing, and they don't explain it very well. Yeah. Uh, found the media player stuff. So first off, thanks to... Scott McCarthy, who's the director of product planning and software innovation at SCEA, because he says, hello, PlayStation Nation. So, <laughs> hello, Scott. Hello, Scott. Nice. nice. Thanks for calling us out. Uh, he says, media player for the PS4 will be available to download. It should be up now from the PlayStation Store. A media player icon will appear on the PS4 content area. Simply select the icon, and it'll download. Oh, you'll see the icon. You can just download from the store from that. 
the media player works with both your home server and when plugging a USB stick with media into one of the available ports on the PS4. Your home server will appear as a media option. Uh, let's see here. They don't say if it's actually DNLA, though. A couple guys on the Facebook group today have already been saying they've been watching movies off their USB drives. Nice. Uh, so for video, mm-hmm. it's going to support MKV. Uh, visual, which is H264, high profile, 42. Oh, okay. Audio, MP3, W Digital even supports. It supports MKV, AVI, MP4, MPEG 2TS for photo, JPEG, bitmap, and PNG. Music, MP3, and AAC, which is pretty impressive. Mm. Um, let's see here. Remember to use that affiliate link when you buy that bigger drive. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's really, I mean, like, out of nowhere. And also the other one that I don't have the post for right now, but they're releasing 20th anniversary DualShock 4s and oh, yeah, yeah. gold headsets. It's fucking awesome. That's a, I wanted a second controller well, we've so all bad. wanted the second one so bad. It's going to be a new controller. And it's, a lot of people just wanted a first one. Yeah. yeah. That would be the master controller in my apartment. It's Only I can touch it. Or 65, didn't you say? Or 65. And they have a rechargeable battery. Oh, and people have probably paid 600 bucks for those somewhere, huh? Oh, yeah. They've been up on, on Twitter, I'm sure. Jeez. Uh, so let me see here. I'm pulling up the, tw- the tweet right you now. You buy stuff off Twitter a lot? Huh? <laughs> no, I'm pulling up the details. Yeah, he just wants to know if you buy stuff from Twitter. Because most people buy it from eBay. <laughs> so did they mention anything about... <laughs> the 20th anniversary DualShock 4 is sixty four ninety nine, and the gold wireless headset is ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, he's pulling up the the post from Twitter. See, right there. You yeah, made yeah. it sound like that he when Andy made the reference to his people selling the controller. You said, "Yeah, people buy it on Twitter." I okay. <laughs> is it a limited thing, or, or is it just going to be a permanent? I wonder if it'll be at the like outside PlayStation store that they have tomorrow. Ooh, that might be a that'd be insane. Uh, yeah, they'd sell out like that. Yeah, yeah. Because they ha- they're having their, the PlayStation Gear store. At noon. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh absurd. But see that that was even that that was just garbage the way they did that because they gave away those wristbands, but they had they had the PlayStation Four console, the twentieth anniversary console, in glass yeah. at the little store kiosk, <laughs> which was just the biggest tease to everybody who walked in there like i want to buy one i want to buy it is this where i buy it can i buy it can i buy it can i buy it no they're not for sale well then take that fucking thing away and put it somewhere else don't put it in the store well they had it somewhere else they had it in that that yeah playstation they should have just had it there that's it it. well they had two of them there they had that one put that one somewhere else don't put that one in the store right because then you have a huge mass of people surrounding the store saying i want to buy it yeah and they're going, no, do you have a wristband? What wristband? What the fuck are you talking It was just a mess. Oh, it was. Uh, I agree. All right. Next up, Call of Duty. Wasn't it? Yep. A yep. duty. Uh, Black Ops 3, they showed uh, the four-player co-op. And then, I think it was Andrew House said, PlayStation is the new home for Call of Duty. Yep. From Mac this point packs. on. First on PS4 for the map packs. Yep. So they're basically wow. flip flops well, until that contract runs out and yeah, the money exactly. they spend, and then they'll get Microsoft to spend more money and bring them back. I mean, 
we really don't even have Call of Duty players in this room except for me and a little bit with Dave because your kid mm-hmm. buys it, right? Yep. To me, I just don't know how relevant this is. I've said it before. It's on the tail end, uh, the tail end of like the Call of Duty, like. Yeah. Well, you've got three teams churning out Call of Duties now. They're on a three-year development cycle, but every year we get a new Call of Duty made by a different studio. At least this, it, their first year with Sony is going to be the the A team because Treyarch's now the A team. Treyarch's the A team now. Yeah, so. it's definitely not Infinity Ward. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's cool, I, but I really like the getting the uh, the the DLC for Advanced Warfare right now. I don't care if it's late or not because I'm not. I'm I'm actually off that game right now. But there are people that do care, and that's going to sway their buying <clears> decision. <throat> well, it, this is a really interesting thing because there's a lot of people that are still. I, I think it actually sold the best initially on 360 still, and there's a lot of people that have not moved to the either the Xbox One or PS4 because all they do is play Call of Duty. And now, I mean, half those people are or whatever percentage of those people. One of the reasons probably is because they're playing with all their friends they have on Xbox Live. Now what do they do? Do they bite the bullet and everybody, like, clans move over to PS4 now if they want to go to the new system? No, you just buy an Xbox One, use backwards compatibility, just continue to play your old game. Well, but the thing is, they won't have the DLC. <laughs> they have to wait for the DLC. They like, will have the now. DLC. They wait a month. Whoa, yeah. Which Sony fans have done for the longest time. a lot of these people, though. Not if everybody on the 360 is doing it, and that's all the only place they play. It doesn't yeah, matter. Not, None of them are getting it. Yeah. You just, you know... Pretend it's not happening. I get it, but I'm I'm just I don't know. I I'm very confused by this. I, I'm I'm confused by why this is a big deal. Beside the fact that it's just another notch. Yeah, it's you one know? of those ones where I I don't know why Sony would because Sony would have to pay for this exclusivity, and mm. I just or well, it's, it's probably a marketing deal. Yeah, but yeah. still. But I think it's I think in this case, I think it's just one of those. Here's another thing we took away from Microsoft. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Now, are they bringing that? I thought that we I saw a post on our like they're bringing that to previous gen, right? Yeah, uh, at first people thought they weren't, but this is coming to PS3 slash 360. But now these 360 players have to wait a month for the DLC or however. Actually, sometimes it's more than a month. PlayStation gets it a lot later. Yeah, it's supposed to be 30 days, but oftentimes it ends up like, yeah. Uh. 32 days. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, wall running. It was, it was very Halo. No, not really Halo. It's Titanfall. more Titanfall. That yeah. jumping No, that was the big comparison. With it's the, more Titanfall. Yeah. And I hate wall running. I don't do it in Titanfall. I hate it. It looks cool. Ugh. Bees? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they have dogs with bees in their mouths. And when they bark, they shoot bees at you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh, it was interesting when it looked like he was oh, meleeing somebody from like 10 feet away. And then all of a sudden the guy was like throwing up. I'm like... Yeah, he was like... He was shooting something He was using the brown him. note out of, his, yeah. out of his gloves. Brown note. <laughs> then he turned Now that I would buy. If, if the game made... Like you could do the brown note and make them shit their pants. And... And then he turned into a mech at the end, or his. Like, now we know how Andy gets when he yeah. gets tired. Um, Fantastic. I mean, yeah, it's it's it is what it is. I mean, like I said, it's another thing that that has completely flipped on this generation again. Where 
Something that Microsoft had for a long time now, PlayStation has. They're taking a lot of the genres, taking them quick. I mean, the fighting genre, the Call of Duty genre, the RPGs. Like, Well, look at all the stuff that we heard tonight, like, first on PlayStation, exclusive mm-hmm. to PlayStation. You didn't hear a lot of that with Microsoft. The only stuff you heard with that was all their first-party stuff. Really? And a couple indies. Yeah, but even then, it, the only one I think that's going to be on Xbox all the time is that Cuphead. Yeah, that's the one that they made clear that that's oh, yeah. theirs. All the other ones, I, you'd have to like read like the small like wording yeah. of like first or yeah. uh, firsties. Um, and then LucasArts came out and talked about Disney Infinity. Mm-hmm. Josh was flipping his shit a little bit. Well, just because that that pack that they're that they're doing. It includes Luke and Leia and the whichever playset that is, which I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But but I mean, you could see it. They show the pack and they're like, you know, There's some this big empty space. Yeah, a huge empty space. And then they show Boba Fett. Oh yeah, by the way, you're getting Boba Fett too, which is fucking awesome. Uh, uh. And Boba it looks Fett, cool. man. Yeah. They were just so confident on stage of okay, you get Disney, you get Star Wars, and you get Marvel, <laughs> and it's. It's uh, exclusive it's for a month. I think holiday. They said. Yeah, I a month before it's available at retail. Right. Oh, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they that's said some stuff is. is holiday, like exclusive for holiday twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah, like you're you're that's... buying these packed in to this uh, a collector's edition, whatever edition it is. Starter pack. That is huge. That's that like John Boyaki Adam Boyd's connection because they used to work at Midway together. Yep. And now they're just like. Disney and Adam Boys has a lot yeah. of friends in this industry, and yeah. you can tell yeah. that he uses those contacts. This isn't the only time I've seen it. Yeah, it's crazy. And also, by the way, uh, kudos to, to Adam Boys because it looks like he lost some weight. Like he was looking really trim today. He looked better without the coat on because I saw him outside, and he he looked good. So kudos, sir. He never listens to this. Uh, and I think last then was the other Star Wars thing. Another demo of Battlefront that was not shown at EA. It looked really cool. This game is just blowing my mind. Yeah. I must have blacked out. I don't remember any of They were showing the co-op thing That's where they had fantastic. to like... Wow. Yeah, yeah no. it, actually, at first when they started showing, I was like, is this single player? <laughs> well, here's the problem. It's like a wave-based okay. system or something. So people were complaining because... Um, I guess not complaining, but... So for a long time on PC, the Battlefield games never had single player. The single player, quote-unquote, was... You play the multiplayer like you normally would, but you're playing against all AI. Okay, so they get to Battlefront, and people start finding out like it's all online, it's all multiplayer, and people are grumbling about it. So that's kind of what they did here now is they set up these scenarios where you're playing against AI, and but they're scenarios. It's kind of like doing a strike mm-hmm. in Destiny, but you can also play it co-op, and so it's expanding things a little bit and giving you a lot more to play. Uh, capture points, capture objectives, progress through. More j- objectives, like uh, they showed like the, a satellite, I think it was, mm-hmm. that came down. You had to go capture it and then defend it, that sort of thing. So EA, you know, they showed that big battle on Hoth. Here they showed the completely different mode, but it looked awesome. Seen that Star Destroyer dropping at the end. and oh, yeah. so cool. So um, real quick. Oh, and Uncharted 4 ended the show. First time it didn't work, mm-hmm. which was hilarious. <laughs> it's a traditional controller 
didn't work. Yeah. None of the controllers worked. Yeah. <laughs> and Alex Evans said something about it to me later, and I said, dude, that's, it's perfect, though. It's like PSX. People know that you're not bullshitting, and you, they know it's not bullshots. Somebody's actually playing it. They're always dropping those controllers. That's why they don't work. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> they had the microphone plugged into it. <laughs> I'm dropping the mic. What'd you guys think, Uncharted 4? I was blown away by how much shit was breaking. Yeah. And blowing up and how many pieces they were blowing up into. The turrets hitting the crates, just like yeah. shredding the crates that he was trying to yeah. hide behind. Yeah. The crowds. That was... Right. Uh, and I actually leaned over to, I think, Josh or something like, is this going to be like Assassin's Creed now? He's going to creep by him? Oh. Sure Did you see him say, excuse me to the dude? Yeah. Oh, sorry. He was like, oh, sorry, buddy. Wow. Andy? <laughs> Yep. Oh, how about that jumping one? Yeah. He jumped off mm-hmm. the top of the yeah. building and boom, just right down on him. Yeah. That was cool. He grabbed the gun. The guy, like, yeah. Threw oh, yeah. The, the gun flew up and all of a sudden, boom, grabs it out of the air. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think we were all cheering at that point. That was friggin' awesome. Yeah. Josh, your favorite moment? I don't know. When they walk out the door and they step over to the ledge and they're looking out over the city and the. The water and the mountain in the distance, and it's pretty impressive. That was awesome. And we got to see it it's twice. Great looking game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the driving, like it looked like there's multiple paths to go down, and it's yeah. not going to be just like you failed because you like there's clearly yeah. like ones that like go down this one, but there was plenty of ones where it's like I want to know. It did seem like you yeah. were on rails. Like yeah, they not were at all. they were guiding you in a certain direction. But yeah. You had a choice. Yeah, the camera kind of pointed where it wanted you to go, but I don't know if you had to go there. Right, right. Yeah, so I would because at, at PSX like they like had that open area too and it like you can take these guys down or you can just Sneak walk around. By. Them. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kinda interested to see how that would work. It's it's pretty cool. I mean it's definitely an expansion of what they've done in the past. So Andy? Huh? 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be out before E3. I don't know. Yeah. That was like in middle of June, like right before, right after E3, Last of Us. One of those games was, yeah. I think it was. It was Last of Us was, because I had to right. play the fuck out of it, it over like, a weekend. The review came out like a week or two before E3. You got to get this done right? so I can leave. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if I'm going to get home on Saturday and Batman's going to be sitting there. Oh, God. Because they haven't contacted me yet about where to send it. Son of a bitch. I just thought of that. Uh, final thoughts, boys? Dave? Uh, I thought we'd see something with some of the firmware or something. But, and then well, all the way they're doing they this do other the, crap, they though. They the DNLA like, during the press conference. I mean, here's your media server. What? <laughs> so, that would have been something that I think would have got a big roar out of the crowd, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really think there was anything I was expecting to see that I didn't see. I was impressed that they didn't show it. They didn't say anything about remasters. Yeah, which I think is good. I think that is... There's another place to do that. But that's a remake and it's not a remaster. Ah, And a game that's... How many years old? Over, you know, ten years old. And it'll make people shut the fuck up, finally. Yeah, well, no, they'll find something else to bitch about. That, we'll do that tomorrow night. We'll we'll speculate on what people want to see next. What they're going to bitch. Well, besides well, Kingdom Hearts three, they're, where's Kingdom Hearts three? That's going to be the number one question. But they have the Square Enix presser tomorrow before E three for some reason. So, <sighs> idiots. Yeah, we're not going to that. I don't even know where it's at. Uh, it's right down the street. Um, 
I've got it somewhere. Emra? I was very pleased overall. I was impressed. I thought they did blockbuster announcement after blockbuster announcement, and they're checking off all these boxes for things that people have been clamoring for for years. Shenmue, Final Fantasy, Last Guardian, obviously. Right. Um, I wanted to see some God of War 4, but... I, I, I guess the timing on the remake it. is... Uh, what I heard, it wasn't ready to show. Yeah. I guess maybe the timing on the remake, it wouldn't have been right if they show 4 now, and then then in July or August, what I is it? that'll be PSX. I think that's what they'll show God of War 4 first. Will be a PSX. Are we talking about tickets already? or No, but we know it's going to happen. It was successful. <laughs> yeah. they, they said it was successful. So. Cool. That's a it's year after it was announced. So Yeah. yeah. Andrew? Yeah, I'm. I'm like I said. I'm hoping we can do like last year and yeah, I bet there's hit the floor hard. hard. I mean, I, I know I'm personally seeing like six or seven. Um, well, at one booth, those XC tests. Like, oh, that's right. I don't know how they. They, they must be keeping the Vita afloat themselves. <laughs> well, I think the Vita is kind of getting to that life cycle part now, where it's going to be like the PSP, where it's just going to get all these freaking RPGs. And that's fine, yeah. I know, well, Mark even tells me, because he got a, a PlayStation TV, and he goes, actually, I'd rather play him on the Vita, on the small screen. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's probably the way it's going to go, and that's fine. Michael? Um, Sony was fantastic. Like, Microsoft was solid, and, like, that's good for the industry. Like, sure. Microsoft didn't blow anyone away, but they continued to be solid. Last year they were solid, this year they were solid. Right. Sony's just on like this role that I haven't seen God. in like I don't know how many years for Sony. So yeah, no, it's good E three so far for the press conferences. Every conference was, you know, solid to like Sony's like amazing. Yeah. Bethesda really blew me away. Even though it was only like four games, but the stuff they showed, wow. Except for Battlecry. Josh, before you fall asleep. I'm tired. I know. Um, Even though we've just begun. Honestly, I can't think of a better media briefing from any company than we just saw with Sony. I thought Sony's last year was a little bit better still. What about Jack Trenton's last year? How could last year have been better? Uh, Because they were just on this high from reacting to what microsoft showed and and it was the the, the i don't know yeah this final good. fantasy 7 remake yeah you got a good point Shinmu. you can't Shinmu. and Shenmue 3 last guardian and, and last guardian and and yeah you're right. you're right you're right no you're right you're right stealing call of duty i digress back. you're right yes you you cannot there's nothing that can compare to what they just did on stage it was staggering yeah I, it's been building it was, people were reeling there. from everything you know i mean they start off with the last guardian and that wasn't even the big news yeah that's that's insane i mean if you read the neogaf thread the, there was this big last guardian thread <laughs> and everybody shit. was like it's gotta happen this year and people were ready to give up and i actually i messaged it to, to, to shoe i'm like you gotta see this because i mean there was so much insanity in that thread and I think he knew about it. I'm pretty sure he already knew about that thread. But it, it, it that was just a small sampling of how people were feeling. And I was getting people asking me, like, why is it such a big deal about The Last Guardian? And I said, that team completely missed the PS3. 
completely, except for the remasters, which they didn't make. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're waiting that. It's almost like us waiting for Mad Max Fury Road. You know, <laughs> it took that long. Yeah. So. But I mean, they've been building since they, that that day where they got to tell them that you know your game, all your games will work on our system. You can trade your games with your friends, and yeah. they hit them. They hit Microsoft hard that day, and they've just been continuing to hit everybody else. It's true. That's very true. And no talk of a price drop on Sony's side. I mean, Microsoft announced it a few days ago for the 500 gig. We know the one terabyte PS4 is coming. I'm very shocked that we they, didn't see. They don't have to. I I do think they do need to because they're they're when when Xbox officially went down to 349 for that little bit, they outsold the PS4. But not when they're going to sit there and have Final Fantasy first, and they're going to have Uncharted, and they're going to have Last Guardian, and they're going to mm-hmm. have you know yeah. Street Fighter. Games, other than like a little bit yes. For you. In fact, it was wall to wall AAA. Yeah. Well, No Man's Sky's an indie. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, wall to wall like games, everyone was. But that's what they. I mean, that's what they've been doing lately for the last few years, where they just made it about the games. Like even Jack Tretton's last year, I don't think he talked numbers at that one either. No, but they did bring it down with Powers. Yeah. 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 But Powers was actually but, pretty but good. But look, they like Sony was so good that like I was glad that they came out and was like, let's slow things down and talk about View and Spotify. Because we just blew your guys' minds yeah. in the first mm-hmm. half, and now we're going to come back in the second half. Like, they yeah. needed that little, like, halftime show. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we should have saw something about Hellblade as well. Yeah, I was, like, Metal Gear Solid missed it, too. I kept hearing it was going to be there. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't hear a number either, how many PS4s were sold. I'm surprised they didn't say something about this. <laughs> that'll, all, that'll all come out in a press release. Yeah. That's yeah. usually Andy I mean, House's jam. Yeah, these, these, are the things that, uh, <laughs> these are the things that pop out later. I just thought it would have been they because could sit on stage and said twenty five million. Well, that's the thing. The thing you're, is, they're not responding to anything. Because Microsoft never said how many they sold. Yeah. yeah, you're you're in a position now where you've got only so much time on stage, and they decided to focus on what they felt was really important, which yeah. were all these games, which were all these big bombshells, and all the exclusive games and and new IP and everything else. And don't don't bog it down with. Oh yeah! By the way, the 20th anniversary DualShock is here. Just throw that in a press release beforehand or after, and it's just more being built. Up. You've got this huge pile of news coming out. Yeah. And then oh yeah, and this happened too. Oh yeah, and also you can play your movies from your media server now. Oh, and also that you know it's we got stuff before. We're going to get stuff during the week and stuff into next week that's still going to be hitting with, oh, yeah, we also did this, and oh, yeah, you can also get this. I agree the DualShock so. stuff shouldn't have been at the press conference, but I think they should have brought up the media server thing really quick. But that seems that, boring. It's, like, no, just yeah. say, it just hit, here's what you can do. And I mean, literally, like, spend one minute on it, because that crowd would have gone well, they shit. Right after Spotify, they could have said, oh, by the way, now with Spotify, you yeah. can do this. It would have been great yeah. since they had. The well, I was XMB. expecting that to come. Yeah. yeah. When they mentioned Spotify, I'm like, oh, they're going to do the ser- the media server stuff, and they didn't. Eat shit. And I went, oh, okay, I guess it's not happening. And the other thing that I thought was cool all throughout the course of the day today, because you and you tweeting it earlier reminded me about it, where you made the reference of like female characters. Yeah. We saw a lot of female characters today. 
like through all the press conferences, whether it's Mirror's Edge or Horizon oh, yeah. Yeah. or that yeah, Assassin's way to be Creed late Assassin. to the way to be late to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Dare you. Well, I, I yeah. brought that up earlier. I'm <laughs> super secret assignment tonight and be late. But I like that. It's I want to play Assassin's Creed because that girl looks like she's going to kick some people's yeah. asses really bad. <laughs> that, that was a really cool gameplay segment. Like I said earlier, I I, I want to get to a point where I don't even think I'm right. playing a female character. Yeah. I just like no, I'm just playing a badass character. Like I don't have to say mm-hmm. I'm playing a badass female character. It's yep, like no, I I'm just playing a badass character. Yeah. But it's, it's it's cool that they're doing it. Yeah, and they they're bringing out uh, each conference uh, for the most part. Like brought out a, a, like a a woman in the gaming industry. Brought her out and like yeah. That. I'm sure the Twitch chat hated it, but <laughs> oh my god! Ah! Yeah. The woman in the Assassin's Creed Chronicles was pretty badass too. <laughs> it's true. All right, we're late. Let's get the hell out of here, guys. Uh, we'll be releasing a podcast every day for the rest of the week. Uh, last one will be on Thursday night, early Friday morning. And uh, keep your eyes and ears on psnation.com for all the content that's going up. There's also a PlayStation Nation sideshow going up pretty much every day from what it sounds like. Uh, so there's a lot of content there for you to consume. And I just forwarded like 40 emails for our writers. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, Twitter and Periscope stuff happening. Yeah, Josh on Periscope constantly with crazy shit. I would do it, but I never had signal on the things I was doing today. So thanks very much for listening, folks. Uh, again, these E3 podcasts are not going to be very uh, engineered, very edited, or anything like that. They're going to be pretty raw. Um, and, we, you know, obviously help us out. If you can, go to the place, psnation.com. Hit that E3 section. You'll see all the stuff there that we're posting throughout the week. And uh, we have some embargoed information going up Tuesday morning. I don't even know when Dave's stuff's going to be up, so we'll have to talk about that afterwards. And uh, hit the affiliate link section if you want to help us, uh, you know, like hit those links and help us pay for all this stuff. I used it earlier. Yay! Bought Secret Service because it's 12, or uh, yeah, Kingsman is $12 on Amazon. I saw that. I got to buy yeah. that. I used the affiliate link this morning. Yeah, I saw that. So I got to buy that movie too because I hear it's awesome. And your collector's edition. I bought the, yeah. I bought the Pip-Boy yeah. edition last night with our link. So there you go. Or pre-ordered it. Uh, so thanks for listening, folks. Uh, a lot more coming this week. We uh, we have a ton of appointments and Andy's going to be just exhausted tomorrow, poor guy. Oh, yeah. Well, you go first tomorrow. <laughs> so, well, we both have we all have parties tomorrow night too. So that's like the only night we're really doing party parties. Uh, but it sounds like they're going to be great. So, yeah. Uh, so we'll talk to you again tomorrow, folks. Get out there, play some games. Have a great one. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. That's the first time you've seen on Twitter. <laughs> Bye.
And take three from Tuesday night, E3 2015, almost live from the Howard Johnson in Koreatown. The mics are all finally working, I hope. My God, what a night. Uh, so all six of us are here, starting with uh, the guy that you didn't hear last night. We apologize for that. Technical bullshit. Hello. It's Andy. Hi. He got to see some weird shit today. Yeah, saw lots of stuff. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about some of it, though. Pigeon Not all of it. dating simulators. All Not uh, Michael, first motherfucking MJC. Hello. I had one daiquiri. So. One daiquiri? Yeah. So loaded. Yep. Just like the other guy, Josh Langford. Hello. Hi, Josh. Oh, Hello. now you're going to be all demure and not laughing your ass off with the stupid Hello. shit. Yeah. Uh, that was not stupid shit. And probably the, drunk, awesome. probably the drunkest man in the room, <laughs> Emra. What up? These guys all went to a party tonight where they were drinking. Dave? Yeah, and I hate to be the one that cut Emra off. Yeah, I took, I <laughs> took, took Emra's tickets. tickets yeah. oh, I still had tickets, man. You can have it. Well, how did you get so many tickets? Or did they just give they you gave a ton? Us three tickets I took them person. from everyone else. Wait, he got drunk on three tickets? No, he got five. drunk on like five tickets or six tickets. Oh, he <laughs> took tickets from everybody else? I was driving, else. so I gave him my tickets. Oh, <laughs> he was wow. an enabler. <laughs> Andy the Enabler. It's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's pretty late tonight. Let's let's uh, cut with the shenanigans a little bit. Yeah, right. Uh, and get down to it. So I think I'm just going to go around the room. We're going to hit one at a time and talk about what we saw wow. today. Well, I think that's the best way to do it. In the... Go ahead. Wake me up when you get to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, Andy had something early. We didn't really know what to expect with this. Uh and it was this whole thing that we've heard about with Shinra oh, yeah. Technologies and this new... It's a streaming service, right? Yeah, kind of. Explain okay. it. So it's like... It's a cloud computing service okay. that they're doing. So it's kind of partially streaming, partially cloud computing. Because it's like... The way they explain it is basically they'll make a game that's like an MMO. And the entire game world and all the characters are on their supercomputer. And then they're streaming the service or the, the experience to each client. All right, and and we won't uh-huh. get, we won't get too deep into the, we won't get too deep into this because he's going to write this up and we got to discuss it more. But I guess that's where the disconnect happens. Like, what is the client? Are they are they saying it's going to be kind of universal where they're going to have a client on a, a tablet and on yeah. a PC? It sounded like they were looking at being on consoles and PC and tablets and all that kind of okay. stuff. But it's currently only in beta in Japan, and then. I guess there's a beta coming later this year here. Yeah, but even is. then, they're not completely sure like what their platforms were and everything. Did they say the city they're going to do it in? Because I know what it is. Oh, they didn't say. They just said somewhere with fibers. Because the, the guy asked, what was the latency going to be like? And it's like, oh, well, we're rolling at somewhere with fiber. And we're like, okay, that's good for those five people. That's, well, that's what not about true. the rest it's, of us? It's a lot more. But uh, I guess I won't say the city just because I don't know if I can or not. But... Uh, what the plan is right now for the beta, for the first phase of the beta, uh, just because I've been actually helping these guys out for the last couple of months, uh, is to go with in areas that have fiber. And it is more than just one place nowadays. There's, they're actually rolling out quite a bit. Because uh, there's more than just Google Fiber now. I mean, uh, yeah. I think even Josh, don't you have fiber or is it all cable yeah. still? Yeah. No, it's fiber. So it, it, basically to, to boil it down right now for the, for the sake of this podcast is – it sounds like it's kind of their version of a PlayStation now, but it's not just PlayStation games. It's like games that they're going to offer, like MMOs and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, well, they they had three developers in the um, thing, and they were all talking about games that they were developing 
specifically for the service because they could take advantage of the supercomputer. Right. And they were basically – the way they put it is instead of building the game to the box, yeah. they can build the box to the game. Yeah. So it, it's it's – again, it's like on live. It's, it's like PlayStation Now, but – it's their platform, so it's yeah. you know yeah they're not hosting yeah. a bunch of games on it. Um, okay, cool. Well, I mean you'll write it up, and, and mm-hmm. there'll definitely be a lot more information. It was it's kind of weird that we got that invite because it's like oh, you were, I think we were the only actual gaming site in there because it was all like in gadget and everything. Yeah, else. <laughs> but, it, but was, it was probably James. It was because it. I've actually yeah. I've literally been helping these guys for two months. I've been yeah. helping them with some stuff, so <laughs> that's why I know what cities. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, MJC, your first game today. Oh, you fuck. He's going to go for an hour. Yeah, I mean, I just from my first appointment, I have five games that I saw. But yeah. uh, we'll, go well, we'll, we'll just do one right now. We'll yeah. just kind of go. Because I was with him for the first game, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, it's called Mother Russia Bleeds. Yeah. And it is an epic, ultra violent beat em up. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. Like, Great uh, soundtrack and the soundtrack was awesome. It's a uh, like Glenn made the uh, the connection of like it's just bum fights. Like he said, it like you bum fights. You you play like the world has been completely taken over by like mobsters, so everything sucks, and you are actually bums. Yeah, you're homeless, homeless people. people. Yeah, so you're just kind of like farting around. Well, no, you're you're, you're trying to fight back against these corporations and, and stuff. Like you have like syringes that you. Hulk up with and like get your health from. So why isn't it called Streets of L.A.? <laughs> oh, I almost wanted wow. to like <laughs> burn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's ultra violent. Like some of the it's moves that they crazy. have to do. Like, like the female character, she like literally busts balls when she knocks people down. Yeah. Well, you can Hulk up, basically. I, I, uh, Berserk. They call it Berserker. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, like you can go, you can dash toward a guy and grab him, and like you do the whole backbreaker thing, but you literally break his back in half and. Um, you can do this. It's really cool. Like they said that one of their inspirations, obviously, like Final Fight and Streets of Rage yeah. and, and that sort of thing. And those games always had kind of simplistic controls, you know, punching, jumping, etc. And a special move. They've really expanded things quite a bit. So you can hold down the attack button and you can do like this really powerful punch. And it was cool because when we found out that you can move while you were kind of charged up. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. But the, one of the levels they played. Jesus. Oh, God. It was like in this S&M bar, and like there was a gimp, and then there was this... It was effed up, but awesome game. I, like, I loved it. Yeah, no, I, I did too. Like I told you, like one of my first gaming experiences I can remember is playing Streets of, Streets of Rage. Yeah. So yeah. like playing that was great, and it, again, it's super, super violent. Like the bum fights, they made me laugh, because then automatically, if people have seen bum fights, like I was hoping for Bling Bling DLC, if anyone <laughs> gets that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make that to them, but they were all Russian, and I just feel like that would have just like threw off the whole thing. Well, the developers weren't Russian. We're, uh, well, they, uh, they French. Oh, French. Okay, sorry. Yeah, they they, they had the wrong flag then. Oh, they had all these flags out everywhere oh, yeah, in their country. So Devolver sets up in a parking lot across from E3, and yeah. it's all these Airstream trailers, and they have the demos in these Airstream trailers that are all air conditioned. Yeah, and then That's they cool. have the country's flags in front of them, but they, it looks like they rearranged a lot because a couple of the the tr- uh, trailers I was in. Had the wrong sign, oh, so it was kind of weird. Like, am I supposed to be in there? When you're like, oh yeah, yeah, we just yeah. we wanted this one because the light lighting's better or whatever. It's like, yeah, uh, no, the game looks great. Like, if you like beat 'em ups, uh, four players. They said it gets like crazy with four players because it just yeah. adds more enemies. They, we were having some problems where like th- they do like crazy stuff with the lighting, so it was kind of hard sometimes when like the like there was a point where like the lights were just constantly flickering in and out. 
because it's like a nightclub with like gimps and stuff, and <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intense. It was, I, and the thing is, I, I really didn't play it too much. I played, I grabbed the controller of his hand at one point, and uh, but I was watching it, and so then I got to see all the stuff in the background. It was just fucked up. I mean, it, it was demented, but it was. I loved it. I fell in love with that game in like in two minutes. Yeah, yeah, no, it like has great style. Like the music's great. And yeah, it looks nice. Music's excellent, and the art artwork is just really well done. Yeah, so. and and, it, and like artwork that's really fucked up. Yes, it is. Yeah, Josh. Yes. What was your first thing today, you <laughs> son of a bitch? Uncharted Four. You son of a bitch. Uh, what I saw was Neil Druckmann playing. Yeah. Uh, what we saw last night, and then continuing on. Yeah. For about the same amount of time as like what all... we saw last night. Damn it. Yeah. So I swear I'm going to have them sneak me in somehow. So what we speculated about last night is true. When you're coming down that hill and you're driving all over and there seem to be other paths you can take, you can take those other paths. And he made a point of taking some of those other paths. Uh, clearly, he took... Some of the same paths, and at first I'm watching it, and I'm like, "Change it up, man! Change it up!" Because <laughs> it felt like it was the exact same thing, and it almost felt like it was on rails because it was the exact same thing as the previous night. But then all of a sudden, he took a different turn, and he went down this road, and a bus careened across the road and hit a car and blocked off the road and Sully was like well now what do we do <laughs> and Nate was like well wait I can go back this way and he drives back down some other side alley and he's like what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing and he goes right through a plate glass window <laughs> oh, sweet. and comes out the front of a building and back into an area that you've seen before so you can see you can go other pathways there all those other pathways that we saw that he was avoiding you can go down Nice. Um, so he got through it, got to the bottom. He was chasing. He, you know, he got his grappling hook, got up there. He went through that wall of, of stuff. Dude. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll spoil it. Well, because it's probably going to change in the, in the full game anyway. It probably will, yeah, because that's do what that they tend to do. To yeah. So he comes through that wall, and then he hits the water, and he's, like, being dragged through the water. Then they get over the bridge. Then he's being dragged through the mud. Holy crap. He's being dragged through the mud, and and there's a jeep next to them like, hey, he's being dragged there. And they start shooting at him. So you're being dragged there, and then you have to start shooting at these guys as you're being dragged through the mud. You have to pull your way up the rope, get up on that thing, shoot a guy. Then all the guys on the, on the jeeps and, and motorcycles that are following you are shooting at you. That thing catches on fire. You have to jump off of that. The next one catches on fire. You have to jump into a jeep. That catches on fire. You have to jump onto a motorcycle. It's okay. Fucking... I guess I guess I take back what I said about the Tomb Raider demo and how it was just ridiculously like she's always in peril because that's insane. No, it gets crazy. It gets absolutely wow. crazy. So on and on and on and on and on. He finally catches up to his brother. <laughs> and this was a funny thing. Uh, Nate's in a jeep. His brother's on the motorcycle. He catches up to him. He's like, hey. He's like, hey. And they both at the same time, get in. 
<laughs> no, no, get in. <laughs> and then are arguing about who should get where. Nice. Um, while they're being chased. Yeah, while they're being chased and shot at. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty spectacular. So that whole thing ends in an amazing explosion of adrenaline and kaboom and haha. And like every action movie you've ever seen, like, wow. <laughs> and we all went, holy shit. And the camera, you know, the whole scene goes dark. And we're like, people applaud. And then the scene comes back up again. And it's, they're meeting at some hotel. And we're like, oh. <laughs> holy shit. So we see a little bit more. And they meet at this hotel. And um, we start to get into, I had to write this down. Uh, what they were looking for is this place called Libertalia. Okay. Which is a legendary safe haven for pirates. Uh, a place that they they founded like on an island somewhere and it's where they all got together and they all kept all of their treasure. Oh, okay. In this one place. So it's this legendary, it doesn't exist, it's this mythical place and they're explaining it and Sully's like, all right, so when we get to this communist pirate place, <laughs> it was really funny. Um, and they walk into the the room. They're like, yeah, it's not a problem because the whoever, the bad guy, he doesn't even understand what – he hasn't figured it out yet. So we'll be way ahead of him because Sully's like, he's got the same information. Like he has no idea. He's like, we got it all set. And they walk into this room. They're like, uh-oh. But it's not what you think. I don't know if I should spoil it. Nah, don't do it. All right. But they walk into that room and and Nathan Drake is like, oh, no. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then the camera turns and you see what it is and you're like, Ooh. well, and I won't spoil it. Nice. <laughs> but it was it was pretty badass and but, something happens and yeah. the scene goes dark and that's but all we Seriously, saw. folks, don't worry about him spoiling stuff because... <laughs> Every single time that we have seen yeah. a uh, a Naughty Dog game demoed, when the game comes out, it's different than what we've seen. It is different, Every yeah. Every single time. Yeah, that whole thing we saw at E3 yeah. for Uncharted 3. 3, yeah. We saw it, we're like, oh, okay, we know what this is. The and plane, then, the, the, the airport. Yeah, and then when it happens in the actual game... You're, you're playing it. You're playing it. Oh, I know what this is. Yeah, and oh, I know this part. And then all of a sudden, it's different. And you're like, wait, what Son the bitch. fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. They do that on purpose every time because they want to show it to you, but they don't want to spoil it, so they change it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this will change most likely. All right, let's get Emmer talking before he falls asleep. But, oh, wait wait, oh wait, 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 wait. But one more thing. One thing. One thing that got me, and I I didn't see it on the screen last night because I don't think it was crystal clear enough on that projection on that big wall up there. While we were sitting there and I was watching it, they're in the Jeep and they're cruising down that hill. And people at home probably saw it and may have noticed it, but we didn't. Um, They're in the Jeep and they're, they're cruising down that hill. The shirts are going like this. They're like flapping with the wind. Oh, okay, yeah. And they're moving and all that stuff. So there's all these little teeny tiny details that as I was watching it, I was like, holy fuck. Like it made it so much more realistic. 
all the all the wind and everything was affecting their shirts. At one point, he drove through like a laundry line of clothes. Yeah, and it was dragging the clothes, and the clothes were flapping in the breeze, and then they flew off at one point. One of the guys I talked to after said, "You know what? We couldn't get that right forever. Really? <laughs> it took forever to get that right. It just never looked right. It never worked right. And just before E3, we got it working. Mm-hmm. Um, he's shifting gears as he's turning. You know, as he's I going saw down that. those tight turns. No, you I know, saw that. All, all the little, little, teeny tiny details are in there already, and it's it's one of those things where." If they don't have those, if you spot it, you're like, ugh, and it pulls you right out of it. So they're working on all of that, on the little teeny details that will keep you immersed in it because your eye will catch it, yeah. you know, if it's not there. So it's, at this early stage, incredibly impressive. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, it's got, I mean, exciting. it's 2016. We got a ways to go. Yeah. So. It's amazing. <laughs> Man, by the time it comes out, oof. And once again, I hear from people like, I can't believe they got that that good for E3 because I saw it like a month ago and it was nowhere near that. Yeah, it's crazy. Those people are nuts. All right, sleepy sleepyhead. <clears throat> oh God! The first game that I saw today was called <laughs> a Relativity. Oh my God! What's that, Swick? Oh no, it's the Chicago guy. Yes. Yeah. The His what? name is Chicago guy. Oh, the Chicago yeah. guy. Is that what he goes by? No, no, no. It's, it's the nickname is... I, I dubbed the guy I never met. <laughs> but but you're the Chicago guy for us. Uh, for us. But I'm, you're confusing me now. I'm get I'm old. Oh, so now we have Chicago guy, cardigan guy. Cardigan. God, cardigan, cardigan guy's guy. an exhibitor. If you're listening, don't wear that tomorrow. Maybe that's his little costume for his whatever he's exhibiting. Okay. I should have looked him at, for him at the indicate. I bet you he's over there. He, it, no, he was in the exhibitor. Uh, area, Emra said. Oh, okay. Emra, so... Yes. What was it called again? Uh, the, the Chicago man's real name is Willie Chur. All right. I guess C-H-Y-R is his last name. All right. And he had started this game called Relativity all by himself. Okay. And for two years he worked on it until it got picked up by the Indie Fund. Is that Jonathan Blow's thing? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, that's Indie Fund. It's Jonathan Blow and um, Kelly Santiago. So he mentioned Among to others. me that those two really liked his game, and he's got two other programmers on with him now. Nice. And basically the game is like a kind of like a puzzle platformer, but it's first person. Oh, shit. And you have, like if you're, you're inside of cubes or like six-sided rooms most of the time, and you can change gravity to either surface. Okay. Okay, so, and it's color-coded. So if the floor that you're on is red... You can flip the entire room by making the wall the floor. Okay. And maybe the right wall is blue. Colors don't change until you flip it. And the the left wall is green. Oh, okay. Maybe the ceiling is purple. So that's how you kind of keep track of yourself. So, like, what's the what's the goal? Is there, like, a door you have to try to get to? Or are you trying to put pieces together in a certain way? Or? Yep, you're picking up blocks of the same color. And okay. you can only pick them up when you are... On that color gravity. So oh. if you need to move a red cube to open a door, you're only going to be able to pick that cube up when the floor is red. That sounds maddening. It is. It is. And everything looks like hand-drawn, almost like drawn-to-death type notebook stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Um, 
and it's like it just gets more complex the further you go. The, the I got out of like the first room that I started in, and you can just see just endless little paper places. Sure. And everything you can see, you can go to. So it almost kind of felt like a notebook full of No Man's Sky, oh, but with okay. nonstop puzzles. All right. Um, yeah, it's a little hard to talk about unless it's your hands-on with it. But he is targeting 2016, and it's probably going to be a PC and a PS4 game. Probably. Yes. All right. Wasn't sure on a lot of deets. Okay. Cool. Dave, what did you see first today? Uh, do you want to do what I saw first today or what I saw last Oh, night? yeah. Let, let's go over what you saw last night. Okay. And as they're looking at funny pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dave, uh, after the press conference last night, after the Sony press conference, is that your creepy picture? <laughs> Josh took... I didn't take... Or no, yeah. Somebody... Uh, who was it? Tony Weibo. All right. Yeah. So... We got to talk about this quick. This is, you saw quickly. it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, So, on Twitter, I... I creepy. I was, I was walking through... I, I skimmed through the Sony area and everything, and as I'm walking back, I saw GameSpot and uh, Kind of Funny and all that. And as you walk past, the way it's curved and everything, you can't you can see cameras and all, but you can't see the stage area. And I walked over and I kind of peeked in towards where the stage area is to see what was going on there, and I saw Greg Miller and... Colin and all, and I was like, oh. And I turned and walked away. About an hour later on Twitter, somebody had was apparently watching it. <laughs> I didn't know that it was live at that point because it didn't look like they were doing anything. Uh, there's a screenshot of me peeking in the background. <laughs> it, so shit funny. In it really does look funny. It looks creepy. That better be the banner tonight. And it make says, a new banner. I should make a, a new banner. I you, will. You might. Have, I mean, that. I will. That yeah. is Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> we need to put that on the forums, too. I mean, it's funny as hell. But it's Tony Weibo caught it, and it says, uh, it was at PJF, Josh, I see a creeper. That's <laughs> so fucking funny. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's really good because Greg Miller has his head down. He's looking at something. He has no idea what's going on. And I'm in the background just like, eh, the master needs it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Awesome. All right. Now, Dave, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. But it was worth it, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it so last night, I'm sorry. It'll be so, worth it when you see it. Yeah. So Dave uh, actually got on the bus right from the Sony press conference. Was whisked. Oh, wait, wait. You, the funny thing is, you didn't get on the one for the for the event, and the and after you left, this guy, you know, where we were standing right by the doors, this yeah. guy was walking around with a sign. Of course, yeah. Which so, would have made my life like ten times easier than walking around that yeah. block twice. So, so anyway, so uh, Dave got to go to this event. It was an invite only event, pretty small from what it sounds like, mm -hmm. uh, to actually get your hands on with Black Ops Three multiplayer, right? Yep. So tell us what you saw. So they went through, um, like, the first half an hour was uh, in a theater-style setting, and they went through the kind of, like, what their goal is with the multiplayer this year. And then after that, we got um, time to play it, and then I had, um, and I still don't have his name um, because I didn't listen to it, but then I got, <laughs> I got a chance to sit down and ask some questions, which I think I'm going to have to do. When I get some more of the single-player stuff, I think I'm going to have to do more of a joint piece because the stuff that he, I, I got a roundtable with one of the developers. Um, for uh, Your Black first Ops round 3. Table. Yeah. <laughs> My little boy's all grown up. <laughs> it w wasn't prepared for it at all, but I winged it really, really well. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, so the the main focus of this 
version of Call of Duty with uh, Black Ops 3, their multiplayer, is continuous motion and guns up. So we all know, or anybody that's played any kind of Call of Duty, if you stand still, you die. Like, it's just the way it happens. So now that when you're traversing or uh, mantling over things, railings or barrels or any part of the environment, you can you can aim down the sight, sights while doing this. You can hip fire while doing this continuously. It's always about having your gun up. They, I swear they said the phrase guns up that I thought I was actually watching that game. But that's a Sony San Diego game. <laughs> um there's, you know, like it, it, they Synergy. were pretty clear on saying that like this is different than Advanced Warfare, and it's not a mech jump. Like there's a, you have a what's called a thrust jump now. Oh, gee, give me a uh, fucking break. And Plus not, wall, wall, wall jump or uh, wall running, wall running yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and so like there's a lot of things like there's the there's the jumping where you can you know you you press X and you jump and you can press it again and you can get another solid like a, a, a substantial burst out of it. Wait, you mean you mean a double jump? <laughs> like they said they're not doing. <laughs> And then you can also like you can feather the button and you can got, you know go over larger larger areas to to jump across, um, and then everything they want you to do they want you to chain everything so they showed like a you know a person running and you know jumping over a banister and then doing a double jump and then you know doing into a power slide because there's there's sliding going on now and you you have a meter that you know does it's either your jump meter or your slide meter or whatever it is, and so it was just. You know, wall running. You can you can stop running on the wall. You can jump off the wall for a second, do a 180 degree turn like that, and jump right back on the wall and go the other way. Nice. So okay. um, it was just, and the maps that they have that we, the the couple maps that we got to play on, it's very conducive to wall running and jumping. They and are continuously just, moving. They're continuously trying to make this just a constant motion and so twitchy. Mm-hmm. It's going to get to the point where only like. Eighteen-year-olds are able to play. Yeah, it, there wasn't. They, you know, it, and again, like as I'm getting exposed to more and more first-person shooter things, like they referred to a couple times of like, eh, when you're ADSing, I'm like, what is ADSing? And it's aiming down the sights. Oh Jesus! So I was just like, you know, so a couple of those things were, you know, interesting. The guys are very, very passionate about their game, though. They, they, those guys love what they're doing. Well, I mean, Treyarch has become kind of the A team, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then the other aspect that they're introducing to it is. Get crap for this comparison, but it's similar to Destiny's PvP. Oh my god, you would know that! <laughs> You're building um, your special ability. You have a, a special weapon or a special ability, and there's six six specialists that they've revealed now. There is nine that are planned, and supposedly nine that are planned for launch. Yeah, but we'll see how that goes. There are six that they revealed, uh, or two more that they revealed this week, and w- on top of the four that they showed. Um, at, a, at a reveal event a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Each character, um, which would be, you know, I would uh, uh, equate this to your class. Like when you when you pick a class, yeah. uh, each character has either a special weapon or a special ability. Um, and you pick those before the match even starts. So you, you can only pick one, the weapon mm. or the ability. Um, and there's things like... Um, uh, I don't have everything in front of me, but like the one guy has like gravity spikes where he's got two things in his hand and he stabs into the ground. And Which we saw that in the, causes, in the video. You saw actually, you saw all of them. Yeah, because when they were talking about everything and they talked about all of the the players or the specialists and their classes or their abilities. Then they showed the trailer, which was the exact same trailer we saw at the press conference. Of course. You know, which, but it showed all the abilities. It made way more sense to me after everything they explained. Okay. So like that was, um, so there's a, there's a, there's a post on the website that I've gone through and I've broken down each specialist and what their special weapon and their special ability is and what it does. 
Um, and you do not lose this charge yeah. when you die. Yeah. Um, once it's activated and you deploy it and then you die, you're done. Like it's, it, if you didn't, if you, you hit L1 and R1 and if you get your kills, you get your kills. If you don't, you don't. Um, the one that I think is a little bit ridiculous, I can't remember the, the person's name it is, but it's something called Glitch. Where he essentially throws a trip mine, it looks like, at a wall, mm. and he goes past it, and he starts shooting, and then it activates, and it teleports him back to where he was. That's the kill we saw where he mm-hmm. kind of he came yep. in behind a guy and stayed. Yeah, yep. so, that one I, I looked at him like that was cool, but uh, yeah. there's a couple of them that like there's one I can remember that you know you shoot a lightning bolt into somebody and it uh, generates a, a field like almost like a like a static field around them and it yeah. kills anything within a certain radius of them. Um, but obviously, if you get kills, it um, well, I think it, I think it's, it, it's that evolution of the kill streaks or score streaks or whatever they want to call it. It just doesn't. Yeah, it, it is. And but the the kill streaks don't affect how this charges. It'll charge faster if you get more if you're getting kills. Sure. And you know, like there's I think there's a, a multiplier in there somewhere in the in the scoring equation. Um, but so like there's all of those, and then um, you can one of the things that I guess I didn't realize it didn't exist, but apparently you can. Use all your weapons and all your abilities in the water, fully submerged. They did some of that in Black Ops too. Yeah, but yeah. all weapons, everything. Obviously, you'll run out of you'll run yeah. out of breath after a certain amount of time, and you'll start yeah, taking boy. damage. But um, so they they did that, and it it worked. Uh, the the uh, you know the multiplayer that I played, you know the se- seven to ten rounds of multiplayer that I was able to play with the different classes. They give you a different feel. The bow is really cool. There's a bow with exploding rounds. Yeah. Um, you know, so like that that stuff is all interesting. Um, it's definitely the customization is out of control. With a, they have something called a gunsmith now. Yeah. Um, that it has like 64 layers of customization on the gun and. Well, they've got that. They've got that whole paint workshop that E3 yep. even. So. Yeah. But is all this in your article? Yes. We'll leave it there then. Let let people <laughs> go to the website and read up on that stuff. <laughs> But, I mean, did you enjoy it? I mean... It- yeah, it definitely wasn't one of them that I, like, you know, like, there's a couple times that I've played Advanced Warfare or I've played um, Ghost, and I just wanted to, after, like, two or three rounds, just put it down and walk away. <laughs> well, I Ghost was that bad. Yeah, I didn't find myself, like, getting frustrated with it. It does give you moments of power without yeah. throwing the balance off in the game. Okay, cool. Uh, my first one was a game called Hollow Point. We've heard a little bit about this with Stuart Gilray because Stuart is actually... Uh, his company's handling the PS4 port of the game. Uh, I'll go over it real briefly because I know he already went over some of the stuff. But uh, it's kind of interesting. It It's like this 2D combat game. But, you know, in Counter-Spy, when you come up to cover and it flips to that 3D view, it does that, but you also have guys on the 2D plane as well. So you ha- you have to keep switching in and out of it to keep shooting. And there's special abilities. There's... Insane, an insane amount of like weapons to use, and and actually weapons have their own upgrade tree, and uh, you know you can get, but there, there's an upgrade tree for it in terms of like the guns themselves have abilities, but then you also have like adding a new scope and, and all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot there in terms of upgrading, and I think he said, I don't know the recording in front of me or, or you know in my ear or whatever, but it, I think they have like 20 prestige levels. It's just ridiculous, um, but it looks great. It was fun. Uh, once I figured it all out, I had a lot of fun with it. I was playing. It's online only, so I was playing with a guy next to me. We were on PC, and uh, it was fun. So I'm looking forward to see how it is on PS4 because, uh, like, the aiming and everything was the, with the mouse, and I'm really curious to see how they're going to handle that on PS4. Maybe we'll have to uh, talk to Stuart more about that at, at some point. But it was neat. Um, 
I'll probably have a write up next week on it when we get back. But it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it, and uh, it was better than I thought it'd be. Honestly, so yeah. Andy, you were busy yep. today, so you're gonna, we're gonna have a lot of Andy tonight. Can't he just repeat everything we didn't hear last night? No, no, because he had all the good stuff today. Uh, so my next appointment was uh, Magic Duels. The, the, the one you demanded from me? Yeah. I'm fucking not doing that, this. Not that anybody here probably would have done it anyways, because I don't think I don't, no. anybody else plays Magic. No. But yeah, I was pretty interested in it, because um, they uh, took a year off PlayStation, and uh, I guess they made some changes last year that were good and bad. Um, okay. So I was kind of interested in this one... Uh, because the big thing is they're going to a free-to-play model. Oh, they um, So, yeah, it'll be a free download. And they were claiming several times during it that you can earn everything in the game without paying for it. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm sure it'll be slow yeah. and tedious if you really want to. <laughs> Month-long grind um, to go one level. But uh, it, was, it was really interesting because the, the ones that were on the consoles before, the Duel of Planeswalkers, were definitely an entry-level um, product like compared to real magic, these okay. were very low level. They didn't have all the cards. They didn't have um, certain types of cards, and uh, they're kind of changing that and bringing it to a little bit higher level while still trying to make it easy to learn. Because the the guy liked to he used this example several times where um you know puts his hands out. This is all of magic. You know how to learn it, and we're breaking it down into here's a little chunk, here's a little chunk, here's a little chunk. So he was talking about. That's probably um, a good idea, though. Yeah, I mean, the way the, the way game people play. Yeah, the way the game gives you tutorials and stuff. Um, the first time, for example, you see a certain ability, it'll just say, "Oh, you haven't seen that before. Do you want to do the tutorial for it?" And then it'll drop you into a challenge and say, where they no fuck you instructions. <laughs> well, so they drop you into a challenge where you can learn about that thing and you have to use it to beat the challenge. And then if you beat these challenges, you get the currency for the game. So ah. they try to entice you to do all of them. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So it was pretty interesting. Um, I had some good questions and uh, grilled them on uh, magic stuff. I got to see some cards from the new set that isn't out yet, that haven't been announced yet, so I can't talk about the cards, but uh-huh. I did get to see them, and it was pretty exciting. Nice. Oh, look. <laughs> a new card. So I might try to do a write-up for that at some point. Damn right you're doing a write-up for it. <laughs> All five of those magic fans. I'm kidding. Michael? Next one from Devolver. Um, okay, so this one, it was uh, hands-off, okay. so it'll probably be brief. Uh, it's uh, Shadow Warrior 2. Yeah, which just got announced, what, last week, I think, finally? Uh, yeah, they, they released the trailer for it last Friday. That's a lot of wang. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I reviewed the first one. Yeah, uh, did. Yeah, and I liked it. I gave it a, like, a 7, 7.5 or something like that. Um, I had like questions in my head based off the review, and in the introduction... The guy pr- answered all of them. <laughs> of just like one of the problems I had with the game, it, it felt like a corridor shooter, super linear. Right, right. Uh, that's gone. It's openish world now. Oh, nice. Uh, so huge open areas where. Uh, so the the story is going to be told through NPCs that you find throughout the the world. It's not like a complete big open world. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh pretty open. Uh, so multiple paths. Okay. Uh, you can do stuff. Um, uh, problem there used to be where uh, you would just go into areas and it would be waves after waves of enemies. Am I okay in levels? You're good. Okay. Uh, so it would just be constantly, you would just walk into a room, you would get a bunch of waves after waves. And now they've improved it to where fights are going to matter more. 
uh, so that you're not going to just walk into a room and deal with like a mini horde mode. Uh, okay. there's, you're going to oh, run into good. a lot more stuff um, to help with uh, games being repetitive and like give the game replay value. They're doing uh, random levels. They're not. Oh, so they're like going to procedurally generate them? No, uh, they actually did a pass through basically of the levels by the developers, so the levels make sense. Okay. Yeah. So the way they said it's like it's procedural, but it's not because like some things will be basic, but they had to keep it to make sense with the like story being the NPCs and stuff. So it still has to make sense. That's interesting. Yeah, so like the no one's game will be the same in terms of like uh, Dave can play it and his game took place during the day. Mine could be at night. Andy's it could have been raining. So little stuff like that, or the building layouts will be different. Weapon drops everywhere. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool because that keeps from people like. Writing a pretty definitive guide on it, that sort of thing. Yeah, and that's what that that's what they're hoping for. And also because like some people will just be like, my story was broken because the procedural yeah. generation messed it up. Yeah, so, that makes sense. I mean, that's been one of the biggest problems with that procedural stuff. So yeah, um, it looks like drop in, drop out co op. They mentioned in the trailer for co op. Cool. Um, cool thing is you don't have to stick with your co op buddy. So uh, that's going to be great because nobody ever sticks with their co op buddy. What do we always see in Destiny? See a stuff as he's 10 miles from you already. Um, uh, so all the players are going to see themselves as Wayne. <laughs> uh, uh, you're, Wayne. You'll see him as a, like a random ninja. Okay. But he'll be Wayne, and he can still do his story stuff while you guys are both in the world because you're all getting a story through uh, like just the NPCs that are around. Right, right. Um, so it looked interesting. It was hands-off, though. Um, a lot, they changed a lot of like the mini-boss stuff where... Uh, the bosses will be a little bit different based on how you kill them. Like, there's one boss that he killed it a certain way, and little creatures came out of it. Yeah. And then there was another one where it's same type of boss guy. He killed it, but he made sure to kill it a way that the little creatures didn't come out. Okay. So there's, like, different ways to tackle stuff. Uh, they added ver- verticality to it, so you there's, like, a lot of parkour stuff now. Cool. In the world. It, it looked like a complete, like, improvement over, like, Shadow Warrior. Nice. Uh, one. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, uh, that's really all it. It was it was hands off. So sure, sure. Yeah, Josh. Yes. Next, Disney Infinity. Oh God, <laughs> I've heard this story ten times tonight. Yeah, you have. He he's been telling everybody. It's awesome. So look what I got. Look what I got. Yeah, yeah. What that's did you awesome. get? What. Don't. Don't pick oh. it up. They can't hear you. Oh. You, you do know that this is audio. Nobody can see you. What? Yeah, shut up. No. All right. Um, keep it brief. I am brief. Uh, their booth is amazing. Yeah, it is cool. I walked by it today. They have a whole section set up to the art of Disney Infinity, which it's a, just two walls of sketches, yeah. all the concept sketches. And then once they got the concept sketch down, they were comfortable with it. Then they did uh, a 3D printing of it. Right. And they have the those initial prints, those, those initial models, basically, of all these things. And you can see the different poses they, they tried out before they, they got it right for right. each of the characters. Uh, so they're raw characters. They're just in the initial color of whatever the the 
junk was yeah. <laughs> in the 3D printer. Um, it's it's pretty freaking cool to see. Um, they have all the Star Wars, uh, three of the Star Wars sets, play sets uh, out there to play on the floor. Uh, they have a whole new vehicle thing going on. Okay. Which will be sold for nineteen ninety nine, but it includes I forget how many tracks. Um, it's like nine or ten tracks with multiple races on all of them, and that's all it is. is it's it just really? straight so, racing. Yeah, just race. So twenty bucks racing. gets you racing. Racing. Okay. Just, just tons. Oh, is this of racing. the one you were telling me where you put Darth Vader on a? Yeah. Okay. The. One of the parade float things from the uh, Main Street experience. Main Street, yeah, the big one with the big circle on it and everything. Yeah, that's one of the cars. Yeah, I, I put Darth Vader on top of that thing and <laughs> raced him around the uh, the Sugarland uh, Express, whatever it is from Wreck It Ralph. Okay. The you know Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush. Yeah. 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 Sugarland Express is a movie. <laughs> I was going to say that's an old Spielberg movie. Uh, yeah, Sugar Rush. Um, Aren't the you the dad track. with kids and the twenty-five or twenty-seven-year-old without a kid? Just Disney referenced you. <laughs> hey, Wreck-It yeah, Ralph no. is awesome. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph is awesome. Um, yeah, so that's um, when he said it. When he said it's twenty bucks, I was like, uh, and then he told me how many tracks and all the all the content that's involved in it. I was like. Actually, that's a good price. That's not too bad. <laughs> um, and it's weird because it's similar to the playset pieces, which are clear plastic, uh, essentially. Right. Um, but it's shaped like the power discs. Uh, but it's raised up a little bit. And you put the initial power disc down for the vehicle or whatever it is, and you put that on top of it. Okay. And it figures it out somehow. It this just sounds knows. like the Sega Genesis power, Tower of Power. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, Sega CD, Sega Genesis, 32X. Yep. Game Genie. Oh, no, Sonic, Sonic and, and Tails, and then Game Genie, and then... Yep. <laughs> and, and the other thing they have in there is... Um, I took pictures of all this. They have a wall of community-developed screenshots of community-developed levels, which are unreal. Stuff done in the toy box. Yeah. Just staggering in their complexity and bigness and detail. Um, And then on the other side, it's five guys, their five biggest creators, much like Little Big Planet. Every challenge they put out every week, you know, build something like this. These guys were always there, and they were always building amazing shit. Yeah. They hired all five of them. Oh, wow. And that's their job now is to build amazing levels. That's like those Lego master builders they hire. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so they did this, and they they highlighted them there in the booth um, with, like, an actual picture of them with, like, a giant pixel facial screenshot of... You know, why sort of. Why them. can't somebody like make a podcasting game and they can hire Josh? <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. It's cool. it was really cool. So the whole booth was just badass. Tell everybody what you got. Darth Maul. Yeah. 
Yeah. And when well, did it come out? In like November? November. Yeah, November, December, somewhere around there. So you already have it. Yeah. And you, but you can't play with it. You can't use it. Yeah. <laughs> because on the back of the box, it has 1.0, 2.0, red X, and then 3.0, green check mark. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Told you. Sell it on that, eBay. That's interesting. So, will, I guess, will 1.0 and 2.0 work on 3.0? Yeah. But yeah. not anything that comes out for 3.0 won't work on anything prior. Right? Well, see, it's backwards compatible. Take that, Xbox. But but that's the thing I I I don't know exactly how it's going to work because um, that one you have will not work on what you have at home right now. Yeah, correct. Well, that's because it's a new character and they haven't added those characters. To yeah, the, the character doesn't exist. In right, the game. so he won't have any levels. Not without right. a patch or anything like that. The way so, you explain it they just do now that. to Dave is the way it works in Skylanders. But yeah, it's the it's same way it works okay. in Skylanders. Yeah, so. Yeah, I have a character that can't be used right now. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's Put it Darth up on Maul. eBay. It's going to be I, out in November. You can buy it for a lot less than you're going to sell it on eBay. Uh, honestly, Somebody I that's might. listening, make Josh an offer he can't refuse. I no kidding. might. <laughs> I, I just might It's a collectible. It. Ben Palmer, where are you? Yeah, it's kind of a collect- collector's edition right now. It Until is. November. At the moment, yeah. If, if you weren't at E3 and you didn't go through this whole thing or go through a media appointment, you, you can't get this. Right. Um, they gave me a choice. When I was done with my booth appointment, they said, okay, because when I walked up to get all set up for this, I saw in the back a wall of these things. And I went, wow. (laughs) And the guy was like, ah, when you're done, maybe you'll get one. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) And I came back at the end. He's like, okay, you can get uh, sadness. I think it was. Yeah, from the new movie. From the new Pixar movie. That was the other thing. They have... They showed off the uh, the playset for the new Pixar movie. Yeah. It's Little Big Planet. Mm, cool. With those characters. It it really is. And I mentioned it to the guy, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. That's the one with all the emotions, right? The characters yeah. with the emotions. Yeah, yeah. all the characters. Yeah. I can't remember the name. And, and the cool thing is... Inside Out? Yeah. Inside Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside Out. Ding, 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 ding. And the way it's set up, um, and this is a new thing they're doing. Uh, This is actually unique and kind of cool. The initial playset comes with two of them and the playset, of course. And then if you want to buy the other two, you buy them. Um, But in that level, uh, you know... If you don't have all, even if you only have one of them, you can get through the whole thing. There are areas that you need to access with the other characters. So if you didn't buy them, what you do is you hit a button and for 15 seconds, you can switch to that other character. The Mm. one you did not buy. First taste is free. Well, yeah. So for 15 seconds, you can use it to go through and grab whatever you need to grab and then you switch back to what you were. Mom, mom, those 15 seconds were great. I got to have it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a way to to actually get through the level and get all the hidden stuff, get every last thing on the level without ever having to buy any of the other characters. Which I think is a pretty cool idea. Yeah. You don't have to you can do everything. You can find all the hidden stuff. You can get all the hidden stuff. 
and you only have to buy one character if really that's all you want. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty spectacular idea. Um, nice. So, yeah, I, I was very happy with it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. you've been talking about it all night. Yeah, it's, this, the Star Wars stuff is awesome. It is pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. We oh were uh, talking to Meredith Molinari tonight, and we were kind of nerding out about it. And then yeah. I said, but it's got Star Wars. And she goes, yeah, I need to buy that. Yeah. I, I played as uh, Ahsoka. And, uh, dude, I, I beat the fuck out of General Grievous. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. It's so cool playing because you, you got lightsaber and force powers. And, fuck, it's awesome. Nice. Such violence yeah. in an E for everyone game. I know. No kidding. E10, I think. Oh. Yeah. I think. And speaking of E10... Something was E10. I don't remember if it was that one or another one, but I think it was that one. Right. Emra? My next appointment. <laughs> oh, my God. He's been, his head has been bobbing like crazy. He just put off an Undertaker move right now. Wow. This like rose yeah, up. he just and, rose right up. Boom. And his face is like the same color as the bedspread. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Was with End Dreams. Yes, yeah, so this is a VR title, right? Yes. Now, and what they, did you see it on Oculus or? I saw it on Morpheus. They actually had Morpheus set up. For yep. It. Okay. I also saw some. I also watched uh, PC monitor as somebody else played it on Oculus. Okay. So I got to see both, but the developer said it's almost identical on both anyway. Okay. Um. So, this was the first modern game I played for VR. Uh, last year, modern, you know, like not counting all that stupid shit in the nineties. All the all the beta <laughs> shit from last yeah. last year. No, no, the counting that. Oh, okay. Because I played the assembly last year, and yeah. it was cool to see the progression in, in a year, and it was like completely different. They're on Unreal now instead of Unity. Really? Yeah. So they had an engine swap there. It's probably a good idea because I've heard Unity's been working or uh, hasn't been working as well. Right. The, uh, it's Unreal. They're going to come out for launch window on oculus morpheus and whatever that htc thing is uh the htc is the uh, vive or vivi well isn't that the one that's in that, partnership with steam yeah that's the the it's called yeah. like the the like ant vr or something or? It, they're no, there too yeah okay, okay yeah no, but i think it's a, it's spelled v-i-v-e something like that yeah, yeah. that's the one where you have to ha- hang those two big things in your wall right now yeah i think so it's silly anyway so it looked much better um I was excited to play it. I got in there. I was strapped to a gurney, and I was looking around with the head tracking, moving around, and it was fantastic, and then I got sick. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Again? Yes, I can hear it. Did that one get you sick last year? Mm-hmm. I can't handle it, man. <laughs> don't have the physiology. Can you do a VR thing tomorrow? Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll be all right. Oh, God. <laughs> Hopefully you're recovered by the morning. Yeah, no kidding. So most Hung of the time... over in VR. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> most of the time I'm okay until it, you start to, like accidentally move the camera with the right stick and not your head oh jesus and that's when you feel it so then i said what if i close my eyes while i'm moving my head uh that kind of yeah that was bad that was like spinning a damn circle because i would open my eyes and i had no idea where i was you sure you're not talking about 20 minutes ago (laughs) that could have been it too sure as hell felt like reality you sure as heck ate that burger with that game oh boy and then i had immediate sadness when the burger was gone (laughs) I didn't even put that thing down, man. We sat down at our next appointment. He's like, I can't do it, man. I can't do these head helmets. So um, the game itself is about like a big conglomerate like Google or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, They have these secret operations under a a Nevada desert. 
and they're doing all this horrible shit to people. And you get to play it from two different perspectives. So from one person in captivity down there, and then the other perspective is like a scientist. You get to play as one of the scientists? Oh, I'm not doing anything. Leave me alone. So then, you know, I had to stop after a couple minutes because it was getting really hot, and I pounded a bottle of water. I was breathing. (laughs) I was breathing in one of those brown bags. (laughs) Was it a virtual brown bag or a real one? They didn't tell me. Okay. But, um... (laughs) Anyway, so then I got to see, I got to go out of the room and watch the other guy play it on the, um... Oculus. <laughs> so. I, I want someone to now develop like a virtual brown bag for the game. I just want to know if he had to go in a room called like "You Can't Handle This" or something. No, they don't you have can't that. Handle the truth. They said it was twenty to thirty percent of people who get sick. So, are you serious? Yeah, it's a high There's rate. There. I don't hear about that with other anything else. I think it might be this is their game. Maybe they, want to, maybe they want to fix their shit. We'll find out tomorrow when I play some more stuff. Oh, boy. So, like, if we make you, like, spin around on a bat and then put the helmet on you, what's going to happen? Blah. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to puke before I get it on. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, anyways, the game looked cool. So, after that first chapter where you're just kind of being wheeled on, um, on like, a, what do you call that, hospital bed? You said a gurney a earlier. Gurney. You had it earlier. Yeah, yeah. So after you're being wheeled on that, uh, you, you get, he got to play a different chapter where it was like uh, a murder mystery at a dinner. Okay. Um, and you got to kind of talk to all the fake guests. They were like mannequins, and they encouraged you to lean in and bring your head closer to the screen so that you could see how much detail you could get from it and how cool it would it would okay. make it closer yeah, to yeah. you. And that's about the point where I lost it. <laughs> but... Um, so then you could some cool shit happened after that, yeah, yeah. but you lost it. So then you could touch the mannequins, and they would play you a recording, and then it was up to you to figure out, you know, who the who the murderer was. Kind of like flu. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't really know how good the detail game is. You get to see Emmerich every VR thing. After like a minute, he just puts his finger. Up. I got away. Hold on. We need to get a spotter. For him. Uh, can't, can't do it, Dave. Here's a helmet. That's right. Finish it. Finish it. I'm going to wear one of those motion sickness bands on my wrist. <laughs> um, Need some Dramamine in the morning? Yep. Get a little bracelet. Do not VR. <laughs> <laughs> so the other guy, he was he kind of pushing through it. He told me later that he was sick too, but he just what wasn't acting fuck? like it. Um, but he ended up solving the murder mystery or whatever. I don't know. I didn't care. I was going to throw up. The guy's so, wife did it. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so um, the guys, the developers and owners of the company, they're really cool. They talk about not having the proper controls for it because they don't know what the controls are going to be. Yeah. Know? I mean, everybody's kind of doing motion controls kind of like move. I mean, you have to have that spatial control and everybody's got their own solutions for it so yeah i mean the steam ones look a lot like move actually except for they don't have the, the, the glowing balls on them right uh the i still think the uh the oculus one is just bad but. he did say there would be some sort of comfort options when the real game launches right after the loading screen like he talked about you could probably stare at one area and maybe teleport there and that would help people from uh, from the motion sickness. Is there, yeah, is there, is there an anti-regurgitate setting? <laughs> or they would 
You, they would uh, they would stop the right stick from working completely so that you could only use the head tracker or well, something. Well, that's that, how it should be, really. Yeah. yeah. Something to help people. All right. Dave? Uh, so Dave. I got to hang out with Deep Silver today, and nice. I got to play uh, Mighty Number no. 9. Um, <laughs> well? Yeah, it... To be honest, like the you know full disclosure, as I they're like I was checking in for the appointment, they're like, okay, there's a TV over there. I was like, okay. Well, I mean, but yeah, yeah. So it's, and again, it's my first. It was my first ever like appointment. So sure. like, you know, and part <laughs> of <laughs> yeah. So part of the some of the issues that I had with it is like I didn't really you know like the the screen I sat on already was like in a level where somebody had died and you know so then I kind of was trying to figure the menus out and the whole game was unlocked. Like everything was unlocked, every level was there, nice. all the power ups and everything were there. So, but then the first level is the tutorial level, and it you know it shows you uh, like playing the game, and it, it it the game looks great and it works. Um, I just I'm concerned about the power switching when you you know get more powers, um, and how it just wasn't explained to me how some things work. Okay, um, and one of the things is you do you know. You're, you have a shoot button and it shoots out your projectile and it you know kills an enemy and then the enemy glows like kind of like pixelates into a color right and you have to dash into them to to finish the kill and you get a percentage of absorption you get from that based on the color um, and each one of the color like it's a speed burst or um, a power burst or a shield burst okay that you get and you can actually have all three of them at the same time and these little lo- icons. Show up above your head, and you can also um, absorb more health. Okay. Uh, however, the biggest thing that I have the problem with is when you absorb health, it shows up on your uh, health bar as like an icon, and then you actually have to stop the game and use the health. So, like uh, that's something I, you know, I'm not always paying attention to my po- my life meter. Yeah. Especially when you're playing something where you're trying to be very timely and precise. So I think that that was, and there wasn't, I didn't really see any great indication of when he would be, hurt, like, near death, other than if you weren't moving, he kind of would do that, like, hunched over, like, heavy breathing thing. Sure. So, like, that I had a little bit of a problem with. And when you burst through an enemy that you kill, you get combos, and then you also get, like I said, a percentage, and I think that's the the amount of power that you absorbed from that robot that you killed. Okay. Uh, that wasn't really explained to me very well at all how that works or how you can because I find it very hard to I guess in my mind if there's combos that you sh- your goal would be to chain it together and to make bigger combos sure and I don't see a way that you could do anything like more than like a five or a six well, the enemy spawning rate yeah. wasn't high enough um, the whole premise of Mighty Number no. Nine is he has eight other brothers and they're like Mighty Number no. Two and they refer to him as Number Three and Four and it does have um, didn't they do that in Mega Man where they had a different number on their heads, right? Yeah, uh, it's something. It, it 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 is. I mean, as most of us know, it is essentially Mega Man. You defeat a boss, you get the power. Yeah, he just can't yeah. use it because Capcom owns right. the name. Depending yeah. on certain, you know, like there's. I'm sure there's going to be a, a particular order that you beat bosses in, and you know that people will figure out to this does more damage to that one. Um, I I am not a fan of the like I said of the uh, how you switch powers. You use like uh, I was on an Xbox controller, but you essentially use L1 to bring up this drop-down menu, and then you use L2 to cycle through them, and you initiate um, the power-up by hitting, like, triangle. And that, that'll your character will change 
into uh, Beck, as I believe the character's name, and he'll change into whichever one you selected, and it has that ability, like the propeller throwing and things sure, like that. Sure, sure. So, um, I mean, the game, it, it looks fun. It's it, The platforming is really, it's, it's really unforgiving. If you make a mistake, you're dead. And you go back. Oh, of course. Um, and it does have, quote-unquote, true game overs. You have, like, three or four lives, and you go back to the beginning of the level. Oof. So... Um, I'm still I'm still on the fence about it. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, are you a Mega Man guy though? Uh, I played a lot of Mega Man's and stuff like that. It's okay. been a very long time. So, okay. Yeah, I'm not a Mega Man guy. So, <coughs> I'm right. not one of these guys that can beat Mega Man in like 22 minutes. But yeah. Uh, all right, my next one was, and I'll go briefly on this one. Obviously, uh, my unannounced title A was uh, The Last Guardian. So it's the stuff that we saw last night at the press conference, but they also showed about 10 minutes before it. Uh, so, again, I'm not going to go too long. But basically, uh, the kid runs into this into this room, and there's all this saturation, saturated light and everything. They're doing fully volumetric lighting, and you, know, you can see the particles and the lighting and everything else. It, it looks stunning, like uh, a lot of blades of grass and how the, the lighting was actually touching that. I thought it was cool. Um, but the, the, the beast who's actually called Trico, that's what we were told today, uh, which we were, one of you guys mentioned, isn't that the project name for it originally, uh, Trico. So there we go. Um, and Ueda-san actually was the one that did the demo too. So that was kind of cool. Um, but it was just laying there and you could kind of tell it was in pain and, and the kid climbs up on him and there's two like wooden spears stuck in him. So the kid goes up there and he yanks both of them out, and that's I think that's kind of how he gets befriends this this beast. Uh, went through some other stuff where it, it got up and it kind of moved around a little bit, and there were these little barrels. He was throwing the barrels at uh, at the beast and uh, or at the at, at Trico, and uh, and it was eating those, and and then the kid like. You had to go through these other things and, and open up a gate, and, and then it came out to where we saw the demo last night. Uh, it was cool, though. He was doing the camera a little bit differently. And um, so we were seeing things from other perspectives. Uh, the one funny thing was toward the end of the demo when he jumps, um, that last jump he makes, and, and the, you know, the uh, Trico misses him, and the kid grabs the, the, the tail. You had to miss the tail because you actually have to hit a button to grab it, and he missed it, and kid just died. <laughs> so they're like, "Well, you see, it's not a—it's not just some pre-rendered cutscene. It's you know." So I mean, it, it was really cool. Um, I still, you know, the visuals are neat, and I like the fact that it's a much higher frame rate than we probably would have gotten on PS3. Uh, I don't think it looks like a true PS4 game, and a lot of people I think are, are kind of agreeing with that sentiment right now. But you know. If it looks like an HD remaster, I'm fine with it. I, I, I would rather have a higher frame rate, and, and it looks great. I mean, it still looks like a great game, and, and the fact that they can get that kind of emotion, like you attach to it emotionally as much as, as, as you can without anybody talking, anybody doing anything, I think is, is pretty special. So I was impressed with what I saw. Like I said last night, I, I'm sure we're going to see a lot of game writers totally shit on the game, but whatever. So, Andy? Uh, and we thought Emmer would be the first man down. Check so, Twitter. 
after that, um, I went to Focus Booth and I saw a game called Technomancer. Okay. Um, Wait, so, Technomancer? Technomancer. Was that on your calendar even? No, I was supposed to see a game called Divinity and I didn't end up seeing it. I don't know if they got me mixed up or something, but. Um, <sighs> yeah. All right. I, it ended up being actually pretty interesting. It it kind of reminded me like of The Witcher, um, but like future of The Witcher. Okay. Uh, so the guys, the developer was there and he was um, talking about it and he kind of showed a timeline of his other games. I'd never heard of any of them. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is set in the world of this other game. And I'm like, cool. never heard, never heard um, of it. But I guess it's it's set on Mars, and um, like human humankind has has gone there and colonized it, and then some big event happened with the sun that cut them off from the Earth. Yeah, and people evolved, a lot of kind of stuff. So you're playing as a technomancer who can like control electricity. Um, and, oh. uh, so it's an RPG. You got um, your normal kind of like action RPG stuff where you you can change stances, you can upgrade your skills, all that kind of stuff. They had some. Um, Pretty ambitious sounding like quest ideas, sure. Um, things that'll change, um, you know, the factions that you join or the quest lines that you get. Um, your companions can help you out, and you know, you might get a companion at one point that opens on some new area, things like that. So it sounded pretty ambitious, and what I saw was kind of interesting. It was pre-alpha, so uh, a little rough around the edges. But, but is, I mean, is is that the one that you said is? PC only, or is that one probably... Uh, that one's console. He was actually... He was playing it on an Xbox 360 controller, but okay. off of a computer. Sure, sure. Um, but it, it they are targeting uh, PS4, Xbox, and PC for that okay. one, so... Well, at least that that's good. Yeah. Um, so it looked pretty interesting. Uh, keep an eye on that one, I guess. All right. MJC. Oh, just to close the loop, uh, Shinmu is at 2.8 million. Yeah, we were looking yeah. at that tonight at the, at the Sony thing we were at. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. I was giving them a lot of kudos for doing what they did for that game because they had no stake in that. Although, I think they're going to get some benefit out of that one. So, yeah, cool. Okay. Um. So the next game I saw was actually one of the the games Devolver announced along with uh, <laughs> Mother Mother Rusher Bleeds on uh, the Sony stage, and it was uh, Ether. It's E I T R. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, it's a small, like, two-man team. Yeah. Um, and it's basically, it's an isometric, like, dungeon crawler. And it looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, like, like I, I, I hate when, like, I'm in an appointment and, like, I compare a game to a game and tell the developers that. Yeah. But I was like, this game reminds me of, he's like, Demon's Souls, Dark Souls. And I'm like, yeah. And uh, the reason so is, like, it, it felt like there's, like, a certain challenge to it, and it's very... Uh, like animation heavy in the attacks because you know how you have to learn yeah. you know each creature you face you know if you're gonna get anywhere in those games you need right. to know exactly how to tackle a thing um and it felt very much like that um you move really uh slow stuff like that because you have like armor weapons and stuff like that okay Oh, okay, he changed his jacket. I was like, why did he do that? Oh, God. I was going to say it's warm in here. Arizona, guys. We have the air conditioning on. I'm cold. 70 degrees. I need a jacket. Just like the thing tonight. It was beautiful outside. And they're like, can you turn on the heaters? L.A. Dude, that's the, mine, that's the sub-75 jacket, man. <laughs> that's so 
75 jacket. I remember going to CES way back in the day, like in the early 90s, and we go to Vegas in January every year, and I'd be walking around in shorts and a t-shirt like this, beautiful outside, and people see people with, with jackets. Oh, no. Oh, wait, no, that's nothing. Sorry. Extra extra cable. Okay. But False alarm. We actually had people on a corner one time say, what are you guys, from Wisconsin or something? We're like, yeah. It's beautiful out. Insane. Anyway, back to Eater or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's very Dark Souls, Demon Souls, like, like, as, like, when, when, the, with the combat and everything like that. That's really distracting. Even though it's super quiet, it's really distracting. We won't mention it yet. Josh is asleep. Yeah. Josh, tell us about Skylanders. That is fascinating, Josh. Okay. Leave him alone. Okay. Um, I just wanted to put the mic closer. Okay, cool. He's <laughs> <laughs> Just pop this head up. I'm fine. He just put an emerald after we couldn't get the door open for an hour. Uh, anyway, sorry. Um, like, uh, when you saw the trailer in a game, like, it's super dark, and you just have, like, the light that's on the character. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> um, uh, the art design's really... <laughs> it's hard to catch right now. What was I talking about? <laughs> art design. Art design. Um, so the world's, like, really dark, and because of that, everything is really dangerous around you. Uh, so sound design is very key to everything, because you'll hear the enemies, like, in a direction, and you'll need to know, like... That growling is that type of enemy. Do I have the ability to do that right now, or do sure. I have to go into another path? Um, and so you'll basically you have to learn how each uh, enemy is going to attack. And okay. if you want to like know safe paths, you need to know like I know that sound. I don't want to deal with that sound. Okay. Uh, so it's a it's a, it's dungeon crawler. It, it looked cool. That's not my type of game at all, though. Yeah. Like it's That's one of those games. It's gonna it's gonna be really tough. And that there's the, that that Souls community that loves those tough tough games, and there's nothing wrong with that. Just, nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, just not my style. Like the boss just beat the shit out of me. Is that just PS4? Or is it going to be Vita? Um, they just said PS4 right now. It's just a two man team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like they're they're aiming for like sometime at the end of the year. Uh, but uh, all the all they had for it was PS4 right now. Okay. I can see it being uh. Definitely, I think a lot of these yeah. would work on the Vita. I mean, th- well, the Mother Mother Russia Bleeds guys were even saying that they're probably thinking about doing Vita. Yeah, they said they're going to do PS4 simultaneously yeah. with PC, and then eventually they're going to look to Vita. And I, I wouldn't be su- how, how well it sells first. And I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, well, there's there's no Vitas in PlayStation '83, so yeah, we'll have to talk about that. So that, I'm sure that will affect some indies when they have to decide. We got in uh, some pretty heated discussions tonight because I was asking people about that. So, and we're allowed to ask that tomorrow, by the way. So, yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna go into more detail in the write up just yep. so I can break stuff down. I, I need to look at like the like the fact sheet and stuff like that because cool. it's like a very mechanic based game and it's kind of hard to just like sure spit sure. it out right now. Yeah. Nice. So, Josh, you awake? Josh, of course. What's the ne- what's next on your list? Uh, I went over to Activision to. Get hands on with Skylanders. Yeah, you actually like snuck over because you. It wasn't your. Uh, we didn't have an appointment. Uh, yeah, it wasn't on my appointment. They, I, they've I been had taking time. care of us lately. Yeah, I had time and I wanted to get clarification on the Skylander amiibo dealy and get Which hands they didn't on tell time us about on purpose. Yeah, uh, I got an apology for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it will only work on Nintendo platforms. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. It made sense. It does make sense, but it is against the Skylander philosophy <laughs> that the character just works everywhere. Um, well. I know. but uh, It's almost like saying, oh, by the way, we have a Sackboy amiibo. What do you mean my works? Mario won't work on my PlayStation? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Donkey Kong and Bowser and their their vehicles will only work on Nintendo platforms. Um, But I got some hands-on time with it. Yeah. And I got to do some of the vehicle stuff. Uh, I did uh, a vehicle that we didn't see, actually, which was like a motorcycle-type thing. Um, I'm glad I did because, honestly... It controls pretty well. Yeah. But you get thrown into this little arena. Yeah. And you you start to do three sixties, you know, circling circling around turrets and stuff. And when you're trying to turn the control seems to reverse on itself. Really? Like, you'll turn one way, and you'll be turning, 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 and then all of a sudden, you're turning back the other way. Like, it doesn't seem to... I I don't know how to describe it. Like, it doesn't seem to be consistent. Okay. I would be facing one way, and I'm like, oh, I have to go over here, and I'd turn the stick, expecting to turn one way, and I wouldn't, I'd turn the other way. So I can't quite wrap my head around it. Um, But when you're driving straight down the track, it's great. It's fine. Okay. When you get into a little arena where you have to fight something, it becomes a problem. Hmm. Um, At least with the land vehicle. Right. That's the only one I tried. Um, But when it works, it, it changes up the game entirely. So it's it's pretty cool in that respect um it actually adds a lot to skylanders uh so that's about it i mean i just got in it was very quick i you gotta you gotta tell us what you got oh uh what is it it's a yeah skylander superchargers it's a vehicle it's hot streak and it is an exclusive event edition 2015 Nice. Yeah. He's been showing that to everybody today. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little hot rod. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. Emra? That's it. Dave and I spent some quality time at the Ubisoft booth today. Yeah, and you're going to write all these up, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's just do the just nickel tour real quick. Sure. Okay. So highlight for me was Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah. You got to play that, right? Oh, yeah. Just hands on. Awesome. Yeah, it was hands-on. I felt like they were kind of incorporating all the cool stuff from other open-world games and putting it all into Assassin's Creed. For example, there is now a grapple hook. Like a Batman Did or... Did you just say grapple Or Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> feels like someone doing a promo for um, like WWE. <laughs> Grappling was already like taken. It. Okay, so like Batman or like... Uh, what's that one Josh likes? Josh Cause. Josh Cause 2. Josh Cause 2. Um, that's, those are open world games with the grappling hook. And you <laughs> yeah. can steal horse carriage buggies too. 
Kind of like Grand Theft Auto. Or Red Dead Redemption that had actual horses. Yes, I don't think you can ride the horse, but you can ride the buggy. Um, And then the other highlight for me at the Ubisoft booth was a game called For Honor. Yeah, so what's up with that? That's a... What was that, a night game? No. Gladiator style. Yeah, gladiator Gladiator medieval type. Billy, have you ever seen a gladiator movie? So this one was cool because... Just looks at him like, yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Well, it is because it is four in the morning, Emmer's time right now. So, because of the way it controlled, which was very unique, um, you hold down L two to enter what's called guard mode. Okay. Okay. Then in that guard mode, you move the right stick. <laughs> For those that can't see what's happening, Emmer is now moving his hands around like it's right or left. left uh... One of the sticks you move, and then they have a you have. You make it the, out with your hand. You have the circumference of the stick broken up into three parts. Okay. He doesn't know left from right, but he knows circumference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you hold L2 for the guard mode. You hold up on one of them, their sticks, and you block up. Or then you block, like, left and, oh my God. and down. Or then you block, you know, right and down. Uh, I don't want to say quadrant because that would mean four. I think we have to, like, skip the party tomorrow night. <laughs> So I didn't get a chance to to go hands on with the game because it's a thirty minute demo for the game, Oish. and it sounds like uh, the PR person was telling me that it is like a ten to twelve minute mandatory yes. training tutorial. Yes, to because of those the controls, controls. The way the game works. Scary. I mean, no. but it's something. It's different. Like the, a lot of the people have been saying, that some of the feedback that we heard is like there is not another mm-hmm. game like this. Right. Okay. And then the there's like these guys that you really have to concentrate. On when you're fighting, they're bigger and stronger and tougher, and those are the guys that you're using the guard mode on. Sure. So they're swinging at you at three possible ways, to up, left, or right. Okay. You have a quick indicator of where you need to block. So you need to hit that and then strike it. What's the view? I mean, is this side view? Third or? person. It's third person. Yeah, third person. This sounds like crossing cross swords on the Neo Geo. It's almost like, I thought it was kind of like uh, Rise, Son of Rome meets Dynasty Warriors. Okay. Because then there was these hordes of other dudes that you don't really have to concentrate on, and you can just uh, swing a sword and kill ten of them at once. Huh. Yep. They referenced some of the stuff that they gave us examples of um, was like similar to like some of the Lord of the Rings movies where the two battles are happening and two sides are running towards each other with all that stuff going on. That's happening in the game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So big, like... It doesn't you know, sound like crosswords, though. Style battles. Like and that. we don't really know anything about the campaign or the solo stuff, but we did like... Kind of like online multiplayer modes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Dave? Um, so, we, Emma and I were together for a little bit, and we kind of split for a couple minutes, and you know, Lucky we were you. back together. Because yeah. <laughs> we're best friends. Uh, I, Emma and I did get hands-on with um, to play the Division uh, multiplayer. Right. Um, there is a lot going on in it's that. It's a big game, yeah. I mean, we were just doing 3v3v3, I think. There were three teams in there? I think so. Jeez. Uh, um, and you were trying we to... were playing that? <laughs> um, and the Division is a cover-based shooter. Um, well, it's a cover-based shooter, but it's it's got a deep RPG yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, backbone. We didn't really get into the RPG part of it. It was just more or less... You were just doing PvP. We basically. were doing PvP. Okay. And mm-hmm. then covered, you know, like you hold down... And again, it was on an Xbox controller, so it's like hold down A and i got to look down and... Forgot what it is. <laughs> but, you uh, fucking fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> Were there uh, towers? 
I'm sorry? Were there towers? <laughs> Ubisoft game, there has to be towers. Uh, you didn't we see We were towers? only in a small, like, dark, whatever no, referred to as, like, the darkness zone. Okay. So, um, and it was, it, it was difficult. Um, I feel like the, the enemies that you're facing or the other team uh, can take a lot of damage before they die. A lot of damage. Huh? Enemies? And. Enemies. <laughs> it's like we're enemies. gonna be we're gonna be messing up words guys, all night. These guys have finally found out like why we don't go to a lot of parties because you go out and you're just I didn't do anything crazy. Well, like Andy wasn't even drinking, He's, but we're also tired that no. and this is just gonna get worse. And worse. See, all I you guys quoting, give me shit I was about quoting the Finding Nemo. <laughs> I was quoting Finding Nemo. Okay. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to give me all this? Sh- he was fucking telling the shoes story to Meredith and Molinari tonight, and what happens? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, you were, Josh. I'm still good. Yeah, I'll right. still go to sleep at like 3 a.m. tonight. Wake up at 6. Yeah, but you want to watch you, the QVC knife show? Hell yeah, I do. Yeah. Anyway, insomnia. Uh, yeah. So, um, I mean, there, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things like there's different classes and specials. Like the pulse, you can send out the pulse and see enemies. Right. Sticky bombs. Um, you know, reviving people. Um, I was playing with a couple of uh, partners not from this country, so that wasn't very. Friendly. Oh God! <laughs> it wasn't very easy. Well, to I go. mean, that, and the thing is, last year it was hands off. The, mm-hmm. the demos that we saw in those little booths and everything were hands off. So this year it's hands on. Yeah. Because um, the release is 2016, but it's early 2016. It's like February it? or March. Yeah, February March or March. 8th, I thought we said yeah. yesterday. Um, and then uh, I have to go back tomorrow to get some uh, hands on time with uh, Rainbow Six Siege single player. But I, uh, Emma and I did get to play the the PvP part of it, where similar to what we saw in some of the trailers, where your first round, you're on defense, and and you're and that's what I played last year. Yeah, and so I I, I don't know if you played it or not, um, but like where you have a uh, X amount of time to protect the area, like where you each each class can put up like a uh, metal doors, you know, and yeah, barricades, barricades, um, close it off, barbed wires. Um, they all have special perks, and then uh, while you're doing that, the attack team uh, is in their drones right away, and their drones are scooting all over the thing. Yeah, and you're trying to locate. What you're trying to go after. And you can't take those drones out as far as I know. We couldn't do it last No, year. you're not on the offensive at all during that point in right. time. It's almost like you're, the defensive team is setting up their t- their defense, and right. the offensive team is trying to figure out where they got to go. And the thing is, uh, they it's set up so that you can't see everything with the drone. You don't have enough time. So you kind of have to be strategic, like, where am I going to send this drone in? And you can take it upstairs, you can take it downstairs, you know, depending on the building. But you can't see everything. So... It's 5v5. Communication is insanely key on this game. I mean, we had a a guy from Japan on on our team last year, and he was useless. And it wasn't his fault. He just didn't speak our language, and he didn't know, like, I'm going to go in the back window, and I'm going to go up on the second floor and go through the bedroom window. You know, and the poor guy was just getting his ass kicked all the time. We had I wasn't there. And we had mics. Yeah. But we couldn't hear each other. Are you serious? I mean, granted, like, we were as far apart as we are now, like, the distance of, like, a bed. Mm. But... I those I mean I think almost all these headphones I've been putting on are like Astro headphones and I put them on and I don't hear anything. They had a, no, that's a screw up. But we could hear the guy talking to us. Yeah, we could hear the guy that was behind us like talking to us, like oh, kind of teaching us. Yeah, they were doing But it I that couldn't way. hear Emra speak, so um, uh, that made it a little bit more challenging. I mean, we did okay because we kind of like after the first round or two we knew what was going on. Um, in terms of like some of the concerns that I had after watching the trailer and seeing some of the stuff on it, um, in terms of replayability, 
Um, it looks like it's going to be different. Like, like there's like, they're very where, short rounds. Yeah, I mean, you get like five minutes. I think, yeah, and there's like. and they're survival based, like similar to like Last of Us multiplayer. Like, okay, you're dead, you're done. Yeah, so you it, can it's, help your teammates out. You can you can pull up the security cameras while yeah, you're dead. Yeah, you can still look through the other player's perspective, so you can see where other things are going. Um, and so it it definitely looks. Uh, it's it's very much. I the type wish it, of co-op that I enjoy of yeah. communicating and playing. I could see five of us in a party together just wrecking another team once we get comfortable right. with the game. I kind of wish it wasn't called Rainbow Six, honestly. I mean, it's very different than the norm for a Rainbow Six game, but uh, it seems like it would be fun. I don't know if I could get addicted to that one yet, though. i I, I got to play it again. It would be short. I, I think it would be like 90-minute bursts. Yeah, thing. yeah. You would play for like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, the other game that I did see that I... I either never saw announced or they just announced it at the press conference. Is Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Wildlands? They announced it at the press conference, and um, that game looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's very open world, special ops, four player co op. Like they're massive distance between. Yeah, them. yeah. They said like, the map is double the size of. Uh, what did they compare it to? Double the size of some game yeah. that's already got a big map. It was hands off. Um, there was two guys that were doing the presentation. That again, the the, yeah. the thing that I'm most impressed about so far about my E3 experience is the the passion and the desire that some of these presenters have for their games. <laughs> I mean, it's your life's work for yeah. a couple of years. And um, they showed like a, a, a four player team of uh, ghosts. I think they call them ghosts, right? Yep, ghosts. Yeah. Um, they and they had all four screens up, and they had one main screen up, and they were flipping back and forth, but. Uh, you can take just about any vehicle. There's dirt bikes. There's trucks. There's uh, buggies. There's uh, anything, and you can you can start the mission from anywhere. You can you can go right in, guns blazing to the mission, or you can gather intel by you know interrogating and killing other things. Nice. Like, that's farther away from the map. Uh, they showed where they all like hijacked a helicopter, flew the helicopter to the to the point where they were trying to extract the person from. Two guys skydived off the helicopter. Two guys stayed in the helicopter. They snuck in. They used uh, one guy used a sniper shot across the map, mm. a pretty far distance, to start a faction war between the other two. Other two, uh, and they were showing a lot of stuff in Bolivia, where they were like, um, you know, obviously like rivals that were fighting with each other. So they did most of the work for them, and then they kind of came in and just took the helicopter and left. Sure, um, and then. Uh, they, that was before they they before the helicopter part, and then they went to where they were going to extract the guy from. Two guys jumped out of the helicopter. The other two stayed in the helicopter, got a little lower, gave them cover when they were exposed, and then they extracted them. Mm-hmm. So it was very much again like teamwork, and you know, it, but but teamwork sh- doesn't work on the internet. Huge areas though, like you could have somebody like. You know, like some of the games that you know people that we play with, like the snipe, they could literally like camp out on top of a mountain three miles away. Cowards, <laughs> and you know, so it's it's definitely you know very very interesting. Um, it personally, it doesn't look like it's even in the next eighteen months to coming out though. Yeah, I think it's way far off. Yeah, and then we did ask about South Park, and the PR person was pretty much like, "Yeah, we just showed the trailer, and that's all we got." Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Oh, my God. All right. And then apparently Just Dance is entirely not disc-based at all or digital download. I don't understand what you what you mean by that. It's all on your phone? The way that it was explained to us is that you download the app on your phone. Yeah. And it uses it must use some of the similar technology that YouTube uses with where you proximity to your console. 
Yeah, you know, you can use you can put a YouTube video on your phone and then shoot it to your PS4. Um, oh, right. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing maybe it's something like that. Uh, uh, YouTube's the only app that uses that on a PS4, where you basically run the video, like you cast it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like she kept saying, "Just dance anywhere." Actually, that's not the only one. Singstar does that too. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's definitely like it. She made it seem like that there is no, you know, because even when I explained it to Andy in the in the car ride today, he's like, "Well, there has to be like a digital download." I, I don't think so. I think it's all the the understanding that I got from it, and I'll get some more clarification. But it's all app based. <clears throat> That's weird. And that because that to well, me that but makes every sense. Got though. gyroscopes and everything in it. Yeah, so. I mean that makes sense to me though because we were What's wondering how are you going to do it without a camera? Who wants to hold a like a move controller when they're doing it? Like uh, same thing. It was just like, uh, just like the dance games on the Wii, way back when. It was like the person was dancing, but all that really mattered was the one hand, the right hand, yep. or whatever hand you yep. had it in. And for these guys, it was their phones. Yeah, they were all doing it on stage, just like Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. All right, that it. Uh, y- yep. Yep. All right. Look for the rest on PS There we go. Uh, next up, I went to the Indicade booth. Uh, Indicade actually set up at E3. I'm not going to go over a bunch of stuff right now because uh, I'll write some stuff up. But uh, did place a couple of games that are coming to PlayStation uh, that are planned to come to PlayStation. First one called Nog. It's G N O G. Uh, comes out hopefully in 2016. Uh, pretty cool, actually. Very puzzly. Kind of has that almost like a Nobi Nobi Boy art artistic style, uh, but it's all puzzles and it's really tough to explain but i was like josh would love this game so a little bit of uh, ho-hokum in there just in terms of trying to figure out what's going on they don't give you any instructions or anything it's just uh you figure it out and i played it for about probably 20 30 minutes and it was it's very cool uh next up well i saw a couple other games uh including that uh what is it uh wow Wadham, which is the new one from the guy that made like Nobi, Nobi Boy and, and some of those games. Katamari. Uh, and Katamari, obviously. And it was funny because Ueda-san was actually there playing it when I was watching. Uh, it's a weird game. And, of course, you eat something and it gives you a, a button to say poop. So there, <laughs> there we go. Another game like that that he's all obsessed with poop. Tutorials for Emra. <laughs> Uh, the last one, I'm going to go back and try to play this game because uh, this dude would not get off this game, uh, called Death's Gambit. Uh, seemed like kind of a, a Metroidvania-type game, but it looked freaking awesome. Uh, really cool art style that I, I really couldn't say is any one type of style, you know, like 16-bit or whatever. Uh, it looked fun, it looked pretty tough, uh, but very, very solid from what I could tell. So I was very curious about that one, and I want to go back and check it out. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'll write some more stuff up on Indiecade, uh, and I, w- I actually want to go back tomorrow, hopefully, when I get a chance and see some more of the stuff. But, all right. Andy? We're almost getting there, folks. Uh, well, I was still at Focus, and uh, I guess they kind of mixed me up because they showed me a PC-only game called eh, Battlefleet. Skip so it. So I'll skip it, yeah. It's, I think it was PC-only. It was an R- yeah. RTS, so I think probably. it is, yeah. Um, but then they showed me Space Hulk. Which looks cool. Um, so I guess it's based on a board game, which is based in the Warhammer. Warhammer 40,000. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not completely familiar with that. And the guy who was giving the presentation decided to spend basically the whole time 
trying to explain the backstory, and my eyes were glazing oh, over God. a little bit because I couldn't understand him anyways. <laughs> was it hands off, hands on? It was hands off. They were just showing it to me. Did they actually? So they, but it's yeah. it's a third person shooter again, right? Uh, it was first person. Well, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. But um, so it looked pretty interesting. Was, um, very kind of slow and methodical. Very tactical. Yeah. Um, you have a squad of five people and. You have to kind of give your squad orders, and right. you're um, kind of advancing through this area. Some pretty cool weapons, like the guy had this flamethrower that he was using to nice. burn people down, um, and then like giant hammer smacking people in the face. I always love so. the art style for those, and you know, you always had that humongous yeah. armor. They and had because oh he's showing like the character loadouts while he was you know getting the the things and the yeah. giant hulking armors. And nice. Stuff. So, uh, the one of the cool things is that. Uh, your individual limbs can get hurt as you're um, playing. So, like, if your arm gets hurt, too hurt, then your accuracy goes down, things like that. Um, nice. And uh, another interesting thing is that they were, they're maybe, hopefully, possibly going to try to integrate VR into that game. So he said it's it's not something that's currently being worked on. Yeah. But he sounded like he was very interested in doing it. I'm not it, interested. Yeah. <laughs> and where might get sick. So the game has only been in development for a few months. Okay. Um, but it was already looking pretty decent. So. Nice. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. that other Warhammer game I played on PS3. It was like uh, live. Uh, it was free on live or on live. Wow. <laughs> on PS4. Free on PlayStation Plus, and and uh, I loved it. I played all the way through it. All right, MJC. Okay, um, so I had two more games at Devolver. Um, one of them was Hatuful Boyfriend. I look at you because I just... <laughs> we tried to get Jen Dean to play that. <laughs> yeah. I, I just mean you look at Andy like, Andy? Uh, yeah. Anything? I, I'm familiar with it, okay. but it's mostly aimed at women because it's a... Yeah, I just figured it's weird in Japanese. Yeah, so that's I, was I was telling one, <laughs> one of the PR guys at, at Sony about it, and his face just... The, what the... What? Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, um, well, it's not. It's, it's like a like a interactive novel sure. type thing. Like you're not really playing much. You're just you, you play this person and you're in like this world of pigeons. It's kind of a pigeon dating simulator. What the fuck? Um, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Did you just say pigeon dating yeah. simulator? Yes. Yeah, and you're a human. You're a human. Yeah, and you're, you're in a world where the pigeons are sentient. Yeah, uh, they they like the the developer said it's it, like it's based off uh, yeah. uh, an old Japanese uh, awesome. freeware game. Yeah, uh, they said that they would just go frequently to Japan and they would always hear about this game, and then they finally reached out and they couldn't play it because it was really old and hard to run. It was off some weird like you know make your own novel. Yeah, freeware. Um, it's probably a ZX Spectrum or no uh, six eight thousand or whatever. Yeah, so so they they you know like made it playable again, sure. and they you know made it look pretty. Um, they like the whole premise with it is like it, it, like the premise is you're in a world of pigeons. It's hard to explain, but uh, it's like at face value, it's just like this silly like like your guy's reaction of what the fuck. But I, I don't understand why you can't explain how to date a pigeon. Yeah, well, it's a tricky, tricky world. Like, uh, like the, I don't know which statues to poop on, which not. Um, but, but like the way he was saying is like, like if you continue to play it, you'll find out more of the story, and you'll actually just you'll just you can't go in there with a plan. You got to wing it. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh God! Wow, I'm out. Uh, like, like there, there was like story and and like. He was trying to sell me on like the lore, like it's there if you want it. 
Because uh, like, there's a you know like quote unquote logical explanation for why there's no more humans and why the pigeons are super intelligent. Is and it looks it's crazy. Like it's it, like I really was just like clicking forward reading the dialogue because that's all you can do and then like some questions pop up because like this pigeon was attacking the school and you had to chant an anime thing to make a force field to protect the school i'm more impressed that he actually has a straight face doing all this oh no i i i I, the good dude was enthusiastic and i i like talking to developers yeah um it was just devolver just had the vibe today of this like everything is awesome and like um so uh, it's currently in submission for Vita and uh, PS4. Okay. Um, they are working on the sequel, uh, How to Fool Boyfriend Holiday. Oh, my God. And um, <laughs> um, there's actually going to be a PlayStation exclusive content in the one that's in submission yeah. that sets up more story for Holiday. Um, Fifty Shades of Birds? I, he, he wouldn't spoil it MJC for me. might have to be reviewing this one. I, you know what? I, 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 I would try. <laughs> It's it's, it's going to be hard though because it's going to be like re- reviewing a book or a movie because it's not there's no like game yeah. play. Might be yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know she'll probably be way better at picking up pigeons. I failed all my romancing. <laughs> I failed all my romancing in like The Witcher. Words I never thought would be spoken on this <laughs> yeah. podcast ever. Yeah. I, I'm not going to fuck no pigeons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, What's the other wow. game you had then? Okay, so. <laughs> Get up that subject. <laughs> like this pigeon had like a red chest and was like they were they so they were they were like it was kidnapped and another master pigeon was oh, wow. uh, draining its blood and you had to save it from it. It's just getting worse. And like like they were torturing a pigeon or something and this like golden pigeon was like a mad scientist person. It is uh, yeah. Has, golden has Peter one peeing on somebody? Has Peter seen this game? What? Peta. Oh. No, they would love it because it's like the, the the pigeons are friendly. I mean, I I don't know how... Torturing each other. I, but it's a pigeon torturing a pigeon. That's fine. Whoa. What? Uh, nature. Jeez. Oh, pigeons for the ethical treatment of... Animals. Oh, no. All right, what's the other game you saw? Okay, the other game is the one that I'm, like, really excited about. That was, uh, like... This, it's funny because like we ended up talking. It was like me, some uh, uh, foreign press, and then uh, like the two guys on a team. It's a team of six from Spain. Okay. Um, it's called Crossing Souls. Yeah. Um, With all that cool animation and stuff. Oh God, yeah. Like I was I was watching the trailer during like Skylanders talk, and um. <laughs> Sorry, I don't play with toys. Um, oh. But just play with pigeons. That's yeah. Because you're the size of a toy. Aww. I'm an, a grown adult man person. Okay. <laughs> Aww. Let him believe. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Crossing Souls. Um. It's like this. It's uh inspired by the '80s. Like they said immediately, we're trying to capture Goonies. Right. Et. Right. Um. It's a uh, like top-down kind of like the Zelda type thing adventure game. Um. Music's like all synthy. Uh, like their music, they're trying to capture is synth and John Williams. Uh, wow! So like the John Williams stuff is like the when it turns into an '80s cartoon, which is all the cutscenes right. and the animations. Like, really good. Yeah, it's really really good. Um, you play as four kids. You find like some uh, stone. I forget the name of it. It was hard to understand them. I recorded the whole thing, so I'm gonna have to like decipher it all nice. later. Um, 
And uh, so the stone lets them communicate with uh, ghosts, basically. Okay. Um, so um, you can transfer between uh, the ghost world and... It's because I insulted Skylanders, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you lose the motherfucker. You you play as four kids. They each have uh, their own ability. Like the uh, the, the little kids uh, more. Uh, it's like quicker has a dash. Uh, the fat kid can push stuff and like he's 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 like he's the, Put my yeah behind it. Uh, he's the brute basically. Um, and you switch between them, and you'll need to switch between the characters as oh. you play. And you switch on the fly, so it's not like uh, you know you come back or leave or anything like that. Um, and then you go to the ghost world to pick up some of the story elements and find secrets in the world. Okay. Um, it's uh, the art design again, super eighties, like bright, vibrant colors. Uh, the ghost world is actually inspired by uh, uh, Brian K. Vaughn's uh, graphic novel uh, uh, saga. Um, like, because uh, the ghosts are all pink and of stuff course. like that. Uh, Fiona Staples' artwork uh, is from Saga. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. So there's going to be some people. No, Saga's Saga's really popular. I yeah. Um, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that word funny? <laughs> what? Everyone doesn't have a mic. Is saying Saga? Saga. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's because you're referencing like you know what the book is too, and you don't. No, I do. I'm, no, I, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. I, I named the author and the artist. Okay. Fuck I'm you, sorry. Dave. Um, Rumble. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's it was funny at one point. Um, you, we meet a boss character, and he's like, "Oh, it's inspired by Michael Jackson." And the boss's name is Prince, and it's all purple, and it looks like Michael Jackson. <laughs> so they are just like straight up going for it. Um, at one point, we're in a school. We fight the bullies and Michael Jackson Prince character. Um, like it's basic combat, just like you know. One button combat, uh, like in a, a dash sure. move, uh, really basic puzzles. Um, but it's it's more about the story. Like they they want to capture eighties movies of like kids going on an adventure. Like they sure. find they find a stone and they go on adventure. Um, at one point, we go back to the house and he's like, um, "Have you seen E. T.?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, <laughs> oh, "You know, <laughs> yeah." Well, they they kept saying like, "You're probably too young to know what E. T. is," yeah. and I was just like. No, I, I've seen a ET. You're like, well, you're, you're, you know, they, they, bra. Yeah, I know ET. Yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, no, I was born '89. It's cool. He's like, oh, okay, so you kind of know the '80s. I'm like, not really, but yeah, sure. sure. I've seen ET, and I've, I've seen. I've watched VH1 before. Yeah, I had Nick at night. Wow. I had Nick at night. <laughs> um, so he basically is like, have you seen ET? I'm like, yeah. He's like, remember that scene where all the agents are in their suits and they're in the neighborhood looking for ET? He's like, yeah, that's the scene. And then we go to the house, and there's people in the. Huh. The suits and they're it's now. Did they have guns in their hands or walkie-talkies? Um, there was cops with guns. I don't know if that's serious. Comment. And oh, then, gee. yeah. Um, and and you basically play this scene and you go through. Uh, you know, you have to dodge them to try and get in there because you need to get something from the house. Sure. Um, all I know is like the, the art style was really great and then the, the all the cutscenes are going to be this cartoon stuff the soundtrack was good i love the the, the person that's working on the, the synth music his name is time cop 1983 oh and it's it's really good it immediately made me think of like kavinsky college or that's current bands that are trying to capture the 80s sound because mm-hmm. uh, 80s music like it sound like when you remember it it sounds good but yeah. doesn't sound as clean as like you know right yeah um uh, soundtrack's good. Uh, again, the cutscenes are so so 
great. Like I was they talking, the, the artist was next to me, and he's like, "That's me," and oh. like he was like proud of you know he was well, like cause, hand-drawn. yeah there, there's only two artists like there's the in-game artist and i believe he was just the the cutscene artist oh, okay and um yeah they're really trying to capture the feel of a, a, a movie wow. like like game the game mechanics are important to them but they want to have like they kept emphasizing like we want a goonies yeah. we're, we're trying to have kids on an adventure you know misfit kids are all kids that you know wouldn't hang out with each other, but they find themselves in a situation type of thing. Right. And uh, it, it's going to be one one of those games to watch for, just, you know, on the soundtrack and the art alone. Nice. And uh, game mechanics, uh, basic, but they're just, uh, you know, a vehicle to do the story. Okay. Yeah, it, that's probably one of the best games I've seen so nice. far today. Very cool. Josh? Yes? What you got left? King's Quest. You bastard. Yeah. I missed to hear Meredith nerd out about King's Quest for like 30 minutes. Awesome. Huge fan she is. And me too. Yeah, I was a big fan, but I like the Space Quest stuff more. Uh, um, so, King's Quest. And you're going to write this up too, right? Yeah. I five Cent to. Tour. Uh, so the Five Cent Tour yeah. is that... Um, well, we got to bring people to the website for something. Uh, the guy uh, that was speaking to us, it was his favorite game series of all time. Yeah. Um, he made a game uh, as his uh, his thesis that was basically a King's Quest type game. And he was asked, you know, if you could do anything... You know, any IP, anything, what would it be? And he said, well, King's Quest is the only thing I want to do. Sure. And it just kind of fell into his lap, and he's not sure how it happened. Nice. Um, but he got Ken and Roberta Williams. They they spoke to him. They gave him his, their blessing. They're excited for it. Yeah. They really want to see this game made, uh, which is pretty spectacular. Um, he had asked... Uh, do we stay with the same characters? What do you feel about that? Uh, could we make new characters if we wanted? And Roberta Williams said, that's what we did. Yeah. We're making yeah. up new characters all the time. Go for it. Yeah. You know, just do what you want. She's like, but I want to see this game. So you play as old King Graham um, and you're telling a story. Uh, basically, uh, a la Princess Bride. Right. Or Big Fish. Um, because he's kind of embellishing the stories. Right, right. <laughs> and making them whatever he wants them to be. And the cool thing is, this episode where we saw, he's sitting there and he starts to tell the, the girl about a story about when he went to become a knight. And... He gets to a point where he stops, and you have three choices, um, like the compassionate choice, the jerky choice, or whatever the choice. Right. And the interesting thing is, the branching storylines in this are so much more deep hmm. than many games. Uh, you could play through the whole game, and then go back and play it again, 
and have a completely different experience. Sure. Um, because your choice here then affects your choice. At the the choice is presented to you right. in the next scenario, and then that choice affects the choices presented to you in the next scenario, mm. and it just exponentially multiplies. So it, just, it can change dramatically depending on what you choose as you go. Um, it is the old school type adventure game where you really have decisions to make and you have uh, uh, sort of a, an inventory of things and you can pull them out and try to figure out, well, how am I going to solve this puzzle? There's right. a lot of a lot of puzzle solving. Um, it's It looks spectacular. This is an episodic thing. Right. Which I'm not too thrilled about. Um and we talked about it this morning. That's this why I, I wait on all the Telltale games. Because you play one, like for Telltale especially, you play one, you're through it in like yeah. an hour or so, and then you have to wait two months. And yeah, they give you a recap, but your head is in a completely different space. Yeah. And you have to get back into the game and remember where you were and your choices you made. And it just, I don't feel it works that well. Um, but this is different in terms of gameplay and how it works because it is that old school, uh, adventure game. Um, what else can I say without getting too deep into it? Um, oh, it's really designed for families. It's designed so that anybody can play it, uh, like a Pixar movie. Sure. Uh, where the adults are going to enjoy it thoroughly and the kids are going to enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah, on different levels. Yeah, on different levels. Um, the other thing about it is because all the guys there, they everybody there uh, at the studio, before they started working on it, they went back and they played every single King's Quest game. That's crazy. Yeah. To And the funny thing is they had all these ideas beforehand well, we could do this, and we could do this, and we could do this, and then they started playing the games, and they went, "Oh, um, yeah, that's been done before." <laughs> yeah, so um, all right. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, um, they've all been kind of competing, sneaking gags into the game. Um, because they, they played the games and because a lot of them know the games inside and out, there's a ton of Easter eggs, a right. ton of references, some incredibly obscure. The The trailer that came out the other day is jam-packed with references. See, but it's, it's been so long since I've played those games, I wouldn't get any of those. And that's the whole thing about it. Um, they almost have to include the old games somehow, and you know they're not going to do that. No, they're not going to. But that's the whole point. I mean, it's... They're doing it for themselves and for the hardcore, hardcore fans that will sure. remember it. Um, and that's the fun of it for them. And and the ridiculous thing is, you know, they'll play a build of it. And in the meantime, one of the other programmers is like, oh, my gosh, what if I did this and this and this? And they sneak all this shit in and then they go to play the build the next day. And all this stuff is in there. And some of the guys get it. Some of the guys miss it. And they're yeah. like. It's, it's it's become a game with them hmm. to see how much how many references they can jam in there 
and how many obscure references they can jam in there. Cool. Um, so they're having a lot of fun with it, but it's become a huge thing. Uh, I asked about how long, mm. because with all these branching ways you can go, your gameplay time could be dramatically different, I figured. Right. He said he knows how long it is, but he can't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he said it is bigger than a Telltale okay. episode. All right. um, much more significant content than you would expect. Uh, and All it right. plays different, obviously. Where Telltale is sort of a visual novel. Uh, this you actually have puzzle solving and... There's a whole section in there that is taken directly f- from King's Quest 1 and 2. Nice. Where you get into this area where you're set to explore all over the forest and and through all these areas and everything. So they're really these guys are huge fans of the original series and and it's it's bleeding through and nice. Oh, the the art style? Yeah. It literally is hand-drawn. Yeah, they were saying that before. They they take a sheet of paper. They model it all out. They paint it, hand-paint it. Nice. Scan it in, and that's what you're seeing on the screen. Nice. So it's incredibly labor-intensive, but it's created this look that they that's really unique and... They love it. They they love the way it turned out. I love the way it turned out. It looks really cool. Nice. Um, but it's really difficult to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm. I'm. That's exciting. I have to go back through the audio and everything and and write it up. But nice. Yeah, and we're going to have somebody on in the next two weeks or so uh, to talk about it on the podcast. Sweet. So yeah, that's all set up. All right, Emery, you got anything else? No, sir. All right. Dave? Nothing? Uh, what did I have? Rocket League. Yep. Nice. I mean, we'll go briefly over that. We were, they have the final version at the booth. It comes out July 7th, 20 bucks or $19.99. Uh, full cross-play between PC and PS4. PS4 has, obviously, the exclusive Sweet Tooth. Uh, we did a video interview. MJC ran the camera like a boss. Hopefully. Um, did you check that? What's that? Did you check it already? Not yet. No. We'll oh, two it. camera shoot? We no. did not do the two camera shoot. Did he stand on phone books? Oh. Uh, no, no it's cool cinematic look where It was like an actual video game where like all the characters are really short and the yeah. doorknobs right there and you're, you're like shooting up your nose. <laughs> yeah. I had to get rid of all those hairs today. Um we're gonna do some cool stuff with these guys, uh, depending on what we're able to do, like from a technical point of, of view. Um, but we want to try to maybe even do some streams of the game before it comes out. We're talking about maybe doing some co-giveaways, giveaway copies of this game. They want to do a lot. So um, they know how passionate our community has been about this game. They've seen our forums. They've seen our Twitter. And uh, they've been emailing me all day today about stuff, too. So if you're a Rocket League fan, uh, you want to stick around because we're going to have some fun. But... Uh, it was great. It was our first chance to do some video stuff today, and I think it—I actually think it worked out fine. Uh, but we'll see. So, and we're going to do some fun stuff with the videos. Just saying. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I had a blast with the beta. I never really played one before. <sighs> yeah. So cool. cool. I was fun. telling him, because he was the guy that I've been sending tweets to at four in the morning. <laughs> the poor guy. Yeah, where I'm just complaining about, like, why aren't there Olay chants? Uh, yeah. Like, like stuff, there's random stuff. Like, hey, someone reported me because I kept saying Olay, Olay, Olay after I scored a go. <laughs> 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 Please don't ban me. Oh, my God. Uh, and then the also, we everybody... Patch. What was that? <laughs> When's the Vuvuzela patch? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, we need everybody to write in to at Rocket League and tell them that we need a minecart in the uh, in the game as, as a usable vehicle. So, just saying, you, you all need to do that. Uh, the customization stuff's pretty cool. Uh, there, there's a lot of options in yeah. there. And, uh, you know, you can find out more details when uh, the interview goes up. We'll probably have these guys on the podcast again pretty soon, too. There's... A lot of fun to talk to, and, and we love the game. So, but I mean, then we went to Rock Band. Josh and I did. I did not play uh, because they had this weird little side thing to try out the new guitar here or the guitar hero, the guitar solos. Yeah, but they weren't showing on everything. And, and Josh and I've been talking about this because Guitar Hero Live. Oh, we haven't been able to talk about that, have we? We'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it was really hot too, and yeah, the sun was there. there. But I mean, <laughs> it's definitely a difference in mindset with these. You know, it Guitar is. Hero is taking it back to Guitar Hero. It's guitar. It's not. It's not Guitar yeah, Guitar Hero Live. It's just the guitar stuff, and and they're doing some really insanely cool stuff. Yeah. We were both blown away by it, actually. Rock Band. Shocked. It's an evolution, and and I'm. I'm very happy with it. I, I'm personally just very happy with it. So mm. I am. It's it's going to do what I want it to do. It's funny. I flipped on them. That's fine. But I want I want to be able to play, sing drums, bass, well, guitar yeah. with and all my friends with all my music tracks, and, and I get to play it on my new system. And that's the difference is that rock band you can play the full band. Yeah. Guitar Hero obviously is guitar based. But I think the guitar in Guitar Hero is better than the guitar in Rock Band. It definitely is. That is my 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 stance yeah, on it. Yeah, it definitely um, is. What they've done with the evolution of the guitar and the way they play it, and and just the gameplay itself. Yeah. The, the gameplay itself is amazing. It's in, cool in the I, new I, Guitar But Hero. I still like I, I I said at least one song I played. I thought the track. The, the 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 trails were wrong. It just didn't feel right. But it was one song. I played three. Well, but yeah, that scares me a little bit because that's been a problem with the Guitar Hero games in the past. The songs I played all felt like they nailed it. Um, well, I don't know how that would have felt like they nailed it since you were fucking up so much. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <sighs> oh, just laugh. Drinky yeah. ass. Does anyone remember how much the rock band... The bundle used to cost two forty nine. Well, no, that's the pre order now. It's two fifty. Was it always two fifty? I think it was. Okay, for regular Guitar Hero, I didn't. No, no, for Rock Band. For Rock Band. Oh, Rock Band. Yeah, it was two forty nine. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. I just that's what I remember it being was two. Okay, yeah, because the pre orders went up. Yeah, the pre orders went up yesterday. Even if you pre order just the disc on Amazon, you get thirty four additional tracks. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, well, until you see those tracks, shit, they pretty much are. I didn't (laughs) see the track list. Yeah, they're they're a bunch of bands you've never heard of. So I probably heard of them. 
Maybe oh, you know. I haven't heard of them. First then I probably heard of them. There's a couple of like, uh, what's They've that? Been doing that forever. Like Honest Bob and the new car dealer, or something or other. Oh, Remember that one? From that, they had like one or two tracks in the. Yeah, they've got like three tracks in this pack. It's oh, it's, it's all these bands where you're like, uh, like, do I really need this? Like the <laughs> random rock band network ones yeah. that yeah. would be on there. Cover yeah. me exactly. bad. Yeah, because a lot yeah. of harmonics bands were in like that and stuff. So it's probably yeah. a bunch of that. Um, but uh, the big thing that they were showing off was the guitar solo thing yeah. you can do, where anybody can play. I mean, you have to hit the notes. All the way through, but when you get those solo parts, you can just smack on the keys and it just it just plays. Yeah, which yeah, exactly. Like I the, see all uh, your faces, like, uh, and that's exactly because how I, I felt. Because I because I, I, I feel like that sound kind of sounds like the drum fills when you do your bonus and you just can yeah. whack the shit kind out of, of the drums. Kind of, but not really, because you hit a key or you hit a couple keys. And it makes it sound like like a really good guitar. You got the drum fills. If you're not like drumming well, oh, yeah, no. it sounds yeah. shitty. I feel like I always <laughs> ruin good songs with the drum fills. Exactly. And and this, no matter what you do, as long as you're touching a key, it sounds like you're playing guitar like a boss. Yeah. You know, which I, I I played it and I was like, okay, that's neat, but it feels kind of like a cheat, and yeah. it just feels kind of like a filler kind of thing to make people feel better about themselves for sucking so hard through the rest of the song. Well, well, some... that was the thing, like the way they had it set up today, the, they had the voice track so so loud that everybody sounded like, I, I think they were trying to like boost people's uh, well, they were uh, trying self-esteem. To get, yeah, they were trying to get people to, to do it. Yeah. Cause I because I heard if you're up Just there. a Girl by No Doubt four times while I was out there waiting and every one of them I'm like, it sounds like Gwen Stefani, like that, you could not hear the, the the person singing. But that's the thing. If, but that's that's not what I was. I'm. I all I did was the guitar. Yeah, he had they, headphones on, they, and it was yeah, yeah with headphones on. They had a second stage set up. I mean, this was a little area set up. They had a yeah. stage set up where groups of four people could come up and do a full band thing. But this is a stage setting at E3 with a ton of people walking by, and they want to encourage people to come try it out and play it, and they don't want to have um, the vocals to the point where you can hear people, Yeah, because if you're standing there and you hear people sucking, that's going to make less people want to go up there and suck in front of the whole crowd. So, yeah, I I mean, that's... But that's beside the point. But it was just kind of funny. Um, this the whole guitar solo thing, eh? <laughs> Which, it's not a big deal to me either. But I'm I'm excited for rock band. It's it amazes me that one week ago I was completely the opposite. I was like, nah, for guitar hero, and I can't wait for rock band. Now I'm, I, I've completely flipped on the whole thing. I'm getting them both. Well, yeah, I mean. Yeah, all I'm going to do is play drums in rock band. I mean, that's not going to change. Sure. Yeah, that's all and, I do. But it's going to be more of the same. You know, there. From what I've seen so far, there hasn't been much innovation in the rock band formula. But the thing is, I don't think they ever. I don't think they ever portrayed it as being like revolutionary. I think they're just trying to get that game on the new consoles. Yeah, great. But I'm saying. 
that's all I'm saying. There is no, from what I've seen, there is no real evolution to it. It's the same old rock band that you've always had. Guitar Hero has reinvented itself. Oh, definitely. Guitar Hero had to do that, though. But it's done it dramatically, and it's it's leaps and bounds ahead of where Rock Band is in terms of an experience, in terms of a, a, a complete experience. I don't agree. I I do. I don't because the I Rock agree. Band experience is the <laughs> Rock Band, the four the four pieces yes. of the Rock Band. Yes. I'm, and, and Guitar I'm, Hero and I'm is saying the same Guitar thing. Hero. Guitar Hero Live is really good, and it's a great evolution, but it's, in, it's in, a in my game. opinion, it's comparing apples and oranges at this point. Because they're not, it's not Guitar Hero Live against Rock Band anymore. It's the old school, simplistic in terms of you're playing the guitar with Guitar Hero compared to Rock Band with the four pieces. That's the the biggest difference. Who's got the better guitar? Guitar Hero. Okay, that's good. That's what I would hope. Rock Band is the same guitar. I know, well, but I would yeah. like. I'm saying like the new Guitar Hero guitar is it? Well, the new Rock Band one is nicer, it's much better, I, it, nicer yeah. than the old ones. But yeah, the new Guitar Hero one is cool because it's got three buttons on the on the on the top. Six and buttons on the total. Yeah. yeah, but there's it's, there's three top, three bottom, and you three can top, three bottom. Hold yeah. Oh, so you're actually cord. moving your hands like a real guitar. Up and down. Yeah. Okay, and you that's can, actually really nice. It. It's like chords. It okay. it becomes like playing a real guitar. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nice. Nice. It's nice. it's a completely different experience. It takes a couple songs to wrap your head around it, but once you do, and once you start getting it. Oh. It's amazing. Until they start switching one finger at top, one bottom. And, oh, God. It's, it's crazy. It's amazing. It's, I still do really think they need to fix it on the tracks, experience. though. Like, I was having a problem because, like, like I was telling the guy, um, because they kind of, like, think of the D-pad on the, on the DualShock 3, how each point on the D-pad, it's, like, on the bottom, it's square, 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 and then a triangle pointing up. Yeah, which always messes me up when I'm looking at a game. Sometimes, I, yeah, they, when they just put the icon up, sometimes and I have to the look problem the is okay. they're reversed. Like, the icons on Guitar Hero are reversed, so anybody that's a PlayStation gamer no. is just going to get messed up. No, I was you, getting messed up, Josh. You were, yeah, I wasn't. and you were too. Oh, bullshit! I wasn't. <laughs> the guitar pick is pointing up. The guitar pick is pointing down. It's a guitar pick. It's not the D-pad. I know you were seeing it as a D-pad. I was getting messed up because I couldn't get my fingers in the right place. Yeah, well. Not because I, I, I couldn't understand what I was seeing on the screen. It's a guitar sure. pick pointing I, up I and down. I was having problems with it. And I'm Plus, it's colored black and white, which is telling you up and down. And once you see it and you understand it, it's it makes sense. Yeah, well, I was having problems. I know you were, but that's you. So, Andy, what game did you that's see not everybody. after... Uh, I saw D&D. You're not everybody. <laughs> You're not either, Josh. So Andy saw D and D. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Andy. What'd you see? D and D. I saw D and D Sword Coast Legend. Yeah. How was that? Who was excited about that? Uh, was that Ray that was Ray, going or Raj? One of them. Emmer, go to bed. See ya. Bye. Okay. Andy. Get some sleep. Um, it was kind of interesting because it it was kind of like. Um, on my side, I was playing as one of the players. It reminded me a little bit of Baldur's Gate. Okay. Just because, um, you know, I'm playing my character. I've got my skills. I've got my normal attacks, all that kind of stuff. But the cool thing was that there was a, a DM who set up, kind of while we were, when we first got in, he set up our whole campaign. He set up our quest line. He placed the enemies. He placed the traps. Hmm. All that kind of stuff. 
It was and something, when you say it was a DM, was it a computer DM or was it actually a guy it was like a, doing it? It was a, it was a person, one of the, oh, okay. the one of the developers. So the, like while we were watching, he set up our campaign. Obviously, he normally would have done that without us watching because then we saw where all the traps were. Sure. Um, and then me and the other four people, we were dropped into the dungeon and we went through the dungeon. Well, then he he swapped out his station for another person, and uh, one of the other people who was in our demo with us was now the DM, and they could still kind of make changes while we were in there. Yeah. So, you know, he, he started placing traps everywhere. We oh, had to deal okay. with a bunch of them and um, placing extra enemies and stuff like that. So it was kind of like bringing in that experience of playing D&D where you're, you're not just playing against a computer, you're playing against a, another human. And uh, they were also talking about the DM can um, go down and, and inhibit certain monsters, fight with them, mm. kind of things like that. So it was can really you cool. Play without an actual human DM? Can you... Uh, they didn't, they didn't talk about that, but I, it looked like there was some kind of campaign in the game. Okay. So I'm assuming you can. Um, we were obviously playing just an all, all multiplayer thing. Sure. But Interesting. It was pretty cool. Nice. Anything else? Because I think we're all done with our lists. No, I'm you not. You were the one that had, huh? I still have two more. You do? Yeah. What are they? <laughs> um, so I went to Activision to end my day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I went to see, uh, Transformers Devastation. Which, uh, that was the unannounced one that got attached at the very last minute. Yeah, um, so that is the Transformers game from Activision. It's actually not from High Moon Studios, it's from Platinum Games. Which is insane. Yeah, um, this isn't, uh, the way I know about Platinum Games, this isn't going to be like the Bayonetta team. This is, I believe, the Legend of Korra team. Which is fine. Which is fine. Um, Legend of Korra game had its issues. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, the PR spin was like, Legend of Korra wasn't, a full release. Ugh. This is a full release. Uh, but so uh, they're going off the '80s cartoon and the IDW IDW comics. And you said it was all the voice actors that are like, uh, like they all said, the main voice actors. Yeah, they said they they're getting they have uh, most of the big ones. Wow. And uh, the the other press I was in there was excited when they said the Optimus Prime actor. So I'm assuming that's the one that Peter they got. Cullen, and then there's Frank Walker. Those those are the two big ones. And a lot of people were pissed off when. Um, when they didn't use all the voice actors for the the Bayformers movies, so. yeah, they got the Coors Light voice. <laughs> I, I think I forget which beer commercial. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, cartoon style, the eighties uh, again, eighties. Um, it looks really nice. Uh, there's a trailer. Yeah, there's a yeah. The trailer's up. And, yeah. Um, so the Platinum Games guys were there. They were playing it. Um, there was some hands on on time for it, but there was another game I had to play after that. Nice. Um, but um, it, it's it's really cool. Like the animation for it is really smooth. Um, the fighting system, the way it's going to work, it's like a you know like a brawler, like you would expect. Um, where you can make some crazy combinations by going from vehicle to uh, like transformer. So you'll be flying air going back and forth, and you'll be going from the pickup truck to back to Optimus to pickup truck. Nice. And they showed this cool whip thing where wait, pickup truck or semi? Uh. Because Ray's going to kick your ass if it's uh, if you're wrong. Se- uh, semi? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a semi. Um, yeah. Um, there was this cool thing where Optimus is beating up uh, Devastate, uh, Devastator, Okay. Uh, which is like the, a big boss. Yeah. And he, he's just wailing at him, turning back into the, the semi. And then he did this move where he just uh, turned into the semi and whipped them with the back end, went back into the nice. Optimus Prime, punched, went back into that, went in, and done, it kept going like that. Huh. Um, Sounds very Japanese. Yeah, it looks like just 
this really awesome brawler. Um, it didn't look like there was any sort of like damage happening or like there was no weight to it. Sure. Because uh, like there was no like these are big, big transformers, right. and you know you didn't see any like damage on the ground. The camera didn't shake when they hit the ground, which eighties. Yeah, yeah. No, it's exactly the the way I thought of it. Of it's that's how the cartoons were because they couldn't yep. afford to animate all the other craziness going around. Those cartoons were there to sell toys. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. There's uh five playable characters. Uh. uh Optimus, Bumblebee. Uh, I forget what the other ones well, it's were. Gotta be jazz, but prime. Uh, and uh, I think they said Grimlock as okay, well. Cool. Um, yeah, it was favorite. Uh, it, it was fun. Uh, I, I'm not that big into Transformers, especially the '80s uh, stuff. Oh shit! Yeah, raising a tizzy right now. He just threw a wing down on the floor. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, um, but but what I was uh, really there for, it, it should be something to watch. Um, it's coming out uh, later this year. I think cool. the they said fall, but Best Buy released the uh, like leaked the release date. It was like, I think some time in October. Okay, uh, cool. full retail release. Uh, Man, that just snuck up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they said uh, this team was working on it before the Legend of Korra game, mm. and then. That's why the Legend of Korra sucks so much. That's kind of the way he said it. Is like, don't Jeez. worry, they've been working on this longer than they worked on the Legend of Korra game. Oh boy, because they couldn't just outright say like, because they they use the platinum name. Yeah, but then it's like people are like Bayonetta. Yeah. It's like no, that's it's a two team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, studio. Interesting. Uh, for what I looked. <laughs> Dave was going to say something. He had his microphone in front of his hot mouth for like a minute, and then he just set it down. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, uh, the the developer that was there, he was super proud of uh, how they nailed the look of like the the the, the uh, words of <laughs> the the metal. Uh, yeah. The metal shine. Like at one point, he just like goes into the character and shows us all the animation. Sure. He said that they had to take liberties with it because the cartoon didn't have like full animation. They would kind of just morph. Yeah, yeah. Into thing, and then you know as he showed it. As long as it's not like two thousand moving parts, like the Bayform. Oh no, no, it's 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 really <laughs> twenty minutes later is transformed. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's really smooth, quick, and because it has to be because you're doing that in the in the combat, right. like on the fly. Right. Um. Yeah, but at one point he's just like spinning it, and he's like, "Yeah, look at that, look at that spin," and it took us a while to be like. Uh, you know what? Why are you doing that? And then the translator is like, "He's showing you that the the shine in the metal is exactly how it looks in the cartoon." Ah, and it was just one of those ones where you won't notice it unless you're really looking at it. But it's kind of cool that they nice. were able to nail that. Nice. Um, but uh, why I was there for the announced game was uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so to get it out of the way. The game was super, super early build. Right, right. Uh, so I don't know if how much is they're they're gonna because those screenshots they released didn't well, look but, right. Yeah, we'll we'll hold judgment on that stuff until it gets later on. I wanted to hold judgment, but I guess Tony Hawk announced the date of this like fine September something. No oh, shit. And it was just one of those things where it's just like those screenshots didn't look good. I was playing a super early build. Yeah, they need to bust their asses though. Yeah, uh, but outside of that, it's Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Nice. It's not. The open world Thug One, Thug Two, uh, Tony Hawk Underground. Yeah. Um, it's not that open world stuff. It is 
sessions, two, three-minute sessions. You go into each level. You have uh, certain activities you have to accomplish in the, like the two to three minutes. Nice. Um, they are doing what sounded kind of crazy. Is like there's going to just be like a, a lobby area where you just uh, have 20 people skating in a level, huh. and then you move around. Um, which is kind of cool. Like, I guess you'll just like open up your, your area sure. and people drop in, drop out. Um, I asked how that's going to interfere with like people. Cause they didn't say like they, the levels will expand. Uh-huh. So you'll have 20 people in these levels that are kind of small. And he says he, they haven't figured out how they want to handle collision yet, which again is one of those things that they say. And then I look on Twitter and Tony Hawk is just like a couple months, you know, yeah. Just like they haven't figured out collision yet, twenty players. Yeah, and and that might. It's funny because like when I was going to the booth, someone hit me with a skateboard coming out, and I was like, "What the hell was that?" And then I look, it's like, "Oh, it was Tony Hawk (laughs) (laughs) going to the the thing." Um, but uh, so they handed me the controller, and it felt like Tony Hawk. I immediately was like, "Okay, this is how I do a nose grab. This is how I do a pop shove." It, I just the controls feel right they got the weight down to everything like that because uh, they even said the uh, tony hawk hd games even though they were they, they had to rebuild those from scratch sure and even they said they didn't get the feel right mm. like it didn't because i remember when i played the hd uh i immediately dusted off my ps2 <laughs> and put tony hawk 3 in and was like no they did not get this right at all and uh this one the the weight felt just right. I was doing the tricks that I used to do, no problem. Again, which like if you played the games mm. before, you'll know all the tricks. I like it seemed like the buttons and everything were the same too. Mm. Like I was able to do like my crazy combos I used to do in there, and even they were like, "Wow, you're like nailing it!" And like the so, there was someone from Polygon in it who's just like, "I was like, do you do you want to play?" He's like, "No, no, you just keep going." Because yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy before me was just. Killing Tony Hawk, just nice. like hitting the ground, busting the skull, stuff. <laughs> this and then that guy just dropped things. Like I'm gonna go play Transformers, and then <laughs> drops the mic. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing. Uh, so that that it was at 30 frames per second. They're aiming at 60. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that it seems like it's still up in the air if it's gonna be this year, and I, I'm worried about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, as for the levels, uh, it seems like they're like mashing levels together. Okay. Because uh, they went through the list and they have names similar to names I remember. Oh, okay. Like there's School Three. Um, I think they're smart about that, trying yeah. to get people back to the series. And the level I was playing with looked like it was the warehouse mixed with the foundry level. Like mm. again, this is probably too detailed yeah, about no, that stuff. No, uh, Did they say anything about like collectibles? Are you still like chasing tapes or? Oh yeah, there was a uh, uh, your. Tapes. Uh, it's a uh, instead of collecting skate, you're collecting combo. But I think the way they're changing it is, it looked like you have to collect them in the combo. So you have to do specific combos. They're bringing back like the uh, the endless like trick type stuff where you could just keep a trick going forever. Uh, you kind of lost that in Tony Hawk Underground because like the environment, the open world, you would just run out of stuff to do. Yeah, I could just remember like breaking through like a warehouse window or something like that, and there being stuff behind it. Yeah, well, like, there was, like, the weird stuff where there was a helicopter, hit both blades, the helicopter's going to start doing stuff like that, you know, like, start moving around. Sure. Uh, so it looks like they're, they've they're, they've hit the controls and the feel of Tony Hawk. It's just a matter of 
like getting everything else around it. The online stuff sounds interesting, but it doesn't sound like they quite have that figured it out because 20 people in a level sounds chaotic, especially with collision and stuff like that. Uh, they're bringing back create a uh, skate park uh, that looks like it used to. Sure. A uh, you know, little more smooth because you could just drop in before because it was PS2. You would have to create a level, load out, go into it. Now you just drop drop some rails, drop your character on it, ride them, and just go back into editing thing. I'll do a write up with more detail and nerd out a little bit more about that. Okay. But I'm impressed with what I saw. Just a matter of if they can get everything else around it. Nice. Tightened up. All right. Well, we will reserve judgment until uh, we get closer to release. Obviously, especially with the visual side of things. Yeah, definitely. Right. Andy, anything else? Nope. I'm just walked around a little bit, but all right, we're done. Get out. <laughs> we didn't uh, talk about the party. Or... Uh, we'll, we'll talk about all that crap later. Yeah, no Vita being on the floor. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have some news about that soon. I, I, I I've asked a couple people about that one. All right, let's get the hell out of here because we're all falling asleep. Look at everybody just passing out. Josh is gone out. No, no, no he's, he's back, back awake. Uh, so. We will uh, obviously My have another one tomorrow. Closed. I think I'm going to be that releasing this in the sleep. morning. What? Yes, it does. I'm going to be releasing this one in the morning. So uh, we'll have another one Wednesday night, hopefully. Well, I don't think we have as much going on tomorrow night, so we should be all right. Uh, but thanks for listening. Keep your eyes on PSNation.com for all the different posts that have been going up. It's been crazy, and it's been awesome. And uh, thanks to you guys for busting your butts the way you are. So until next time, get out to play some games. Have a great one. Good night. We are out. This is a good city here. I live in Los Angeles. I grew up in the Midwest. I live in uh, in a horrible neighborhood. My neighbor is a crackhead. Uh, yeah. You know what, folks? You say what you want about the crackheads, but when they're hard up for a fix, they are good workers. This guy raked my entire yard with a fork in 11 minutes. (laughs) If you don't want him to steal your shit, you got to keep him busy. That's the key. (laughs) You guys have crackheads here in town? Yes. (laughs) Apparently one in the audience here tonight. (laughs) Yes! I I just think the crackheads need something to do, all right? I came up with a great plan last week. I was at the dog track with my buddy, and it was the middle of the race. All of a sudden, it occurred to me. I go, you know what? I go, we should have a crack track. (laughs) Get a bunch of crackheads together, and you line them up in a big gate. (laughs) Then you get a big rock going around in a giant circle. Good entertainment for us and good exercise for the crackheads. <laughs> or we could bet on them, you know? Hey, who do you like in the fifth? I think I'm going to go with Handful of Teeth. How about you? <laughs> yeah, he just took a dump. He looks at a lighter, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, but I think he shat his pants. That'll slow him down. <laughs> this guy's driving me crazy, man. Leave my apartment one day and this crazy crackhead guy runs up to me. He starts pulling my sleeve, you know, and he was going, Give me some change! He's flipping out on me. Give me some change! So I said, uh, True change comes from within. 
then he stabbed me with a Phillips head screwdriver. He didn't change at all, did he?